Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet. I'm Nani the Fan. I'm your host, Wim Lou. We are doing an in-person banter pod, the first attempt at this. Uh, if you haven't heard the previous one, some of them run in excess of four hours. Um, so I'm joined by Alex Wong to uh, to do another four hours. Alex, how you doing, man? Yeah, what's good, man? We're on the ninth floor of the Rogers slash Sportsnet building. Mm-hmm. Yep. You open the window um, to this meeting room. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you've got the soccer game on. Yep, on the TV screen. But I hope I hope you're locked in, man. We're well, about to be doing this till it gets dark outside. I was gonna say, like, so I, I put on the match. It's Champions League. Liverpool is taking on Ajax. Um, so the game is just gonna end roughly around the halfway mark of the pod. But we're just gonna keep going. Uh, at certain points, I guess we'll take breaks. But uh, I mean, first off, I mean, like, we're, we we I already teased this on the solo uh, episode that I did. But uh, do you want to get to the announcement? Anything off the top? Anything to share, Alex? Yeah, so I got some good news and some bad news. Um, would you like the good news first? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so the good news is, you know, after spending all summer talking up my contract negotiations, mm. uh, I'm back. So, you know, officially, I'm officially on the Sportsnet payroll as of today, actually. Wow. My contract starts on September 13th. Apparently, I have to go to orientation. Um, this man's so, about to get a work phone. Yeah, so the nightmare Damn. begins. Um, you know, lots of meetings and things like that. Look, look for a live tweet on that. So I'm happy to be back. You know, officially yeah. back. I, I don't think during the summer you were ever worried that I wasn't coming back. To be no. honest, so still not sure where I got my leverage, but it happened. This felt like. You know when DeMar DeRozan was in for agency? <laughs> yeah. And it was there like... There was no interest from, from other places? They were like, yeah. Well, no, that's Kyle. That was Kyle. Kyle was different. So this wasn't a... I thought this might be a Kyle Lowry for agency, but it turned out to be more of a DeMar DeRozan for agency where it was like, really no doubt that it was going to happen. Uh, obviously, some specifics that we won't necessarily get into, but ultimately, it's like, you know, the, it was going to be a deal, right? Uh, but, you know, I, I'm happy you're back. You know, everyone's happy you're back. Obviously, all the reviews and uh, all the all the fans were very vocal in their support, and as they should be, man. You're an absolutely integral part of the show. It's, uh, it's great to have you back. Yeah, you and, don't need uh, to say that stuff anymore, man. Uh, but, yeah, but listen, yeah. it still needs to be said, man. People got to give you your respect. Got to give you your flowers. You no, know? listen, as long as you're happy that I'm back, I'm happy as well. You, you sound thrilled, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say, man? All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess this non-story kind of turned out to be uh, yeah, I'm an- back. Another, so, another empty storyline on no, the Raptor no, no, show. No, 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 no. I appreciate everybody for writing in the emails, you know, saying, you know, Alex got to come back, get that bag. And we've got a lot of that today. So not a lot of basketball stuff, to be honest. Like, I know there's usually not a lot of basketball stuff anyways. Mm. But as you said on the solo pod... And I think that's the reason why you did the solo pod, because you needed to get some basketball content in. I need to talk hoops. You need to talk to you myself. need to talk hoops. There's no hoops. So we'll 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 have we'll have Twitter and IG questions later. Um, you know, a nice round number uh, of sixty nine questions and we've got about thirty plus nice. listener emails to get to. Um, but but yeah, first, you know, we're also going to do a quick quiz with Will. I want to know what you consider certain things in real life to be expensive. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good quiz, actually. Yeah, because you, you bought a tuxedo recently, I believe, or you might have bought it. You were trying it on in the change room when you sent me the I, photo? I did purchase it, yeah. Okay, okay. So we'll get into that. But first, yeah, so... I don't know if there's anything else, you know, would you like to interview me about my contract negotiations mm, process, right. where my mindset is to all the editors out there, you know, I got clauses in my contract still available right. to do other work, so please reach out to me. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. So go ahead. Yeah, let's let's do this uh, 
uh, a press reporter style, you know. I, I think okay, we yeah. famously did this on Run It Back during the pandemic. When we, <laughs> when we, by the way, we say there's no content now. There was literally no content during the peak of the pandemic, right? To the point where we were doing mock press conferences for a potential return of the season. If anybody wants to look that up, I believe it's still on the Yahoo YouTube. Yes, it just, might be the most deranged episode yeah, of Run It Back. Just look for the one where I have really long hair and like we were just doing the pods. Listen, I had to do those pods, otherwise I was just going to collect Serb. Yeah. So, no, so you know, the pods, the you know, those running back shows needed to be done, and we appreciate people. So, yeah, yeah, let's let's get to it. William Liu okay. from Sportsnet. Uh, first question to you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, first off, congratulations on coming back. I know this is life changing deal. Um, you know, are, are are were there any other considerations in mind uh, as you approached this, or was this always the goal to return to the number one Raptor show? Yeah. You know, I think it was always just two options for me: either come back or just you know walk away for a year and not do any Raptors content, mm. uh, which I was uh, content with. Uh, if if you know we couldn't agree on things, but you know, really appreciate. You know, Sportsnet, you know, shouts to shouts to Raheem and the crew and we were able to get it done. So I think this was always going to be, uh, you know, the, the, the ending to this. But I'm, I'm glad to put it to bed. And any, any other questions for uh, Utah Watanabe here? Uh, uh, Blake Murphy <laughs> uh, of the uh, of Sportsnet. Um, so I, I want to know uh, in terms of the the, the, the salaries uh, that was involved. <laughs> did you did you use a portion of the mid-level exception? And will you be hard cap for the following season? Thank yeah, you. at some point, I believe we were under the apron. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, I was supposed to sign an Exhibit B, uh, Exhibit 10 contract. Uh-huh. Uh, but but thankfully, thankfully, we got it done. So. <laughs> what the hell is Exhibit B? I don't. I just this think that's a Jay Electronica <laughs> song, actually. <laughs> Anyways, I'm back. No, we had a okay. Press conference is over. We had a great meeting oh, wow. with our boss Dan. Toman. Once again, Oren Weisfeld and Vivek Jacob have been uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Takashi, I'm sorry, man. You know, I have no thoughts about Utah Watanabe currently oh, in on, Brooklyn, man. but no, we we had a great meeting uh, just before the pod today with our boss. DT mm-hmm. and yeah. our consigliere, you know, Ryan Fabro. That's right. And, you know, just, just plotting things out. Media Day is coming soon. The show is going to be back on air in October. I believe we've mentioned this already. So it's going to be, we're going to be back on October 17th. That's right. So that's going to be the first week of the season. Regular season. Yeah. And we've established that you're taking some time off. So yeah. Media Day, after Media Day, when we do some content there, you know, the, the Raptors are heading to Victoria, B.C., mm-hmm. and I believe you're headed to Europe, and you'll be gone for two weeks. That's right. And for anyone listening to, um, apparently the Raptors are going to be selling tickets to their open practice. Mm. So if you've ever wanted to go to a Rico Hines run, but in Canada, that's your opportunity. And if you're going to be in the Victoria area, you can check that out. It'll be for charity. I, I don't know the full details because I didn't actually read the full uh, press conference, to be, the press <laughs> okay, release, to be yeah, honest. Great prep, yeah. uh, no, I mean, uh, listen, I was uh, late for work and for our meeting, which was more important. But... um. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's gonna be a good time. I'm really excited. We have pretty much all clarity, all the questions are out the window, and we're just ready to pursue another championship. You know. Um, yeah, and we once again want Nick Nurse on the show. Yep, that was our number one item that we gave in the meeting. <laughs> yeah, yep. that was. Yep, we- Will walked in the room and he's like, are, "Are we getting Nick this year?" Yeah, and it was silence all around. So we'll figure it out. Okay, all right. Well, we'll figure it out. So let's let's get into it. We we have a lot of stuff. So the only thing I want. So okay. So you. Oh, what's the bad news? What's the bad news? Oh, the bad news is I lost uh, at poker. Oh, uh, oh yeah. On Sunday. Oh yeah. So you know. Uh, Degenerate hour. Was was on tilt. Was on tilt. 
you know, spent a lot of money yesterday, bought a bunch of stuff just to why? just to get over it. Why? I thought you lost money. So why yeah, would when you, you lose, you money? double down. Why don't you just save a bunch of money to get over it? No, there's no, there's no saving money. Mm. Yeah, not, okay, not we, when you own property. Well, I feel like so. First off, I feel responsible for your downfall in that sense. Yes. Um, because the first time you spiraled. So actually, we should describe this. So originally, we we're supposed to have a nine-person game. Yeah. But the only five people who turned out were the five people who are. To me, at least, the most serious about poker. Like, like the most hoopers. degenerate. Yeah. Like true hoopers. Yeah. You, Ennis Esmer, the host. Yeah, we had like a Jamal Murray out yeah. there. Tom we Henry. We had like a Zebo out there. Like pure hooper types, right? So, um, Wesley Chen from the other network. That's right. Just GF a despicable West. human being. Genuinely Michelle's human. a terrifying poker yeah. player. Best of luck to you and you and wifey. You know, that's right. I got that's a baby right. on the way soon. You but know, just despicable behavior. You know, at poker. No, he's a great. He's a great poker player. <laughs> no, no, player. he's perfectly, perfectly. He's fine. a monster. He's, he's, he's a genuinely a monster. I think yeah, he so, cleaned up as he always does. Yeah. So anyway, because we were waiting for people to show up, we decided to just play a tournament. Yes. And the difference is being like a cash game where you can rebuy back in once you're out of chips. Yeah. Versus a tournament, it's like we're just gonna play through and Yo, the chips listener, you have. Our listeners know, man. They're, okay. You know right. they're degenerates. Okay. Too, yeah. Fair. 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 So yeah. we played the tournament, yep. and you and I went heads up very early. Yep. Uh. I th- did you push me all in? Did I? No, you pushed me all in. You went all in first. I bet to you because I had po- yep. pocket aces. Yeah, pocket aces. I had I had a great hand. I had the six nine offsuit, and the <laughs> flop came a six nine. Which no, was... I don't think there was an ace. Really? Oh yeah, no, right. No. Okay, it was like six nine and another card. Yeah. So you had pocket aces. I had two pair, mm-hmm. and then we got it all in. I'm feeling good. Yeah. You know, about to knock you out, and of course uh, the ace comes on the river. Yeah. And that was just one of the many spirals for me. I mean, of the evening. Do you feel any guilt in winning with pocket aces, even if you are coming from behind? Because to me, if you have pocket aces, you, you can't apologize for that. Man. No, you as just a, as go a, all in and as just a be degenerate, a man about it. as a degenerate, I can answer that. Yeah. You know, no, no, like yeah. you know, the cards are the cards. This is poker. You know, you can mm. play great poker and lose. You can play terrible poker and win. Yeah. And that's the tough part sometimes. And you know, no, no, you should be proud of your aces. Yep. You know, I'm happy for you. Yep. You know, I just kept spiraling the end of the night. You know, and then Wes got me on a few hands as well. You know, I I don't want to get into it right now, man. To, to be I'm fair, yeah. I mean, we're we're in it right now though, so um, yeah. we're gonna get into it. So oh, okay. You also sat out for a while. That's how much like I know how much you love poker. So for you yeah. to sit out. Um, is a genuine sign that like you needed some time, so which is totally fine. Like that's 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 poker. Sometimes you gotta you know like sit down with three fouls in the first half and come back strong in the second half. You gotta know when you're on tilt. Which what, you what, did though. When you're we, on tilt. When we played the final tournament of the night, mm-hmm. you were you know heads up at the very end, right? Yep. Wes was out. I went out. Ennis yep. was out. And it was you and your good friend Tom. Yep. Shouts to Tom. You had Tom super short stacked. Short right? stacked. So I think the total chip pool was two hundred. Yeah, he was down every, to forty every, at some point. Everyone had fifty. Yeah. yeah, so he literally had like under forty. Maybe it was like it was like thirty-seven or something like that. Yeah, and somehow he won. Well, you you go ahead. No, man, I lost. I think about. I think I lost three coin flips basically when we were all in. Yeah. all three times I could have won the tournament, and you know Tom turned it around. And then there was one point at the end of the night I was down to two dollars. I had one chip left. So so Tom had so Tom had hundred and ninety-eight chips and I had two. <laughs> So I was obviously on the next hand auto all oh, in, man. and to and to and you know to continue the suffering, it was a slow kill. We somehow chopped a pot. Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. two dollars each, yep. and I finally lost on the next hand. And you know I was I was devastated because if I won that tournament, I would have been even for the night, and you know right. I would have walked out there happy. Yep. But you know Ennis, as the host of the show, as the host of the game, like he keeps track of the leaderboard and the standings. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we've, you know, me, you, and Ennis have come to call ourselves the axis of evil because we just love to gamble yep. um, and, you know, talk politics and things like that. And, you know, the Wait, three hold of us... On, hold on. I yeah, want to uh, uh, be very clear that our politics <laughs> do not align with the actual <laughs> axis of evil, man. Our three of, the three of us are at the very bottom of the standings. It's and I don't want to expose Ennis. I mean, Ennis is, is very at the bottom, uh-huh, yeah. you know, in terms of dollar amounts. But, but number one in our hearts, though, just a truly yeah. kind gentleman who has opened his home to but us we gotta get, time we, and time we gotta again. Get, we got to get it together, man. Like, yeah. we love poker. We... Mm-hmm. we literally use this platform which is a pretty big platform to like share some insights from the game i mean i don't know what sharing <laughs> insights but we share once again wes despicable but yeah. like yo like the two of us are losing right now we need to step nah, it up we're, we're down bad but to be fair i had one bad night um that's fine other than that though like you know i, I, I did well no on there's the only winners and losers i man. won the first tournament there's no great then you and i chopped for the second tournament because we just wanted to yeah. let wes come in and play then I honestly didn't even need to rebuy back in. I didn't make a lot of money, but you know it was fine. And then yeah, at the end of the tournament, I mean, I, I mean, I bounced out early to, again. I, you know, Ennis caught his flush draw. You know, I think that's the only advice that we would give is anyone who's playing Ennis Asma in poker in future uh, instances. Just remember that he will chase every single possible flush draw. Just no play every what. hand. Just play every hand against Ennis. <laughs> no, listen. And your if chances you see, are good long term. Yeah. yeah, he's that. So he got me with the, one of his famous flush draws. But otherwise, you know, it was a, it was a good night, man. I, I, I think just on a pure sporting perspective, it was genuinely like the purest poker that I've probably played in a long time. No, it was great. It brought yeah. it brought me back to my twenties, man. We had two people shuffling talks. at one point. Like that's the thing. People got bounced from the tournament. It was like 1.30 a.m. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sit here and shuffle. For so the that, love of the game. For the, so that when you guys played heads up and you guys were folding every other hand and doing nothing with it, that's fine because we can just keep the game moving. I think we probably played like over a thousand hands. Like it genuinely felt like that, that pace of play. Oh, so. yeah. My heart was like racing at the beginning of the night. Because usually when we go there, it's like a pretty social like environment, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's half social, half poker. But it was pure cards. Mm. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, some of us have to end up on the wrong side of the ledger. Yeah. And I did. But, you know, mm. I'm back. Damn. We, we back. need a poker sponsorship, man. Yeah. 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 We, um, yeah. I can, think I that's be, a, can I be Neymar is joining poker stars? Yeah. I think this uh, is, uh, this is above our pay grade. Okay. In terms of securing sponsors. Um, you know, I don't get, think I've ever heard you say that actually. Get, get, get ready to do some Black Panther segments coming up. Oh, I can't to wait. To line up with the movie wait. release. Who is going to be the next Black Panther? You just don't know. Yeah, you just you don't know. You have no know. idea. Yeah, get ready, man. We're about to sell out this season. Mm. But I was thinking too, you know, for the banter pod. Yeah. Because I don't know about like, you know, I think I was talking last time that this was going to be the last one. Yeah. But we do have some time. We do. So yeah. I'm down to do one next week after I come back from New York, you know, knock on wood if I actually get to go this week. So we can do a banter pod next week. Mm. And then media day is coming up. We're going to be doing a pod that day. Yeah. And then you're away. Yeah. And then we're going to keep the banter pod going during the season. Because okay. I do think there's enough demand and probably enough content for us during the season. Well, once there's a definitely month. enough demand. Once that's, a month. Once a month. That's the nice thing. There's definitely enough demand, which I think that was my maybe my only concern was like, will people actually adapt to this? Oh, Salah with a great chance. What a finish. I told you to not react to soccer. This is bad. I'm sorry. Bad I, can't, podcast I, can't, I, can't, I can't ignore this. This is really bad podcast. Look, bro, etiquette. listen. Liverpool has been down bad to, to yeah. start the season, so this is a great start. I don't no, know why Ajax's back line was so disoriented. Anyway, uh, great start, but... Um, yeah, like, look, listen, the, the reception to this show has been really strong, even though we talk about literally nothing most of the time. I think people love that about us. And, um, you know, well, if there's here's the thing, we, we will always for people who are just strictly basketball fans, we will always clearly 
you know, yeah, label just, what just turn is. this off right now. But yeah, yeah there'll be more of this. And you know, in season, you know, you want you, we do this in season. We play poker for seven o'clock. Okay, we started playing probably seven thirty. We played maybe six eight. hours. We played eight, six hours. Eight till two a.m. Yeah. And I, I knew two songs. I heard, oh, Nas is on. That's uh, one Well, of, at one point, you were giving the, Fat Joe a hard time. Because you were like, Fat Joe has like three songs, right? Well, okay. So people, your three songs are, make it, is it Make It Rain? No. No? I don't okay. know what that is. Okay. okay lean, lean Back. Lean Back, which yeah. was a genuine classic, right? Yeah. You still hear this to this day. Everyone knows what that is. Yeah. Um, you know, all the way up, I guess. Is he on that thing? Yes, yeah, so all yeah. the way up. There's a great remix with Jay-Z. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um... That that might What's be the it. What's other for you? one? What's, no, there's one more. Is not is not the one with Lil Wayne? No. Okay, but anyways. But you I know. mean, here's the thing. I'm 30. I'm, I'm basically. No, I'm just but here's the th- thing. You don't. You know. You know. New Age Fat Joe. You don't know Don Cartagena Fat Joe. You don't know when Fat Joe was rolling with Big Pun. R.I.P. Okay. Like he had a total other era. Terror Squad. Yeah. See, you don't know any of this. No, those. I know Terror Squad. They they did. Okay. They were part they of did. the okay, Lean yeah. Back sh- song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't okay. know, man. That's tough. I, I, I'm anyways, not a hip hop yeah. aficionado by any means, but yeah, no, I didn't no, know no, any no. of the songs. Sorry. Yeah. But no, listen. I even in that sense, I feel like honestly, Ennis would be good for this too, right? For pure banter purposes, Ennis would be great. Ennis and Tom would be great on this. Tom would be great on yeah. this. Um, you know, Trevor would be really good on this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm glad you're opening up. I thought you were gonna be pretty like no man exclusive about this. Here's the thing: when we do the banter, get, part, you know who we should get banter. I, I'm, I'm gonna be doing ten episodes per week. Yeah, you're on gonna be strictly tired. ball. Yeah, I'll so, be I'll like, be on Monday to Monday and Wednesday, so I'll be fresh. Yeah, I'll be fresh. Yeah, oh, we gotta get Elaine on too. Elaine's Elaine got a story to tell, this. man. Josh will be good on this. Yep. Yep. Shout to Elaine, man. Got to meet Michelle Yo at TIFF. That's crazy. First time I've been jealous in a while, to be honest. When she posted the photos. Damn. You weren't jealous when I had pocket aces and, and hit a set? <laughs> no, I'm over it, man. Damn. All right. So All here's right. how I came up with the what does Will consider to be expensive. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I was, at a, I was at a Blue Jays game, you know, recently doing a story coming soon, Toronto Star. Mm. And they were doing live auction bids. And I think I sent this to you. One of the bids was a Sportsnet experience with our friend of the program, Donovan Bennett. So people were bidding on this, okay? So All I'm right. going to read you what this experience entails, okay? You get a private tour of two of the Sportsnet studios, the Tim and Friends set, and Hockey Night in Canada with Donovan. And you also get a private experience behind the scenes for two people to sit in and experience a Donovan Bennett interview. First of all, if anybody wants to do that with me, $50. Um, you know, I can bring you into the building. <laughs> We'll figure it out. It's basically a tour of this building that we're in right now. Well, you're an employee now. So. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Orientation coming soon. Yeah, that's going to be orientation. So, you're going to be leading orientation okay. for $50. So two things I was curious about, okay? Yeah. First thing is, how many people do you think bid on this? Three things, actually. Here's the first thing. So this was going out on television. This was being promoted at the stadium. Now, mind you, there were other things like you could have gone like golfing with Buck Martinez. There's mm. all these different experiences, right? Yeah. So put put a number on how many people you think bid on this. Uh, try not to be disrespectful because uh, I, I don't know. Personally, this is the market for myself. Yeah. How many people bid on this? Yeah, number of bids. I guess it's on TV and stuff, like 1,000? So 62 bids. Oh, 62. Okay. Yeah. okay, all right. No, the, this is no this is no shade or anything. Yeah, listen, like, I just charity, want to people people don't want to people don't want to give money to charity apparently. That's that's unfortunate. And what do you think the winning bid was at? Uh, let's say 62 bids, let's say $200. $5,010. $5,000. Now, now mind you, all the money's going to the Blue Jays Foundation. 
So this is no, this is like, course, this yeah, is yeah, a, for a great cause. No, no, it's awesome. But yeah. it got me thinking though, like uh -huh. Shouse Donovan, Shouse Sportsnet. If we put this bit up for a Sportsnet experience with Will Liu, how much money do you think your big knob could raise for the Toronto Chinatown Foundation? <laughs> For the Toronto Chinatown oh, BIA. First off, phrasing is, is just out the window at this yeah, point. Yeah. But um, okay, so can can I just can I just say that? So let me just describe to you the actual atmosphere in which this current sports that experiences <laughs> right now. Okay, <laughs> me, me, myself and Alex have commandeered a meeting room on yes. the uh, ninth floor of this wonderful Rogers yes, campus. This is the corporate floor. We are in the south yeah. wing. Um, we so we have taken an, a meeting room. No, yeah. no one was using these. There's plenty no, of these no, around, no. so it's not like we're taking up space. But we have taken a meeting room. We have our microphones out here, connected to a Zoom set. I got a laptop. You got a laptop. Alex is sitting on the couch. Uh, I'm sitting on a chair, and there's a TV here. It's it's hooked up to the zone on HDMI connection to my laptop, and we are about to sit here for four straight hours. It's currently light out. It's going to be dark by the time we're done. We're going to be, it's going to be In dark. In many ways. Then yeah. we're going to play basketball. Like, honestly, to, 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 if you were to spend the whole day with us, like, yeah, I would say like uh, like fifty dollars is a pretty reasonable rate. I, I take I take <laughs> I take fifty as no, well. No, no, no. But this you question could be here for fifty dollars. This question is about you know how much the Illuminati is going to step up right. in terms of if we actually put this to bidding. Right. I think we're getting at least two hundred bids, and if we, we do, if we do it in increments of say like twenty dollars. Right. If people do the minimum bid, that's already four thousand. Can we do it like? Um, who's I think gonna... my mouth is wrong on that. Sorry, mom. Well, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, you were only an accountant back in the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was terrible math, actually. But, that was uh, me counting my chips against Wes and saying call. <laughs> and then you having to talk uh, me off the ledge while I was outside having a nah, dog. Anyways, no nah, man, you you yes. you you, you, you oh. bet against them, and I said. Just, you uh, called like, cap. No, you listen, called cap I was, every time I was strictly, I, I was strictly dealing at that point, and I'm very much like a no table talk kind of person. No, like you kept we, calling we, cap every time you you bet. I was like, that's cap. <laughs> the problem is, I had a hand every time, except it was the second best hand. No, but man. anyways, maybe we have to do this. Maybe we have to fold you into charity endeavors mm. at the company, because I think you're a very valuable asset i'm yeah. talking to you like ennis free yeah. i'm talking about the, the fbi listen I, I, you're I, a valuable asset I, uh, okay to the right. company uh, please man that's 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 and the actual access of evil but um so, no i mean for me it's just like yeah you know what yeah, i think honestly to do stuff for charity is cool like it's it's not too dissimilar from our live show and stuff you know no we, and yeah. we made that quite affordable we made that 20 bucks yeah live so. show next live show coming soon but anyways i think if you were to raise money you could probably get you could probably get it up to 10k is what i'm saying i'm pretty confident you so could get the you're saying i'm 10K. worth double of of what no uh, but this is not what, no what no this is, this is not is, what huh? i'm trying to say it's my, it's my it's my first day on my new contract i'm not <laughs> you, i'm not trying to ruffle any feathers no, i'm not i'm not for trying no to ruffle. reason no shouts shouts to shouts to db you know that's my guy oh, uh, i just wanted to i just wanted to assess your value so anyways you bought a tuxedo i believe from banana republic Yes. Right. Yes. And, and your official words to me were you were turning Raptors Republic into Banana Republic. That's actually what happened in my life, damn. Yeah. Um, which is pretty fire. To be clear, first I was, thing I said to you was, you know, why don't you just hit up the wardrobe department here to get you a suit? Again, I feel like you're a valuable asset that you can make that happen. Okay. Um. But anyways. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about it, but you know what? To me, it was just like, look. Uh, I was so I got invited to a a, a TIFF screening of, yes. of a movie. This place um, it debuted at TIFF, locally made movie. In oh, you, you had to dress up? 
No, because other thing, I got invited and I was like, I don't, sh- I'm not sure like what you're supposed to wear to this thing. So I literally Googled it and they were like, if you are invited to a film premiere, it's your obligation to wear a tuxedo. And I was like, oh, no, okay. really? Oh, were so- you like walking the red carpet and all that? Yeah, the red carpet at Scotiabank Theater, which is <laughs> which is uh, the lineup to the twenty-seven dollar popcorn before you enter Theater One. Uh, but know, anyway, IMAX. So I got invited to that, but I was like, "Okay, look, I'm not going to buy it just for this." However, we also have uh, a wedding that we are attending. Yeah, Mark Savell's wedding coming right? soon. The details suggested black tie. So yep. It said black tie suggested, yep. which um, I also need to look up because I didn't know what that meant, mm. other than just maybe actually wearing a black tie. So mm. I looked at that. I was like, "Okay, you know what? It's been a while since I bought like actual, you know, like a like an actual tux or like a suit jacket or anything like that." So mm-hmm. I was like, "You know what? There's another need for this. Plus, I'm going to another wedding that same weekend." Um, of Mark's wedding, so I'm actually going to leave that a little bit earlier in the night, and right, then you drive got a, a back bit to further. back. Yeah, so I got a back to back, and I was just like, "Look, yeah. listen, this I could get pretty good usage out of a tux." And then I happened to search online, and it said they were having like a fifty. <laughs> of course, no, it's a sale. Th- no, of course, it's a, are you kidding me, man? Okay, so it was, it was a forty percent off sale yep. off a, off an item that was a, a line that had been discontinued. Mm. So the discontinuation of the line already made it like two hundred dollars cheaper mm. plus four like forty percent off. So like the actual tux itself, which was probably going to be, like, I would not pay the actual price, but the actual price was like probably eight fifty, maybe nine hundred with the pants and and the tux jacket itself. Yeah, I got it, and I got I got it for under four hundred. So that's like that's a pretty good deal in my books, you know. Like yeah. I, it was a lot of money, but um, you know, I, I consider that a good deal. So again, not a lot of money. It's a nice, it's a nice. No, tux, it's, man. it's it's it, it, no, it looked great. The yeah. photo that you sent me. Yeah. So, so you're gonna be using that at every formal event this month, is what you're saying? Um, I mean, how many am I gonna attend with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only seeing. I'm only Are you leaving the tags ones. on to return, or is this a purchase? No, no, no. I haven't put purchase, man. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm an honorable man in that sense. No respect. We we gotta get you in some J Crew or something, man. I'm oh, not gonna okay. lie though. I've seen you twice this week. And the SVP purchases have been stepping up. You're yeah. not even wearing SVP today, right? No, no. This you got is some a, vintage this gear This is a vintage on. find in, out in yeah. Calgary. All right. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. So, so, okay. that, so that, that, that got me thinking, what would you consider expensive yeah. for just things? Okay? Okay. So I'm going to go through a list right now, and you just name a dollar amount of what you would consider expensive for these things. Okay? So if you're going out for a dinner in downtown Toronto with a friend, dinner yeah. for two, what price would you consider to be expensive? Dinner What's for, an expensive dinner? Dinner for two in downtown. Like, let's say, like a like a date setting or like a me and like a, a one of my boys? Yeah, just you and Josh. Me and yeah. Josh going for dinner. Expensive would probably be like, I mean, realistically, like 200 Okay, total. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, probably like I mean, 200 is actually a little expensive. Maybe like 150 <laughs> Okay, I was going to say 300 is probably the right number. No, how much food are you eating, Because you'll get some man? drinks and stuff too, right? Yeah, drinks. Like is once re- you get drinks, that's already like a hundred dollars. Okay, so here's the thing. So I actually yeah. went with this exact scenario happened, okay. where me and Josh met up um, downtown, and we went to Chop Chop, uh, a nice. Um, yes, this is on Dundas, right? Yeah, Chinese eatery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dundas and Bathurst, and yeah, like I we I guess his 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 partner was also there as well, his fiance, and so it was just like, well, um, I think it came out to like one sixty. For the three of us, and okay. it was it was a, we did order a little bit too much, and I ordered a bottle of sake, which uh, the the person oh, the Andy ser- Lou hours. Oh yeah, the, the server was <laughs> he like blacked out. I was like, so it's uh, eight dollars for a cup. How much for the bottle? And he, he's like, oh, I never thought about that. Let me go ask. And then yeah, it turned out to be a great deal. The bottle itself was like only twenty six. 
Yeah. So that's a, that's an amazing deal, right? For, <laughs> I for a full I bottle. I love how happy you get one. at getting deals. Man. No, I'm talking like 750 milliliters, not the 330 okay, okay, one, right? Okay. So that's a pretty good deal. Could just go to Super Fresh for free, you know? Yeah. Obligatory but, you know, shout out. I, I, yeah. How much? I can't we eat need off. to diversify, you know? I can't eat Shouts all the Super Fresh. I do like Chop yeah. Chop, okay? Um, Chop Chop is nice. Okay, so so the bill yeah. came out to 160. Yeah, and then, you know, I think that might, I might, that might and have you're gen- And you're, you, listen, man, for people that don't know, like, Will's actually a very generous person. Oh, I was just going to say, you probably picked up the tab i pretended to go to the bathroom and while i went to the bathroom quote unquote i, I paid for the tab yeah, and then there you go the, 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 you the, still pull that eh? even with friends of course and then the why waiter, don't you just wait for the bill to come and just grab it no because that looks like a flex on top of them i don't need to do that in front of them i'll do that away no from i the feel camera. like the pre-prep payment is kind of a flex too no nah, the real flex was the guy was like hey do you want to talk to the chef because the chef's a big fan of the show oh my god yeah. this, this is a stand yeah. story so i saw him and then oh, he, I, was like, yeah. I was like yeah i was like yo i love your restaurant man i come here all the time he's like yeah, yeah i know you and Josh all the time. I was like, oh, you know Damn. Josh too? Yeah. You got the Chop Chop plug? Yeah, no, it wasn't a plug. I, yeah, so we paid okay. full amount. Everything was cool. Shouts to Chop Chop, man. Shouts to Chop Chop. No, man. that's a cool spot. I love the aesthetic there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they got some merch too, man. One of the rare Chinese restaurants that have the patio. Yes. Yeah, like Chinese restaurants, we don't have enough patios. We don't man. value patios. I think it's because in China that means you're poor. <laughs> if you're eating on the street. <laughs> Damn, man. That's a theory. Anyway. Okay, so two one fifty for you is one fifty. Like yeah, one fifty. Okay, I like that. Okay, how about two movie tickets and a popcorn? This uh, is more for me personally, because for me it should be five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? To be fair, back in nineteen forties, like five dollars was enough <laughs> for like a, a house and a car. Um, I mean, you can collect points. <laughs> Like, what, like scene points? Yeah, get some scene points, man. Like, oh, my okay. God. I mean, realistically, yeah, the movies are what they are, right? Like, this, the, you can't really call something expensive on that. That's just the standard price. Like, the, sta- the what is it? Like, $15 for general admission. Yeah. Popcorn itself is like 10 bucks. So, it's like, you're probably running like 50 bucks. No, 10 bucks, you're underselling it, man. The problem with them is, like, they pack it into combos. Like, you can't just get a popcorn. Yeah, what? Like, yeah, you, you have to get a popcorn, drinks, and, like, Twizzlers. And it's, like, $22. I continue to have a problem with this. Okay. All right. No, but you bring a family of four there. Like, again, not to be on my Duck Ford wave. Yeah, you are, though. No, but it's ridiculous. Okay, what do you consider if you're parking downtown? What is expensive parking for you? Yeah, I don't What's drive. What's the cutoff for you? I don't I don't drive. Okay, so so, so, so you're off on it's, this it's, one. It's hard to apply for this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, recently I was driving down. We, we were going downtown to go to Smorgasbord. Like, there was a food festival here in Toronto. Oh, that's the right. Harbor. The one that they copied from New York? Yeah. Yes, they fully copied it. Um, it's still a good festival, though. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, literally they were charging, like, $50 for parking. Yeah. And it, the lot was full. So, Toronto's disgusting for that. But My cutoff is 20 yeah, 20 is, is a lot, especially for just one evening. Like, 20 like all day is probably fine. That's probably standard. But again, it's like you can't even barter on these things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't barter. There's no discounts on the ones that are like, oh, 50% off parking today. Like, no, it doesn't <laughs> even happen, man. Well, the other thing, too, is like you don't think about this stuff because, number one, you don't drive. And number two, you have the privilege of going to the games with a media credential. Yeah. Like, like it's so expensive for people if they have to drive to go to a Raptors game. Absolutely. Like, that's probably $40 parking. I you mean, get you have to there. park right at the arena. Maybe you park, you know, like close to the arena, and you transfer yeah. and you walk or you bike. Like yeah, this, this, this sounds the- like taking a this sounds like taking a train to Montreal type vibes. Yeah, just park close. <laughs> What's wrong with taking a train to Montreal? <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful five hour ride. It, it is once, once, once a decade. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> he said, I, I, life's I guess, too short to take a train. <laughs> yo. So the other day, so I have a parking spot in in my condo. Yeah. And, you know, that's where I put my 2001 Honda Civic. Mm. So What's more valuable, home. the parking spot or the car? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, definitely, definitely the parking spot. Because I used to rent that out for, I think, like, 
five hundred bucks a month. I bro, you could have bought yourself a new car with that, man. Yeah, no, no, no. Not Anyways, a new car, but you know. So I was coming back from my parents. This was like Saturday. You know, people are out and stuff. Yeah. And I was going back to my spot, and somebody parked in my spot. What? So because there's very limited visitors parking at my condo. So what these like jerks do is like once they get in, if they can't find a visitor spot, they'll just take an empty spot. Yo, that's nuts. So I was actually really upset because, I mean, my spot was blocked. I was trying to go to visitors parking. I was like, all right, I'll just park there for the night. I go to my concierge. He tried to call the guy, couldn't reach him. And he gave me the option of towing his car. Would you have towed his car? He was like, you can either tow his car. If you don't tow his car, then you got to go park somewhere for like 40 bucks for the night. Like, I had no other option. That's that's tough. I didn't I, want I actually, to tow his car, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because that's, that's a whole thing, right? And then, he's, and then like, they're going <sighs> to find out because they know that's my spot, and they're going to scratch my Was 2001 Civic. Was he going to pay Civic. for their car to be, his car to be towed? I mean, I wouldn't have had to pay for it. Like, okay, they would have right, been on right, the hook right. for it. But I just didn't want to make a big deal out of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear you. No, you're a good person for that. So I said no, and luckily, they were able to reach him. Okay. And then, obviously, and then when I went downstairs, they moved the car. Okay, okay. So uh, that's, that's my whole story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so the, what's expensive for parking? Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah. The moral of the story is don't don't own a car. It don't, I mean, legit. Yeah. If you're living down there, like, I just feel like even if I did drive, I probably go with more like those like communauto options and stuff like that. Because like, like, I don't need a car on a daily basis. Like, commuting and stuff like that, I find transit to be better. Especially if you live downtown, probably biking and stuff. Obviously, winter that's a little harder, but you can probably bike like nine months of the year. Walking is probably you know a good option as well. And uh, yeah, I don't just don't know, man. No, that's fair. All right, next up, what do you consider a hotel or Airbnb to be expensive per uh, night, I guess? I guess it depends on the city. Okay, Montreal. Montreal, yeah. 150 Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Definitely that's pay a little, a little, a little pricier. That. I mean, like, you would try to, like, Hotel Nelligan. Yeah. Try to, yeah, the Hotel Nelligan definitely wasn't 150 <laughs> No, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> I think that was a tip I had to leave. No, I mean, like, I, I feel like, I mean, like, I'd be willing to stay at, like, three stars pretty consistently. Okay. Okay. Like two is even fine too. Like this is the thing. <laughs> no man. What, 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 two star? What's? I Would mean, you listen to a two star pod? <laughs> no. Then fine. there we go. Okay. Then there we go. Fine, fine. You need fine. to have consistency across your okay. quality of life. Okay. All right, all right. What do you consider to be expensive for a t-shirt? A, a t-shirt? Yeah. What's like the max you would pay for a nice t-shirt? Fifty bucks at most. Okay. So if you see a nice t-shirt, say and like in vintage, I'm, we trust for a hundred bucks, you're not touching that. No, no, no. Like, okay. you, what would what would the super nice t-shirt even have on it? Like, like what is nice to you? Like, let's say, I mean, because I don't even really buy the, I don't really buy vintage stuff. Like, I buy, I mean, not, I buy. What more if you fast see a really things, nice but. vintage like Liverpool kit, and it's two hundred dollars, <sighs> and you know you can never get it again? Nice little, you know, Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Damn. You wouldn't I, think about it. I would think I would think about it. I would debate it, but like you know, like for example, I, I have a Yao Ming jersey which you've seen me wear quite a bit. Yeah, uh, Houston Rockets, and mm. I thought about that for like half an hour, <laughs> and then my partner was like, "How much is, even is this thing?" It's, it's, and I'm like, "Oh, it's sixty bucks." And she's like, "What are you doing? Just buy this, man! It's your size." Okay, okay. Like, so you're telling me like I'm actually onto something. Like yeah. people in your life, yeah. have given you a hard time about this. Yes, absolutely. But not my parents, though. My parents yeah. are I actually hide my purchases. My parents. You know what though? I was raised like despite all the generational wealth talk. Yeah. Like I was raised to be very frugal. That's why I respect you, man. You raised? Were you raised to be frugal? We didn't have money. That's a difference. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But we I did, I didn't, we didn't have money, but it was like, okay, so there's two kinds I feel like if you didn't have money. Sometimes yeah. like you didn't, you grew up didn't have money, but then you get some money and then like, you're yeah. like, okay, I got to like be free and like, you know, you know, spend whatever I want or just live the way I want, right? Mm. The thing is, I was taught to not only be fr- like, we, yes, we were poor, but like, 
there's a pride in being able to be poor. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're, you're there's a discipline it, to like that. You're making it work. You're making it work with what you have. Yes, and that and that was like an actual virtue that was mm. taught to me. So it's like sometimes it kind of cuts against me because I'm like, okay, I could I just kind of screwed myself by not paying for what I need. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, if I can make it work, I try to make it work, you know? Because my dad is like the most frugal person that I know. Yeah, and he's, you know, doesn't need to be. Like so. he gets mad at me when I buy him like tickets to go to games and stuff. Like I mean, he doesn't like when people spend money. And you know, if he heard any of this generational wall talk, like he would be, he would be disgusted. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why we got to touch Actually, the he was kind of in a bad mood last week. I wasn't sure if he popped on a pod. <laughs> He's like, "This nah. is what my son's doing." Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Would you be proud if your child? I mean, you said you don't want a child, but let's no, say, I'll never would you be proud if your if your little nephews became podcasters? Uh, I'd be okay. I'd okay, be okay. okay. I think okay. they're heading that way too. Like, I see yeah. the ten- I, I I see them acting the same way that I acted growing up. Um, just like they're, very they're spoiled, no, very, very spoiled and entitled. Uh-huh. So, so they're definitely heading in that direction, which again, you're the product of your environment, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, but it, it's interesting to me because I think about it, like growing up, like I was, I was raised to be very frugal and it actually took me a long time to like come out of that. Mm-hmm. Like even when we talk about like in the summer, like, you know, me, like, you know, like whatever, like booking a nice hotel when I travel and stuff, like I was never taught to think that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're taught to save like every single dollar. And like, I just don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm flipping that mentality a little bit now. Mm. Maybe because I also realize that, you know, like I don't have any other responsibilities that other people might have at this age in my life. That's fair. That's so anyways. Okay. Pair of shoes. What is the most you've paid for a pair of shoes? Besides the free pair you got for appearing on NBA Canada. Most honestly, I probably the ones I'm wearing right now, which mm. were only purchased for basketball. They're the PG threes. I paid full price for them, so Damn. they were like one forty. You're down to wear PGs, eh? Even though you know you're not. No, a fan. they're really comfortable shoes. Okay, and they've been they've been, they've been not improved my basketball performance, but I feel pretty confident wearing them. I think that's the most the most important thing. Like, yeah, psychologically, you feel confident with the gear you have. <laughs> not like any shoe you're gonna wear is gonna change your no, p- that's performance, fair. but that's fair. No, nah, I like these shoes, but I was I paid one forty, but that was only because I'm like playing a lot of basketball recently. I didn't have more time to like yeah. look for a better deal or wait for a better deal. Okay. Aside from this, I mean, like, okay, boots and stuff are very expensive, so that's different. Like, you can't, you just can't like cheap out on winter boots when you live right. in canada so i don't consider that like sneakers or anything like that other than that probably like i don't know man a hundred yeah okay i like that yeah. i mean i mostly i buy shoes when i have like a 50 percent off discount code at adidas <laughs> We've or i'm going to scp the, yeah you love you know, the discounts like, man <laughs> bro the discounts are great man what's the most you've paid to go to a basketball game uh probably i actually i don't know for myself personally Probably like 60, 65 bucks. That's it. You, I feel like you've no, gone. No, no, hold on. No, I, no, I, okay, I went to a playoff like game. No, no, I went to a playoff game and they were like maybe like a hundred and fifty. Okay. And that was like lower bowl and stuff. And that was before I was media. Now, obviously, now I'm not paying for tickets because literally there's a media seating and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say one fifty was probably the most for did the you feel ticket. like you got your money's worth no the raptors lost to lebron and uh <laughs> and kyle Lowry was, ten things kyle Lowry wasn't app. even playing yes yeah, so i was writing 10 <laughs> things in uh, my google keep document and um yeah the the cory joseph was like the raptors second leading scorer um patrick patterson and damari carroll combined for two points yeah it was uh, it was a it was a horrible time what can i say bad return on investment um but oh man but i think it's just like this the habits and sort of like the 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 tastes are always going to sort of stay the same like mm. i don't think i'll get more expensive tastes mm-hmm. you know 
So, but you could treat yourself once in a while to something nice. Yeah. No. What would you? What would you like to treat yourself to? Like, what? What do you consider something that you would be like? Yeah, I'll spend a little bit. Probably vacation. Like, probably like going to a place. Like, no, that's good. Um, what else? Actually, I, I don't know. Like maybe a little property deal with Mark Savell. Uh, yeah, ideally. Yeah. I, I mean, that's not even treating myself. That's something that's just going to be necessary in the years to come. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you do to treat yourself? Man? <laughs> I don't know, man. I bought Uncut Gems on uh, Criterion yesterday, Blu-ray. Because <laughs> um, I was on tilt. <laughs> yes, that's fair. To me, yeah. I, I got hitched for a dollar in, in Montreal at a at a, do- yeah. at a dollar bin kind of scenario. <laughs> no, I think I think traveling is is the smart move. Like spending yeah. money on those life experiences is the thing. And maybe when you start traveling more, like you'll spend more on the things that we talked about, mm-hmm. like a nice hotel, like good area, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I mean, those things make a difference. I'm starting to learn. Yeah, fair enough. I'm starting to come out of fair it. Enough. What is what is the timestamp we're at right now? We are in? at 42 minutes and 45 seconds. How? I thought this was like 20 minutes, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the game is already we already played the most of the first oh, half. It's one one. Liverpool has had many chances. Can't oh, score the God. second one. So as we said, man, we got a lot to get to today. So unless you have anything basketball Raptors related to talk to me about, oh, this is gonna be a zero basketball pod. Like I, do you have anything? Because I was listening to your solo pod, and you know there wasn't much there either. Like you were answering questions. Yeah, no, that's fair. You know what? So this is pure for the love of the nah, fame. No, it's today. a pure love of the game pod, man. Okay. So, all right, let's so, go. So love of the fame. First of all, wanted to give a couple quick shout outs to people, you know, who obviously have been dedicated banter pod listeners on Twitter, um, including at uh, Sentimental Egg. Um, believe she goes by like DJ Wilson fan account. We met her oh, once yeah, at yeah, an yeah. event, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, so she sent a message uh, earlier this week. Said, can't believe there's been no. New Raptor show with Will and Alex. I've been replaying the banter pod before sleep mm. the past six days before bed. You're killing me. It's a little haunting when you put it this way, actually. <laughs> and this really hit me because the other night, too, last week, I was in bed at, at two in the morning and <laughs> you were in Montreal. We, you know, we were not recording. And, you know, yeah. I, I felt that I felt that will lose stand like tinge. Damn. And, and I, I went on the feed. You could have just called me, man. And I t- <laughs> you have my number. Yeah, I think this is actually a cry for help. OK. And I played the banter pod just to yeah. hear ourselves. again. Yeah. OK. So I guess I'm part of the Illuminati, too. Yeah, that's fu- that's fine. Um, that's 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 really sweet. Um, and I guess, uh, yeah, it was too long between banter pods. No, I think that I think the two week break is good, though. Our lives, are not, our lives are not interesting enough. Yeah. And, you know, the, the Twitter and IG questions are not strong enough to support uh, once a week. So um, I'm, pu- I'm putting this back on the listeners. Um, the Suburban Fob uh, on Twitter said, been okay. listening to the Raptor show too much. Went out That's for actually <laughs> our peak demographic. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Suburban the Suburban Fob. Fob. Yo, Sportsnet gave us a demographic <laughs> breakdown, and that's like 47%. Oh, said, been nah, listening to the Raptor show. Wob. We're worldwide Fob, man. <laughs> Holy. Been listening to the Raptor show too much. Went out for dinner, and for an hour, we talked about generational wealth. Yeah, so appreciate okay. that. Yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Shouts, shouts to my fellow uh, generational wealthers, man. Um, hmm. Patrick Liu uh, at Brooklyn Bridge Park Pier Two. He sent a photo, watching people play ball and listening to the Raptor Show podcast. I actually love seeing just like people their setups. 
because I think someone tweeted at us too. Like they had a whole dinner set up with like the Blue Jays game on, and then they were blasting the pod. Mm. So that that's sick as well. Um, Scott Lilly said, "Just finished the latest banter pod. It's incredible how engaging you can make nephews, bank accounts, car interior descriptions, and poker." Uh, love the basketball talk, but I love hanging out with you guys mm. a little more. Honestly, that's been the best part about the banter pod for me this summer. Like, I feel like this is the closest we've connected to the listeners. Yeah, I think so too. But I think there's always like an inherent connection. I think that's probably what separates us from like what people normally expect from these kind of shows where people are sort of presenting at them, but they don't feel like people necessarily. Whereas I think for us, we've always made ourselves available, which is probably why the show has been successful. Like it's not, it's not even so much like the basketball insight's so good or the guests are so good or we're actually even that funny. It's just like, no, we were just like, we're willing to let people share in our lives. Um, and you know, it's, it's actually quite, it's quite sweet when you think about it. Yeah. Did you think, did you think banter pod was going to be a one-time thing? Did you think it would become this? Because now it's been folded into part of the regular content. I think I knew it could be this, but I, I need to you see were a the little reception. skeptical. I, I need to like. see the reception. I feel first. like you were That's a little skeptical up top. I mean, I just you never, just never know. Like, you're, you're, when, if I just say to you out top, like, "Hey, um, we're gonna talk about nothing for four hours," are people gonna listen? And people are gonna be down bad for it? I'm like, probably not. But you know, all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. So my friend Young, who who you know is in New York. Uh, works for GQ. Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran into Ronnie Chen at a New York Fashion Week yes. event, and he was talking trash about us. What? So I think he was joking. Okay, I mean, I'll confirm. Yeah, that's fine. But apparently, he kept saying that I was a massive idiot. And then he was like, "Who's that guy with a big head who looks exactly like him that he does the <laughs> radio show with?" <laughs> Apparently, he was ripping the two of us. Oh man! Yeah. So. I mean, to be fair, we did call him like the worst player ever. Like when we when we saw him play basketball, and uh, it, we were roasting him. Listen, and this man, is just how Ronnie is. I just judge people for how they hoop, man. We, and, and, and Ronnie, <laughs> you really do though. Ronnie had like a Ronnie had Chuck Hayes, but if Chuck Hayes was Muggsy Bogue size, you know, no, no, like, Ron, Ronnie's the worst player I have seen in person. <laughs> No, like I'm not even kidding. Like, like I don't think you would disagree with it's that. It's not actually. slander, man. Like I, it was genuinely bad. Like he yeah. couldn't turn the, the, with the ball. Like anyways, I might anyway. catch up with Ronnie in New York this yeah, week yeah, yeah, if yeah. we're actual friends. Th- oh, well, so. Thanks to Ronnie for hooking me up with JFL tickets. Oh, that's right, that's right. Shouts, <laughs> shouts to Ronnie. Wonderful, wonderful gala, yeah, comedy gala. Speaking for the love of the fame, so we actually have a lot of listener emails today. Let's do it. I think a lot of people thought this was going to be the finale. Um, it's not going to be, but we're going to get to this. So first. Email grand opening, grand closing. Yo, come on, man. All right, please know three more songs. So, oh. Danny <laughs> no. says, My name is Danny. I'm 25. I'm a listener from Buffalo, New York. Been a fan since the OKC owner scummed the city of Seattle and stole the team. Yeah, My man. father was a Sonics fan all his life. After that, we became Raps fans due to proximity. We usually go to a game every year, but haven't the last couple with COVID. Definitely will be back next season. I work for New Era Cap in tax. Damn, Dan. Yo, hit me up if you can plug me. Uh, Basically listening to the pods all day. So the banter pod was a perfect add to the rotation. Sportsnet killed it hiring you two and Blake. Feel free to use this in your contract negotiations. As you know, the U.S. media doesn't talk much rap. So I get almost all my Raptors content from you guys listening on Spotify. Keep up the great work for the love of the game. That's very nice. 
I thought that's very nice. I thought for sure there's gonna be a head joke in there, head size joke. Oh, right. From someone who runs New Era, but like, yeah, no, that's 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 awesome, man. That's great to hear. And and you know, I think obviously, look, I, I already joked that like we you didn't need this help from the fans, but people mm. decided to go that extra mile for you anyway, man. No, the loyalty it, is incredible. No, it honestly warms my heart, man. I appreciate everybody. And for people who didn't want me to come back, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I just, <laughs> who, who didn't want you to come know, back, man? You know, always, Name them, man. There's always haters lurking, man. Uh, Matt said, hey, Alex and Will. Will touched on it a little bit recently, but I would love to hear you guys discuss the Raptors media strategy as a whole and compare to other teams around the league. Hmm. When Masai got to Toronto, he really encouraged and supported players making themselves a brand. It was apparent with Fred, Norm, and Pascal right away. Ever since Kawhi came to town, this went to overdrive. I think it's no mistake that there's a ton of Raptors-related content out there nowadays. It was like in trying to convince Kawhi that Toronto would progress his brand just as well as living in LA. And that jumped it into overdrive and carries on now. Some examples include How Hungry Are You, O'Shea Brissett's Bubble Vlog, Open Gym, uh, Day in the Life of Scotty, Danny Green's podcast, Green Room, Hustle Play, Avec Class, and even the Rico Hines runs. What do you guys think? I think Toronto is really ahead of the curve with this strategy. Your thoughts? Okay, so first off, I mean, um, there isn't necessarily a through line with these things. Like Open Gym, for example, probably even got more access than they currently do. And that started in the Colangelo years, right? So, like, it's hard to just say that, like, that's a Maasai strategy. Um, I, I think some a lot of these things are also player directed like if the player themselves have an interest in making some of these things happen then they do it like it's, i think it was super clear with O'Shea Brissett because it, it he looks like he, it was him who was doing the videography him who was maybe even doing some of the editing or something like that like yeah. it looked like it was very much like if you and i want to do a vlog like that's the kind of directive it that was. was underrated content though i thought there was yeah. some good content no it was some good content man matt, uh, we never, otherwise we wouldn't have known that matt, matt thomas is a road man <laughs> Uh, Roadman Matt Thomas, Mississauga Roadman. No, this man, is, I'm calling him your Ontario Roadman. Oh, man. Um, but what else? Uh, you know, like Scotty, for example, him doing his vlogs, you know, he got somebody to, he, he's connected with an editor, a producer, and everything like that. And like, they're, you know, it's a whole production kind of thing. And, and I believe he will be doing that during the season. Yeah. And it looks kind of heard. It looks great. Exactly. Yeah. We got, not, not even scoops. We just talked to people who are involved in this kind of stuff. But like, you know, that's, on the player itself, but I, I think from the from the Raptors side, like I think there is definitely a, a a value in being able to build your brand, and I think that whoever it was that first did it in Toronto, maybe it was Fred, maybe it was someone else, but that culture is sort of like when you see someone being able to do it, like when you see someone like Fred being able to you know develop his line and create all this content and stuff like that, like other people are going to want to join in, and then Serge was just a natural. Like he's like a he's he's just pure content. He's human content, right? Some people make content. Some people are the content. Serge is mm, Serge is both, bars, which is man. really rare, you know. So, um, that was also more player directed thing. I think my thing with the Raptors is just like if you are going to be an organization that wants to put out all this content, then you need to sort of like have that directive um, managed, like from almost team down right like so essentially the way that at least from what i understand and i've only been in this game a little short time but like the the pr staff are, are the ones who are essentially going to be able to control what players do what where do they what shows they end up kind of doing um sometimes players are connected you know 
separately like if you people have connections to certain players of course they can just hit them up and they can kind of circumvent this but that's the official route right you go through mm-hmm. pr and that's their point uh, that's a large portion of their job is sort of control access to the players and it's just like you have to ask yourself like how much access is raptors pr giving their players their coaches their executives relative to other teams in the nba and that i don't know because i haven't covered other beats Right, but I think selfishly, as as us in the media, we always want more of that. We always want more access, and I think we're our show is actually a, a good example of like a, a show that got quite a bit of access relative to sort of the rest of the market. But even for that, I'm like, okay, yeah, so we got a player like once a month kind of thing, but can that be more? We're on this. We're we're literally making. 20 episodes on the on 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 air that's on nationally broadcast radio that's on television that's on youtube it's a number one rated show in the raptor space and we got one raptor per month right and again i'm not complaining whatsoever i'm just saying that like he is as 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 a media member it's like we always want more access so if you want to sort of put that out there you know can we sort of expand that relationship even further and that's also on us as well in the media. Like, we need to build shows that players want to come on in the first place. Like, that's a very, very cool production. It's very slick. It's very valuable. They spent a lot of money on it in the sense that they've actually paid someone, obviously, full-time. Shoot, you know, there's obviously usually three people, I think, that usually work on it, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, that's their whole lives. Like, they travel like the team does. Um, and all the, obviously all the uh, support that comes along with making a show. So... Gotta give him a lot of credit for that. But, I mean, I think it's got a mix, right? I think it's also, like, the atmosphere of players in general across the board, whether it's, you know, baseball or basketball or hockey or soccer or whatever, football, they always feel more – I feel players feel way more open now in making their own content than I think ever before. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And I think sometimes it makes it tough for people like us because it kind of shrinks the space of how we can build relationships with them. Because you yeah. look at look at guys like Fred and even look at Scotty doing his YouTube now. Like, Scotty's a guy, clearly, like, obviously, we'd love to have a, a good relationship with and be able to create content together. And I think it's hard when, when, you know, they start building their own wave. And then my only criticism ever with these player-driven content is, like, they just have to be good. You know what I mean? Like Because yeah. like, you can surround yourself with a lot of yes-men and you don't put out content and you don't understand what people actually want. At the end of the day, I feel like that's the responsibility of people like us, right? Like, mm-hmm. when you get a player, and I know how hard, you know, you study these guys, and you know, always got the fate of the universe question at the end. Yep. Um, but, like, like your responsibility is to draw out the most from these guys, right? Yep. Like, whether it's a Fred or Utah for the third time, or, you know, <laughs> waiting for Thaddeus Young, you know, for two hours while he's in the cold tub. Like, My like, man froze. Yeah, no, but I, I think sometimes, too, it's like, there's a skill in drawing that stuff out. I think Serge, like, I'm biased, but, like, I think Serge has done it the best. Yeah, I agree. In in terms of all the people. And I almost think, like, someone like Pascal, and I don't know if it maybe doesn't fit his personality. He's done some stuff with Red Bull and stuff. I feel like there's more to Pascal that people could see. I agree. And maybe they don't, maybe he personally doesn't want to share that, right? That's the thing, too. Ultimately, you got to get the player to say yes, and players Mm got to be willing to to work with you on that. But And that's why I love what Chris Boucher is doing, and I know we always give him a hard time. Like, we just need more. We just genuinely more because he—that's the thing that really uh, separated Chris was Boucher he, he just was very—he was oh yeah that would be well that could get bad but anyway um, yeah but he when you listen to his show it was like he was very open and honest about himself but also mm-hmm. even about the team and there's obviously got to be a line you got to be smart enough to know what to say what you can't say I think that's what Fred does a really good job of yeah but yeah that's what ultimately people want to know like that's the thing that I think speaking universally for fans it's just like players are. 
this like ultimate enigma to them. Like they always want to know more and more about these people, who they are, what they do. Man, honestly, if players can do a banter pod, man, we would just we, we would just be holding the mic. Nah, but players already do the banter pod. It's those players podcasts. Like, but Draymond. they're not banter pods, man. Like, yeah, they come on. They're like, Draymond's like, yo, walk me through your admission Draymond. to Michigan State. Draymond's like, like, let what? me explain free agency to you. If someone left Apple for IBM, <laughs> would you be giving them a hard time? Yo, then why Dr- are you giving Kevin Durant a hard time? Draymond, name any other business. <laughs> I know he's always. He's like, if you left Apple for Google. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. Well, but no, one of the proudest things I think from the first season of the Raptor show was I think through your platform, you and Chris were able to build a really cool relationship. Yeah. Like I think that yeah. was super cool. And like that only comes out of the fact that I think you were creating content and he was creating content. And he was but he was also looking at content. Like he watches content. Yes. And like yeah. over the course of you being able to be on a show, like I love that you guys have this new like relationship now. Sure, yeah. Because yeah, there yeah. was no relationship with Chris before. Yeah. And yeah. even guys like Utah and like so like I hope we can build more of them. I agree. But yeah, it is too. hard. It is very hard. Yeah. I also think about it in terms of from the player's perspective, like what is the upside for them to be oh unfortunate, Vladdy uh, striking out. Yes, yes. This is what people runners want. on first your, and your, second your live Jays updates, yeah. Tampa up four two yeah. over the Jays. Yeah. Two outs. Please. Who's coming up after this? Bo? Uh, yeah, it's probably Bo. Just, oh my uh, god. Please. So Bo has a chance to hit a walk off. <laughs> Yo, this is my least favorite podcast content. When people (laughs) live talk what's happening in a game that everybody's going to know the result to by tomorrow. After he hits this, this, uh, I guess, three-run homer to to walk it off. We'll figure it out. The the reaction to this late delayed reaction will be crazy. We'll have a live reaction, but but yes. My point is, like, what do you think, like, players upside is from from doing media because i feel like they have more downside in the okay, sense but that they what can get kind of media are you talking about though are you talking about like just the post-game press conferences the like practice scrums or are you talking about like doing stuff with say like you because um, that's I mean, a difference. Even, even across the board though even yeah. across the board like what's the incentive because a player can always come on and be like you know we played hard and right i think know, there's just... so much value in a player doing that stuff and showing their personality What's the value to them, though? Like, do they get more money or do they get well, more, think like... Of, okay, think about Surge, right? Okay. When Surge came here, what did you know about Surge? He blocked a lot of shots and... Ca- and you knew his backstory. And, and, and Kerry Hilson. <laughs> yeah, and you knew and, about and his... And that one yeah. tweet that we all know about. And you knew about his backstory, right? Because he, he, yes, he did too, have yeah. a documentary about it. But you didn't know anything about his personality. No, By I the didn't time know. Surge left here, like, he was a completely different person. Mm-hmm. The way that he was looked at, right? Yeah. So to me, that's like the perfect example of why you do all these things. Yeah, okay. Like, I think even Scotty, like, we see all the clips of him, like, on Twitch, talking to people and things like that. By the way, shouts to Scotty. He's really learning how to pander. Yeah. And I respect that. Like, he had that tweet about missing Scotiabank Arena. Mm-hmm. He's like, I really miss those corporate guys in the 100. He's like, man, Ido Sushi? Where do I find <laughs> I Ido really Sushi? Miss on, my guys on, in the suits on <laughs> sitting in the 100 level. He's like, I miss Front Street. He's like, I miss Herbie Coon saying my name. Down oh. so bad for John. John Street. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's been too long. And then you, you see he was on Twitch and he was like, yeah, man, the player, one player I would play with is OGN and Obi. But. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. No, the guy was like over Michael Jordan. He's like, yeah, man, you don't know OG's game. <laughs> you don't, man. No, but this is the level of pandering. <laughs> and I think the athletes recognize uh, that now. Okay, yeah. And I think especially in Toronto, I think Scotty recognizes 
like how much love there is for him, right? Of course. So how why, could you not, man? So why wouldn't you feed into that? Like, I think that's so smart. Yeah. And for me, it's like there's potential in that, man. Like, I don't know if like fans loving him and him having that perception is going to mean he's going to make more money than if not. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt. Yeah. And the promotional opportunities are going to come, right? Yeah. No, that's I would fair. love to have a chat with Fred about this because Fred yeah, is Fred like knows. so business minded that like he has thought all these things through, right? I want Fred to start a podcast that isn't just on business. I mean, the business pod is is good, but like you want like just Hooper talk. No, I want the banter pod, not the business pod. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's our new goal this year: we got to get a player on for a banter pod. Let's get a four hour Jesus commitment Christ, from Chris. Man. No freaking way. <laughs> the first two way, hours man. will be me and Mike Roach. <laughs> Holy! Be like, hey man. Okay, it wouldn't be like where'd you get that? Where'd you get that tracksuit from? Puma? No, listen. <laughs> It doesn't have to be four hours. All I'm saying is, like, I want to be able to have that conversation yeah. with a player yeah. in that space. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Because, like, no, I yeah, feel like I you already try to do that when you interview the players. Yeah, I try to make them very comfortable. I think I try to do my research. But it's, and, a, and 15 minute, it's like a 15-minute environment. Yeah. Well, well, listen, literally yeah. people are walking around and, like, are you, you know, tapping their clock and being like, yeah. two more minutes or whatever. And it's just like, okay, it's a little harder to have a natural conversation yeah. that way. But I mean, you know, that's that's the challenge, and you know, we should again, push be, more. By the hey. way, a legendary at bat by Bo Bichette. Yeah, it's yeah. been more no, than ten pitches. Nobody wants to know. He's this. following off a hundred mile per hour fastball. By the time they listen to this tomorrow, the Jays will have played two more games. Oh, fair. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's a doubleheader. Faisal, not our Faisal. Faisal oh. Khan. Hope you guys are doing well, enjoying your vacation, praying for Alex to make it to New York this time around. Honestly, man. Um, currently listening to your NBA over under banter pod while at work. We had a year-end closing end of September, so we're prepping for the count. I guess is an inventory count. It can get very tedious, so I appreciate you guys for making it bearable. Mm. Not to say I listen to your pod only during tedious tasks, but on my drives, walks, and unfortunately when I do chores as well. I'm 30 years old and currently living in Mississauga, but maybe making a move to Frederick, Maryland. Hmm. to operate my own warehouse majority of business is there i'm in the e-commerce fulfillment industry so if you guys ever need something distributed via website or amazon let me know i, I mean you know what uh, we might actually this actually might this, be this, useful this, this, this for a good our contact for our merch coming nah, out. save so, that email man yeah uh Faisal, please uh get back to me let's talk um enough about myself though i used to read will lose articles he has a straight up approach and offers great assessments actually met the chan man at a raptors event which i'll be honest with you i forgot the name it was many years ago paul jones and eric smith were there along with a few other raptors media yeah this is definitely hoop talks i saw him and mentioned that i find um his articles really interesting and he gave me a look like damn people actually read this stuff Mm. indeed we do and i'm very happy to witness your growth in stature wow Alex, my greatest apologies, but I haven't seen or read your work. <laughs> no, he said he said the Shaquille O'Neal meme. He said, "I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with your game." <laughs> oh man, yes. Oh my God. I have yes. I, I have made it a point oh. to do so, and would like to start by reading your book. I wish you the best. In Yo, the, the book is amazing, guys. The I mean, jokes aside, man, the book's really Yo, good. Yo, my next one, prehistoric, coming soon. Okay. Um, in the contract negotiations, and hope you push through on fourth and inches. Hoping the generational wealth continues and you're able to pass it on. Unfortunately, I'm keeping it all for myself. <laughs> I've been a Raptors fan since 0304, so I've seen a lot of dark years. Winning the championship was one of the best moments in my life. My friends and family went to Chicago that summer and we were all wearing Raptors gear. It was honestly a really proud feeling and some validation, even though you shouldn't be seeking that as a fan. I'm guilty for it as I grow older. I just appreciate the game. I play soccer and basketball, so I do that. Mm. 
have that drive to win but watching how the raptors are slowly building into a contender helps me also understand that it is the same in life and business have to slowly build and put yourself in the right position to win aka what i'm trying to say is i wouldn't do the kevin durant trade i enjoy our young oh, okay. core and i'm excited to witness them grow into solid professionals P.S. for Will, I respect Liverpool ever since Klopp joined. However, I'm going to keep it real and say I hope you guys lose because I'm an Arsenal fan, so I've seen some dark years as well. Hey, man, congrats on the season so far. You guys deserve it, man. Wish you the best and will continue to listen to the shows. And he also said, would love to run some ball and soccer with you guys. Yo, yeah. those are my favorite two things to do in the world. Yeah, hit me up, man. That and podcasting, apparently. Hit me up. Uh, Kendall, age 33. Sex, male, okay. location, Victoria, BC, mm-hmm. profession, government worker, salary, enough to feed my cat, but not enough to acquire intergenerational wealth. I mean, that's the dream, really. Yeah. Love the banter pods. Recently listened to a couple while on a bike trip up to the Dempster Highway to shores of the Arctic Ocean in Tuktoyatuk, Northwest Territories. Apologies again, once again, for mispronouncing anything. Damn, what's that like, man, going to Northwest Territories? While on the trip, my friend asked me what I was listening to, and I said a basketball podcast. He responded, it doesn't sound like it, and then proceeded to refer to me as a loser. Not sure if he was using it as a pejorative. Dear Chan Man, really appreciate your humility when speaking about all of your well-deserved career success. Upon reflection, I think that you may be the most, the humblest Raptors orator alive today and quite possibly the greatest of all time. What? Hashtag throat goat. Okay. <laughs> Salute to you both. I hope no one has sports that is oh listening Oh my God. For producing so much quality content. Very grateful for all the entertainment. What would you like to say to this kind email? No, this was really great. I feel like this is so This is so nice. It's so sweet, man. It reminds me of, um, did you ever go to leadership camp in, in high school and stuff? No, what is that? Leadership camp. So leadership camp, okay, so it was a big deal in like where I went to school. Yeah. Um, Leadership camp is like they take all these kids, grade ten, grade nine. Um, they take them to, uh, like, a cabin in the woods for like, um, like more like a cabin resort kind of thing in the woods. Sounds like Blair Witch Project, man. Uh, I don't know what that means, but yeah, yeah. okay. You uh, don't know Blair Witch Project? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, what? I didn't grow up here, so. Um, what? Okay, it's my eternal on. excuse. So anyway, yeah. So you you, you bring these kids up there. Um, there's like older year students, like let's say grade 12s will be the camp leaders or whatever, or grade 11 will be the camp leaders. Mm. And they would like take you into the woods and like, you just like, you know, essentially learn to like learn social skills, I guess that's probably the best way to describe it. Like you learn to live with them a little bit. And you went to these camps. Yeah. And it was a big deal. It was a big life changing deal. It created a lot of confidence for myself. What grade were you in when you went? So in grade 10, I was like, this, this is not cool. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'd rather just like, you know, just stay here and go to math class with nobody call myself chan man then i missed out because all my friends went they're like having a great time it felt like a life changer for them they were like oh yeah yellow group or whatever um you know you get separating the color uh teams not 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 asians don't worry don't worry <laughs> yeah, i was um, wondering why you were in the yellow group <laughs> uh, i wasn't in the yellow group i was in the oh blue group all right um but then yeah i was like damn i really missed out so then like the next year i applied to be a a, a leader for like an activities leader yeah and I was like, well, the biggest event that they were doing is they needed like 12 people for waterfront, which was like you go camping and you go like um, just canoeing or kayaking. Right. Mm. And I was like, I, I, to be honest, I had canoed before, but I was like, whatever. I've gone canoeing like two or three times with my family. I lied about it, though. I was like, yeah, I canoe every year. So you were times. the leader of like the I'm water the portaging or whatever. No, I wasn't like the leader, but I was yeah. one of the leaders. Right. It's like 12 people. But 
but anyway, the, the point is, at the end of the camp, though, they do this activity where they get everyone to write, like, these things called warm fuzzies. But essentially, like, everyone designs, like, an envelope, puts it on the wall with their name on it, and then everyone, and then last night, writes notes to each other about, like, the experiences that they've had. Mm. It's really sweet. And at the end of that trip, looking at the, the, big, the folder that I had and all those, like, notes in there about, like, the, the ways that people felt grateful or, you know, felt thankful or whatever... Um, in my participation towards their camp. Oh, this is how you feel about That's how I feel this. right now, man. Oh, I feel like okay. I'm reading more fuzzies. I was waiting so for you to get to I'm, a point. I miss, yeah. I miss leadership camp, actually. It was oh, a great okay. time, you know? Damn. Yeah, it does. It must feel good, though, to hear this, like, you know, feedback. Yeah. Does it get to your head, you think, though? I think so. There's, it's impossible not to. Like, it's like yeah. you can't just, like, get this much positive, uh, you know, feedback and, yeah. and not, like, I kind of sort feed of off it in a bit. way where it's like I feel like we have a bigger responsibility to just keep doing great. Yeah, me too. I mean, you not like in I mean? a pressure way, and just like, uh, and just, I, have, it just reinforces the confidence that like what we're doing mm. matters to people, or even that oh, it I love the part of the ability to matter. We just people. talk about ourselves. That's the whole pod. Oh, we, yeah, we, even, we, wow! I specifically took all the basketball questions so that we, <laughs> so <laughs> that we could I'm only talk non basketball. I was kind of offended at the beginning of that solo <laughs> pod when you're like, you know, when Alex is on. <laughs> Those basketball questions don't get the attention that it deserves. No, I saw one Reddit comment being like, they don't talk enough basketball in the Bass Mentor content. Uh, oh, yeah, you've taken that personally, like, for, like, weeks now. Yeah, I'm also, you know, quite petty. But um, By the way, shout out to the subreddit, the losers. You know, I was interacting with the moderator. You guys got to step it up, man. We made a threat to do questions, and you guys only sent in three questions. Who, who's the moderator? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, but we were just chatting because I was like, we should use this platform. So, And by the way, Will, I think, I'm, I'm not trying to speak for you, but there was some debate in there whether they wanted to change it to Luminati because they were saying it sounds like Will prefers Luminati over losers. I believe you do prefer Luminati, I, I, right? I feel like I would personally prefer to call myself that, yeah. but... If people want to, people call them whatever they want, man. Okay, you guys can have yeah. a vote and uh, fight it up. But yes, go to the losers. Um, I believe there was a very big jump in the uh, members count since last time when, when we mentioned it. Yeah, what's, so what's definitely it now, go, man? I think it was around... 159? Yeah. Damn. You know, it made a it jump. It was like 30 last time I saw this. And congrats. Everybody keep please following Willow Fitz on Instagram. <laughs> uh, Slaps uh, milk is one of the tags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's so Smacks milk, guys. So, yeah, so they were asking for like, oh, what's the best tags that we want and... You know, Ennis's Smacks Milk made it with a typo. So having played like 20 hours of poker with Ennis <laughs> at this point, I finally understand what he meant by Smacks Milk, which, by the way, the context was we we're trying to come up with nicknames yes, it's for, Max, for Max Precious Achua and yes. Chris Boucher. Yes. So because there's a lot of uh, Max in Montreal, and by the way, they're not even called Max, they're it's called like, Couchetard. Yeah, Couchetard. Right? Yes. Couch, salute to Couchetard, yeah, man. Great when name. I was looking for darts, that's when the, that's the place oh, that would yeah. always come up on the maps. You didn't go to the Jean Coutu? <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> but no, that, that, you don't go there for that. You go there for like, uh, oh. you, go, you go to farmer pricks and stuff like that. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's the connection is that that's French. Or like You Smacks. didn't understand that when he pitched it. No, You thought it was just a saying or something. Okay. No, but I get it. Max milk, I guess, yeah, or max, max convenience. Mi you know what? It's just funny to say. It's yeah, just, and it's just no, funny. It's the just English funny language should not have those two words together, man. Once again, we saw Matt Devlin at Global Jam, and he was like, "Is Ennis still coming up with names?" Yeah, he was like, "Is Spice and Dice not enough?" Uh, he should have retired. No, on Spice that and one. Dice is great, man. No, Legit. it's great. You're in the lexicon. Yeah. It's actually part of his Wikipedia page. It's it, part of Ennis's Wikipedia page. Wow. 
Yeah, someone create a Wikipedia page for Will, please. Let's get let's uh, get that popping. I, I don't know. We do that, but Warren Barry. Hi, Alex and Will. Hoping to make the last off-season banter pod. Don't worry, more to come. On the barber issue, I agree with Will. I usually have little time to pick when to get a haircut, and that mainly decides why I take the chaotic approach to getting my haircut. My cut is fairly simple, short on the sides and longer on top. That's everyone's cut. There are two barbers there that will cut my hair at the salon. One will take her time and do a good job, and the other guy will do a fairly bad cut but do it quickly. I'm torn on what I prefer. <laughs> pick the one that does a good job. You really in a rush, Warren? Some people don't got time like that, man. A cut, a long cut is probably half an hour. Yeah. Um, anyway, starting to realize you have a lot of fans in uh, Australia. Here's Jacob. Good day, mates. Jacob from Australia again. Oh, you're, oh, okay. You wrote in before. Um, okay. Huge William Liu fan. Just wanted to touch on one of my personal favorite moments from his podcast. After the 2020 Raptors lost in the bubble to the Celtics in a game seven, Will's reaction pod hit different. He told all future Raptor iterations to take note of this particular team because this was the blueprint moving forward. His Mm -hmm. epilogue was moving and uplifting, something I'll always remember when thinking about that memorable 2020 team. Man. All the best in contract negotiations. I kind of remember that pod, too. I remember talking to you around that time. Yeah. And I remember that team, too, because that was really kind of the end of an era, right? Like, they're defending the championship. Yep. And they lost. And, you know, like... I do think that Masai and the organization have taken that as a blueprint as well. You know, I think as they're building things back up, there are these intangible qualities and whatever you want to say about encore qualities. Mm-hmm. I really think they personally learned a lot from building a championship team. Yeah, I agree. How could you not, right? Like, you you, you, know, you crack the code in the sense that you're trying to build that same team over again. But, like, yeah, I mean, I will be looking for the next Marcus I'll be looking for the next Kyle Lowry. I'll be looking for the next... Serge Ibaka, be looking for the next, you know, Norm Powell, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, like obviously Kawhi and Danny, like those kind of guys, right? So, no, I, I think that what was really special about that team was we got, because of the pandemic, we got actually more time with that team than you normally would mm-hmm. in a regular season, right? Like you got, that that season took place over like 18 months. Yeah, and once again, right? speaking of Serge and content, this man gave us daily workout yeah. videos the, from the, his condo. Bro, this is how damn bad people were. Like the basketball media economy shifted from like, let's do first take and let's like make arguments or whatever to like, let's record. Like I have files in my google drive that are just like surge's instagram like lives for 30 minutes that someone recorded for us he's in bed sticking his tongue out um (laughs) we know that one surge okay surge being a okay surge posting thirst traps is hilarious because it's like people already know man you don't have to like put it out there that's what i'm saying you're surge ibaka everyone knows that tweet is out there and you're just like no let me post some thirst traps anyway like that's that's love of the game no that is that's love of the game that is love of the game and love of the Surge could do nothing and 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 and, you know he would find companionship but he chooses to to, to, to offer yeah, but you were saying we got to spend an extended period with that squad yes right and and that's the thing too it's like I, I I really missed it I, I loved how hard they fought I thought the Celtics were more talented than them that in that um campaign especially with Pascal really struggling and not being himself listen Pascal was but, the difference right man. Pascal was the difference if you want to break it down but there was all these external factors too obviously playing in the bubble yeah and all of that and even the season being interrupted is the reason why Pascal yeah. played that way right like contribute a huge part to that and I love like them showing who they were their humanity and, and like mm-hmm. when they were talking about when, well, well, not, well not even when they were talking about when they chose to like boycott that first game um, after 
you know, uh, Jacob Blake's incident. And right. it was just like, man, like these guys are like playing through like heartbreak and you know, trying about, to be yeah, think public. About what the society people. was going through, right? Yeah. Pandemic. And then, and then the violence that uh, happened. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying rappers were first responders, but like, <laughs> no, 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 you know, like no, no. basic, uh, not like basically, but like it provided us with something that we really, really needed at that time. Like I, 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 yeah. I built my entire days around the Raptors playing, which obviously like I was going to do anyway, cause that's my job. But mm-hmm. like, you know, like emotionally I centered myself around that team. So oh. yeah, I definitely resonate with that team, man. Shout out to 2020 rap. Shout out Rondé. Shout out Matt Thomas. Yeah, man. You know, Stanley. Remember, remember when Stanley had a game winner? Yeah, man, you photoshopped him onto the Kawhi. The Kawhi <laughs> four bounce shot. Yeah. I'm sick. No, that's when he beat Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got Philly's number. Bro, all the he bounced in that shot against Philly, man. A small forward. That's Kawhi. Yo, it was wild because like those months waiting for the bubble to come back. Mm-hmm. Like that was the weirdest time of our lives, man. Yeah, we did. We mock were on press lockdown. conference. We were on lockdown. I was saying, uh, Josh Lorberg, TSN. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think I hopped in one Zoom. Only Zoom I did was running back. Damn. Um, but yeah, like that was tough. I remember, you know, quarantining packages and that would come through for oh, 14 yeah, days. Yeah. You're like, damn, this weird th- times. Th- this. Oh, come on. Come on. Finish yeah. that. Salah. Oh, he is, come he finish that. Watching Harvey. soccer right Please, now. Please, no. <laughs> He's watching soccer once again. Worst, worst part of doing a it's podcast. It's the best episode, man. Uh, by the way, Bo Pichette's, uh, uh, we uh, yeah, yeah, grounded yeah. out weekly to Jay's, first. Jay's literally, people, by the time people are listening to this, the Jays are literally going to be in the wild card series. Um, I'm a huge fan, Tanner. I'm a huge fan and longtime listener to the pod. Really appreciate all of the work you guys do for the fans. I'm a 24-year-old currently working in a chemical processing facility as a power engineer in Edmonton, Alberta. The banter pod really helps me get through my night shifts. A friend and I are traveling to Toronto for the November 26th game against the Mavs. We're ex- very excited to see Scotty and Luca. Hmm. However, we're looking for advice on other activities to do during our time in Toronto four nights. We've both been to the city and have done most of the tourist attractions, looking for more unique local experiences. Uh, yeah, Tanner, just email me again. I'll send you a list of stuff. Yeah. Um, Nate Beer. Go to, go to, go to Superfresh. You know, yes. You know the I, I, but no, yeah. jokes aside, like, Superfresh Don't is worry, a good Don't worry, there's like start. four Superfresh Go to Town for, for karaoke. Do Echo Karaoke. Book yes. a private room. Yes. Okay, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if uh, this is like a racial divide or like a cultural divide, yeah. um, but like... Please, please. It's my first day. Uh, you're right, but... Yeah. Okay, so karaoke here, as I understand it, is like there's an yeah. open mic at a bar no it's not it's not private rooms no there's like they just like sing out loud to strangers nah, which, which like has a certain value to it i don't like that vibe. but it's weird like you're performing whereas like, I, I did that recently with ennis after one of his comedy shows they set up a karaoke at the comedy bar yeah see that's that's just... that's the way that i knew karaoke here but also in like the the asian way to enjoy it's karaoke private room. so enjoy a private room with your friends yeah. get, get the you andy lu soju you get you get no listen have two yeah. or three bottles of soju you listen. play all those drinking games Right, you get some yeah, food. Yeah, the game is drink, and then yeah, and then and then you <laughs> no, just sing and rap and like do whatever you want. Yeah. And like yeah, I, private karaoke is so much so much better that, than that regular karaoke. It's actually kind of crazy. Yes, but but please email me again, Tanner. I'll send you I'll send, I'll send you a list of places. Jaden Chan, hey Republics. guys, been a listener since 2019. Who would you pick to win a three point contest? Five Lou Williams or one Nick Nurse? Thanks and shout out from Koreatown. We've seen Nick shoot right. There's footage of next shooting. We have, okay, I mean, this me, man has a whole program. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you better be able to back it up. Okay, so actually, I'm a Nick Nurse hater. Weirdly this enough, I saw Nick, Nick Nurse's shoot? shot, and it looks like a little bit like, um, mm, it looks a little it. bit funky. But no, he definitely is undeniably a great We're shooter. Calling him man. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. I mean, he's not better than an NBA player, but like, okay, let me look up Nick Nurse college stats. Okay. Yeah. 
There are two Nick. What the hell? There was another Nick Nurse. <laughs> Yo, there's two. Oh Nick no, Nurses. this is the same Nick Nurse. My bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, it's like Dr. Alex Wong. So he played four years at Northern Iowa. Nick Nurse shot. 46% from two and 47% from three. Damn, that's pretty fire. 47% from three, so man. So he's like Matt Thomas. Yeah, that's why he was sympathetic to him. That's why he didn't play him. He was him. not sympathetic <laughs> to him at all. That's why he didn't play him. He's like, yeah, I know what this is. Man, the way Nick treated Matt, he said, like if I, I said, man, he said, if I wanted it. Matt Thomas, I played myself. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at him like, you're here? You're on my team? <laughs> I would love to see Nick do a shooting contest with someone. Me too. I guess it would be with uh, Max Kerman. Of then, most likely. Um, Justin... Hi, Will and Alex. My name is Justin. I'm a grad student in the physical therapy program at U of T. Nice. Wanted to give you guys a big thank you for carrying me through the last year of my undergrad at Waterloo because applying to grad schools while having a full course load and working after class was not fun. I think the show is great. More banter slash slander during the season would be jokes. But other than that, 10 out of 10 program. Still waiting for you guys to get Nick on the show because I think that would be a great interview for real. Also wanted to ask... Is there a team slash player you guys are most looking forward to watching in person against the Raptors this season? All the best. Most looking forward to seeing. I actually, I'm, I, I really like the opening night matchup against Cleveland, especially now that they got Donovan. Yeah, I see want the to fans see how been drumming up this little rivalry here, right? Yeah, well, it's it's just really like people online let's trying not, to debate let's not Mobley versus the, uh, the Raps cap, uh, Raps Cavs uh, past history, though. You know, let's um, turn a new or, page. Yeah, on. or even the boxing thing last year, <laughs> <laughs> dog. That was the worst game, man. No, no, no. But that's that's always going to be historic because that turned Chris Boucher's career around. You're right. So, so, so last season I went from for the first time doing. 10 things to doing five things sometimes i would do five things when there was like there's nothing in that it game was to against talk the about, pistons right? when they lost so i just do five things it and was I when make they blown up my new orleans after the all-star break yeah you but the, the, i'll do five things right sometimes there's just nothing need to be said the cleveland game i literally did zero things <laughs> <laughs> it's because they did zero things man. yeah i'm like one Speed Mihalik isn't our number one option. Oh. <laughs> this, this same team, Ukraine. You know like, what, man? I blame that on the NBA, man. They shouldn't have played those games. I agree. I those agree. are not NBA games. Bro, they played a lot of people in NBA games who weren't NBA players. Now, they did keep the league going, so you got to give them a lot of credit for doing that. But also, as a consumer, I'm like, damn, this was not it. Like, imagine paying a ticket to that game, man. Bro, at one point, we had Blake Murphy Tuesdays, and I was like, Blake, tell me everything you know about Daniel Otoru. <laughs> oh yeah it always makes me i don't know why i think of like a sushi or something because it sounds japanese yeah i actually found a lot of japanese a lot of names cult- cross-culturally sound japanese like a lot of Ghanaian names and even nigerian names kind of sound japanese damn to me i don't know maybe it's just like the x's of vowels mm. but um yeah anyway that's just a, 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 a random comment about nothing <laughs> yeah i'm trying to move on from that okay um, <laughs> anything that could be racialized i'm moving on um sj from scarborough he works at the other sports company damn the other sports network um, but big fan of the Raptors, Jays, Leafs, TFC, and Man United. Sorry, Will. Love the banter pods. I told you, everyone's a United fan. Yeah, there's a lot of United fans. I mean, my whole family, too. Shout out to the Gargoyle Leaf statues. <laughs> just wanted to say you guys have been awesome. Alex deserves the bag, and just keep up the great work. Really happy there's a Raptor-centric show and can't wait for the season ahead. Thanks, guys. Oh. Remember when that media account was giving you crap when you were like, I'm so glad we have Raptors programming? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Well, you know. No. I mean, I, I mean, people weren't out. The people they weren't outside. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. You know. Ah. Anyways, I'll talk to you about this stuff off here. Um. Nathan, longtime listener and raps fan from Vancouver, BC. Twenty-four-year-old elementary school teacher. Personally, I love the banter pods. I don't usually have the time to listen to the whole recording in one sitting, but they're definitely clutch when I had to sit on a fourteen-hour flight to Singapore this summer. Ooh. 
I also got Twitter so I could just follow you two both. So keep the content coming. Just to add one more point, as I'm sure you both are aware of, growing up, there was not a lot of people on TV who looked like me discussing sports on TV. So when I first heard Will at Yahoo, I knew I had to tune in and I haven't stopped following you both since. I've read Cover Story. I'm excited to read Alex's next book. All the best for the season ahead. Yeah, I love emails like this, man. Yeah. Like just for people to be able to like, you know, look at your watermelon dome and be like, yeah, man, like I want to be him, you know? How many people would you estimate want to be you, you know, in this city? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. Questions. I don't know why people would, but yeah. I mean, like, it is an enviable position. Like, it I is really you got nice. A cool to, career story, man. Yeah. No, I'm and very the lucky. The career man. is just getting started. That's true. Yeah. Like, damn, man. Yeah. Um, Heidi, I don't know if you remember Cheryl and Heidi. We met them at the event. You don't remember. Yeah, sorry. You know, I'm, I'm, bad, I'm bad with names. I'm good he with doesn't faces. care about his fans. Uh, long-time I, I, I listeners don't. and Alex Hive members, we both got into the NBA and Raptors during the pandemic. Surge was our gateway drug. See, oh, I'm yeah. You, man. Yo, bro. Surge, Surge. Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. Uh, Surge, was, Surge was our gateway drug, and mm-hmm. now we're down the Raptors rabbit hole. I'm from Toronto and a lawyer for an insurance company. We both enjoy the banter pause since it feels like hanging out with friends. We're both sad that Raman with Utah never happened, but such is life. Maybe you guys can have beef patties with Delano or something. That'd be great. Looking, Yo, listen, yeah. me and Delano. Need, oh, that's a great idea. Me and Delano need to get you should make it patties happen. from Islington Station because he's. I, mean, he's he, I'm, yeah. I bet you anything. Yeah. Delano has had a Islington Station patty. Actually, I also bet you anything. Delano's had a Dundas West McDonald's. You know the one where you don't have to exit the station. Actually, you don't. No. You, you don't. You don't go. I don't West. know this one. Okay, so. Uh, the TTC doesn't back in the day the TTC wouldn't let you come on and off right like if you you can obviously take a transfer but you can't like get off at Dundas West go to a McDonald's then come back in with that same transfer you have to pay again Mm, right nowadays with the presto you just tap or whatever you have two hours you can move in and out like that's a way better system but back in the day it was much more inflexible so what um, what the, the some people would do was they would go to Dundas West and in that McDonald's, it's built into the station where you can walk into McDonald's from outside of, like, just on, off the street, off of Dundas. Mm. Or you can just get up off the platform, and then you can go into that McDonald's and come back in. It was like a neutral zone. Mm. You know? And that's where it was it's super like a life clutch. hack. Exactly. So, I, if you go to Dundas West, even to this day, you'll see tons of people eating McDonald's on the platform. Uh, I think Damn. the same thing exists, like, on St. Clair. St. Clair Station, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that I, I bet you anything Delano has had on that's West. Uh, What's the deal with that Islington Station, Station patty, man? You got to bring me one of these, man. So, okay, here's the thing. The funny thing with the patty debate is I'm pretty sure they were both supplied by the same patty, like, uh, baker or distributor, right. uh, the Fami Bakery. Um, it's just as far as I know, right? And so um, the distinctive, like, cut of the of the patty, because so, you get, you have those, like, standard patties that are, like, semicircles. The, this one is more like a a square, but cut off like I guess more of a pentagon, mm. not a pentagon. That's five shapes, but like, yeah, like anyway. So it's more square. Is is this kind of specific design? But yeah, you can buy them at Warren Station. You buy them at Islington. It's like one of those classic Toronto debates. Which station has the better patties? They're actually the same patties, as far as I know. Um, but anyway, yeah, Islington Station. You, there's like patties and stuff. There's like a store that they sell, like a bakery um, that they sell stuff. I think it's the same in Bathurst Station. Like you've been to Bathurst Station. Yeah, just bring me a patty one time, man. Damn, I'm getting so hungry. Right you don't now. need to go to a subway station for patties, though. No, you know but I want to try that in the city? One. Have you had a stuffed patty? No. Man, I gotta take you to when the pig came home. It's a uh, it's a deli in um in in the junction, which I know you know. Oh yes, kind of. of. Yeah. And I believe I know the whereabouts of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so okay. When the Pick'em Home has like a amazing stuffed patty. So it's like a it's like a it's like the patty cocoa bread, but it's like cut open and they put in like jerk chicken with some green onions and stuff. Damn. It's so good, man. Okay, it's I like, need it's that. like five bucks. It's, oh, we it's gotta so make good. a trip to that for sure. I just go to that spot in Kensington a lot. Yeah, that's I good. I mean, it's better that. to buy a patty from like an actual store or restaurant than the, a subway station. Damn, man. But anyways, that's next up from Alex. I'm half Canadian, half Filipino. Okay. Born and raised in Toronto. Big OG fan of you guys since your Yahoo runs. Championship, Kawhi watch, Giannis watch. Did we do Giannis watch? We probably did. Um, Maybe for a little I bit. I wish we, we did. We didn't brand it, right? Unfortunately, Giannis uh, signed an extension, so we couldn't right, really right. fully Even do it. Even though Bobby made his accountants, like, you know, do the cap down to the dollar for him. Like yeah, yeah. A bit about me. Obviously, big fan of you guys, your work. Big NBA fan, bigger Raptors fan. Big Marvel fan, if that means anything to you guys. Look mm. out for look out for that Black Panther sponsored segment oh, coming bro. this season. Who's it gonna be? Lock in. I'm a fun guy, high energy, just a good vibes guy. Mm-hmm. Just like our boy Scotty. Basketball skills on the court are lacking, just like any normal white guy. Lacking in lateral quickness, not good at defense, can get boards on occasion. Good shooter, okay off the ball. Wow, this is a deep Scotty. Anyways, on to questions. I'm 26 big fan of basketball, but I'm not sure how to profit off my passion for basketball. My question is simply, how did you guys do it to get where you are? Journalism school, how did your journey start? Basically asking what educational background you need and what you guys need to do. Um, we talked about this a little bit more, uh, a little bit on, on the other pods. But I guess specifically to like educational background, I really yeah. don't think you need like a full like journalism back i'm sure it's useful i don't know i'm just speaking out of out of my own experience because i I didn't go what's what's really good about the from what i understand from the people who have graduated journalism programs or sports journalism programs here which are largely from ryerson or from centennial um what if they've offered the students there so neither of us did uh, um like journalism programs at all right um i did like but you work for the school paper. i work for the school paper but that's just like a job um but uh, what I understand is it gave you a lot of great experiences. Like, you were able to, like, I don't know, handle uh, sm- miking someone up or, like, uh, setting mm. up a camera or, like, you're getting these, like, skills and stuff like that. It's, it's almost like a trade school almost in that sense because it probably is more of that. I think the other thing, too, is it just gives you some connections to some people in the industry. Um, sometimes other people can be harder to reach. I think for us, we've always sort of made ourselves available, as we're literally doing right now. But... Um, yeah, like, I think it gives you some connections to some people. You get to sort of get some mock interviews, or even not mock interviews, but low-level interviews. I know one of the popular activities they do is they send the kids down to Dunedin, Florida, for uh, for Blue Jays' uh, spring training. Oh, that's a sports and then, experience. And then they interview, like, I don't know, minor leaguers and stuff like that. So mm. stuff that's, like, probably a little bit low-level. Good practice in terms of for the athlete to, to do some interviews with good practice for yep. the aspiring reporters. So there's there's some value in that sense as well. But, I mean, on, on, the, on the most part, like, you can do it without it, too. And it's just, like, it's really just how are you going to find your in? How are you going to make it? Like, who? what are you going to do in the industry? Like, you, again, not everything is in front of the camera or in front of the microphone. Yes. There's For every person who is quote-unquote talent, there's probably like five or six people who are more technical support and things like that. And you're so, you're just as much in the game. You're just as much in the building, but you're just not necessarily the one that's making the content or the one that uh, people are responding to. But yes. you got to know what you want in life, I guess. That's a bigger question. No, I think the last point is really good. You know, you can't just broadly be like, I want to work in sports. You got to think about what you're actually going to contribute so whether you're picking up a camera or you're starting a blog or starting a youtube channel like you just need to find your starting point but 
hit me up if you want to talk more. Uh, Kiran, Kiran Oliver, thank you for what you guys do. You've made being a Raptors fan so much more fun with this show and your tweets. Banterpods have saved me this summer. I'm 25 from Calgary, but currently living in Moncton, New Brunswick. I usually listen to the show while making dinner for my family or just chilling with my newborn. After hearing Congrats. the Etobicoke slander mm. from Will and having never lived in Toronto, can you tell guys tell me what community area of the GTA you would live in if you had the choice? I mean, I like where I live now. I, I like the area where yeah. I live now. Um, it's it's Corso Italia. It's mm. you know, there's a lot. It to me, it feels like more like what i know to be true about toronto which is like a lot of different cultures but yeah. also like i think it fits your personality it's too. regionally specific there's so many uh you know, there's like soccer murals and stuff like that you can walk around there's like a jisung park near mural hmm. you know him yeah U- sure. united player yeah that's Korean. a soccer guy right yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. bought a tea of his recently I'll yeah show you when it comes he out. uh he had an infamous match where he was assigned to man mark messi so in, in basketball you don't generally like assign defenders to sort of go to guys like man-on-man defense oh, he was locking them up bro he they assigned him to track messi and like peak messi like i'm talking about Damn. messi where like he scored like 92 goals in a campaign one year Damn. by the way last night i was watching a late after watching a tiff movie um what did i see last night oh oh um Decision to leave. That that movie is great. Uh, that's a really fun movie. Um, if you ca- make sure to catch it if you can. I'm sure it's gonna come out international release as well. But anyway, so after the thing, I was like, it's like 1 a.m. I'm watching YouTube and like literally, Messi scored so many goals that season. I fell asleep halfway through that video. I woke up. He, only, he was only Damn. on goal number 37. Um, but oh, yeah. Sung 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 Hung Min is the guy I'm thinking about. Never but that's mind. different. Yeah, yeah he's sorry, he's currently sorry. active. Yeah. But those are the top two Korean players of all time. And I, I personally think Sun's better, but um, yeah. there's also, like, a lot of people would say Park is better because he's actually won a lot of trophies. He's he's on a better team, though. I mean, it's not... It's not anyway, this is not important. Yeah, please, keep him moving. Um, what, I mean, I, th- I think, honestly, lots of parts of Scarborough are pretty, probably pretty fun to live in and stuff like that. Like, it's just, like, there's... I, I, it depends on what kind of experience you want. Like, I think, undoubtedly, downtown is the place that most things happen. Yeah, but he's not, he's, Kieran was saying he's got a newborn. Like, if you're trying to settle down with family, like, Mark oh, cool, yeah. too. Richmond Hill's cool, too. If you're too. trying to settle down with family, you yeah. better have, like, a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> yeah, you need to come through that generational nah, wealth. I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, it's not a joke. Have you seen what a, what a house costs in Toronto? I know. Toronto's expensive. Man. Even a condo, a loft, anything yeah, like that. That's why townhouse. I try not to get into these conversations. Man. Mark Savelle, man. I need your help, man. Yeah. Mark Savelle's not answering you until you. No, he's got to cross the outer downtown regions Bro, I, off the I, list. I, I bought a, I bought a tux already, man. Is that <laughs> not enough? A tux is that enough? Not enough of a down payment? Forty five dollar tux. I paid a down payment for his wedding. Yo, this guy's gonna want a deal on his down payment, man. It's gonna be hilarious. Um, let's see what else, man. We have so many emails. This is from Lisa, Richard. Um, I listen from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Social worker, and I work with newcomers to Canada. Relatively new Raptors fan, only got into basketball in May 2020 when I needed a positive distraction from pandemic doom scrolling. My friend Scott shared his love of the game with me and for countless hours we'd sit in his backyard drinking beers after work while he'd patiently explain the terminology, different plays, and various roles on the roster. He recommended the podcast and I've been an avid listener ever since. I usually listen when I'm out for a walk or while washing dishes. To those who know me, I'm a very unlikely sports fan, but now I can talk about the Raptors for hours and counting down the days until... October 19th. Thank you for all the great content. I've learned a lot from the show. Um, and she asked a question on Instagram. What outfit would you and Will wear for an entire year if you could only pick one outfit? What outfit? Um, Probably black t-shirt, 
you know, black jeans. No, nah, you of need thing. a soccer kit, man. You always have the soccer kit. No, I mean, if I want to wear it for a whole year, what am You're I going to... You're not going to wear a soccer kit for one year? Soccer no, kit man. and the lavender I'll, shorts I'll... and the free Air Maxes because okay, that... you uh, went to, did an NBA Canada That's appearance. what I Just choose to, to wear. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to wear that out of obligation. Right. No, what would you wear? I would wear um, just head-to-toe Uniqlo. Um, That's basically know, what I'm describing. And a pair of Adidas. Nike Why do you wear Adidas, man? You always, you, you've been on a New Balance wave of late. Yeah, New Balance. All I see is you wearing dirty New Balance sneakers, man. <laughs> Yo, they're not, nah, well, they're not supposed to nah, be dirty. You, Damn, man. I gotta clean them. Nah, man. your footwear look like a white girl. No Damn. offense, man. <laughs> All you need man. is dirty Air Forces and your nah, set. No, you know what? The white girls are stealing my flow, man. Uh, um, fair enough. Shanda. We know Shanda. Top five fan. Yep, top five yep, Raptors fan. Yep. Anxiously waiting Pantheon for the next fan. banter pod. This week with no pods has been tough. You already know me. Family doctor in Cornerbrook. Yep. Originally from New Brunswick. Two mm-hmm. kids and a husband who roll their eyes every time they hear hello and welcome. Oh, <laughs> Actually, yeah. Met, yeah, yeah, I met Shannon and her husband at a, at a playoff game. Um, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought husband was a fan too. Damn. No. Um, today, Sunday, is actually my birthday. So happy birthday, Shanda. Spent the morning paddle boarding at our cottage. Amazing. Oh, cottage. Cottage is that. Bro, that's cottage how, is... That's how white people generational wealth. Man. Hey, listen. Cottage is the number one reason to come to Canada. That is that is a marker of generational wealth. Um, but actually, though. I usually get lots of Raptors-themed gifts and sometimes even the cake. The Raptor Show swag will definitely be on my next wish list. Coming soon when Will actually responds to, you know, the hardworking people who are working on merch for us. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, please. My, my please bad. That's, just, I'm the holdup. Yeah, I'm, please I'm, get I'm, on that. Uh, keep up the great work. Looking forward to the season. Like all the other losers and Wong stands out there. Still not a good name for me. This is tough. Wong Joyer's not bad, if, even though no, it makes no man. sense. There's a couple. <laughs> uh, anyways. Jim, I called in once on the show. I'm a Canadian-born Lebanese living in Brooklyn. Nice. Engineer for a financial oh, trading yeah, platform. Yeah. And I'm actually, living, I'm actually in Toronto this week to work with my team, most of whom are based here. I, live, I love listening to the banter pod, even if it annoys my wife. It can drag on, but it's not like you're putting out a daily four-hour show, which would be too much even for me. It's pretty fun and teaches me a lot about Toronto, even though I rep Montreal. Been a fan of Will since the Raptors Republic days. Discovered him at the end of Lebronto. Followed him to Yahoo and then Sportsnet. Keep up the awesome work. And if you're ever in town for a Nets game, give a shout. There's often a sizable Raptors presence in the crowd. Nice. Lots of excellent Asian cuisine in New York. Yeah, shouts to of Brooklyn, course. where I used to live. Show oh yeah, that's Crown right. Man. Heights. Yeah. Um, Guy Farrell. Hope you guys are okay. You haven't been on for ten days. I am sixty-six, retired. Followed you guys since about twenty fifteen on Twitter until I got booted from it. <laughs> so he's oh, okay. banned from Twitter. All right. Not guilty, Your Honor. I hope so. I hope not. <laughs> Glad for your success as new literate journalists with a great balance. Oh, okay. Don't let them start calling you the Asian Tim and Sid. Although they do have generational dot dot dot, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can we can line up the family incomes and see who wins. Um, Oof. damn, one, that's go talk one, right there, baby. <laughs> that's go talk. We can line up the f- damn, bro. Let's go song damn. for song. I'm just kidding, man. Damn. I'm just kidding. I gotta oh, lay off this. guy man. said we go song for song. This is why I lose like every a, poker hand when like I have it's two the pair. the song dynasty, man. No. Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. Damn. No, Holy. Man. Damn. Damn, that's crazy. T- I never even heard you talk like that before. <laughs> no, man. Me neither, man. I'm Damn. starting to black out two hours in. My name is Juan. I moved to Canada about 10 years ago after meeting my then girlfriend and now wife. I think I had only seen a couple of photos on Google of how Toronto looked like before I moved. Turned out it was a match made in heaven. I'm originally from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Buenos Aires. Always amazed at how good Will's experience was when he visited down there. I guess he didn't get mugged. LOL. <laughs> 
Uh, they told me not to go to La Boca after uh, 5 p.m., so I didn't. After 5, eh? Yeah, it's, it's, the mugging starts early, apparently. Damn, okay. <laughs> damn, damn. Uh, yeah, I'm originally from Argentina. Played basketball from 8 till I was 14 when I started taking skateboarding more seriously. I remember catching games through cable TV every now and then when I was a kid and seeing Vince Carter. Many years later, I moved here, and after watching a game on Sportsnet, my obsession with basketball came back full force. Yeah. I was pacing and getting ridiculously anxious during regular season games. Then the championship year happened, and after looking for as much Raptors content as I could find, I stumbled upon you guys. Ever since then, I've been listening religiously. Your passion and enthusiasm for the game is something that I truly admire and respect. In a way, I feel connected to you guys as my journey as an immigrant and now citizen of Toronto had your voices as my companion. I now own a kitchen cabinet and installation company as well as a skateboard company called Morning Bell. We make merch. Would love to send you some stuff. Yes, Juan, hit me up. You know I Absolutely, love man. And I guess we'll get Will some as well. Want to thank you for the hard work, the hours of hello and welcomes, and hope that Alex gets the bag secured very soon. I'm screenshotting this one because I'm getting that merch. Shouts to Juan. What a goal. We will Liverpool at the death once. in front of the cop. 2-1. Joel Matip in, front in the, the 89th cop? minute. Let's do guys, go. Do you guys call him Roboclop? No, we don't, man. Oh, okay. No, it, the cop is, uh, is one end of the, of the sands. Oh, okay. oh, my God. What a goal. So what a goal. So you're a, you're a cop supporter. Uh, <laughs> what the, what <laughs> you're a cop supporter? I'm a, I'm a cop supporter with a K, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go. Oh, man. We got to move on. Okay. Oh, what a, what a game. Anthony, Liverpool played so well all game. Anthony. My name's Anthony. Longtime listener. Just want to let you know you guys are killing it. Listen all day in my truck so you always refer to truck drivers and stuff yeah so this is an actual truck driver oh let's okay listen all day in my truck while i drive from job to job um not sure if you guys saw the post i sent on ig found a company that sells hats for people with big ass heads okay <laughs> i will check anthony just email me again i'll actually reply to you sorry i haven't replied to any of these um there's just a lot of them at this point but i appreciate everybody for writing in so shouts to anthony you're not looking to wear a hat, though. You don't ever want to actually wear a hat, right? Um, I think I like the flexibility. My fear is that my, okay, a bucket hat, bro. One of my longtime fears is that yeah. I will become, I will eventually grow bald. This is right. a so. It might happen. It might happen. My yeah. dad is bald, um, mm. which is already a bad sign. Right. Um, my grandpa is bald. Okay. Um, my mom's. Like my, my uncle is not bald, so that's good. But yeah. like ultimately, like I just I have a fear of this, right? So anytime, like, especially because I have long hair, like, hair, like, sometimes tugs and it comes out. My, my long-time fear is I'm going to become bald and I won't be able to wear hats. Right. That's a bad combo. No, but people so I kinda, pull off a good bald look, though. Yeah. You know? The scary thing is when I, sh- when, when I eventually shave all my hair off yeah. and I have my, my bald head. I was going to say, the day people, you show up bald, I'm going to crack up. No. But, no. <laughs> For, like, an hour. Yeah. No, I deserve Holy. it, man. No, but if people are going to be like, damn, it's all head under there. You know <laughs> yeah. that meme of, like, it, it's all water. It's yeah, always yeah. been with the astronaut or whatever. Like, that would be, it's all head? Yeah, it is all head, man. <laughs> Yo, Phil. What's up, fellas? It's Phil from Hamilton, turning 35 next week. Being a hardcore Raps fan since day one and being an AAPI slash first-gen Canadian, my parents are from the Philippines, I found it super easy to connect with the two of you on what's now my number one favorite podcast. I left my job as a sous chef at the height of the pandemic to work as a cook at a child care center. Damn, shouts to you, Phil, honestly. Meaning I went from working with a lot of people in a loud environment to spending more time alone than I ever have in my life. So I can all I do is listen to podcasts. Needless to say... The pod is pretty clutch, and I'm especially here for the banter pod. 
Alex, congrats on your new deal. I'm assuming you got your bag. I'm looking forward to seeing where you guys take it from here and especially looking forward to seeing watching the season unfold with you guys. Will, my guy, I've been a fan since the Raptors Republic days. It's been a pleasure to witness your growth and ascension in the wow. world of sports journalism. You're doing an incredible job. Everything from your expense, extensive game coverage with X's and O's to your genuinely curious approach with interviews. Your interviews this offseason have been incredible. Thanks, man. And especially with the Manderpod. Again, big fan. It's nice to feel like I'm just vibing with friends, talking sports, food, poker, and being Asian mm. while I'm quietly plugging away at work. That's white. Everybody listening at work right now. You got three tabs open, trying to hide your, you know, all your fantasy sports from your boss. Hope you're enjoying it. You know, wise work from home over. I know. I feel you. Anyway, sorry uh, for writing a whole novel, but as a longtime reader and listener, I really wanted to shout you out and give you guys your flowers. Damn. I do have one question. Oh, uh, it's basketball. Is there? Yeah, let's go. We got we got one percent basketball in this episode. Is there a chance we see more of Pascal or Scotty running the point? when Fred is on the bench as opposed to relying to Malachi or Delano. So I had to give a silent clap to Thiago Ancatara, yeah. another fantastic performance. Yeah, Liverpool's back there. when he's back. Yeah. Um, um, sorry, what was the question? Is there a chance? <laughs> this has actually been a perfect segment for you because it's just 80% me reading. Um, is there a chance we see more of Pascal or Scotty running the point as opposed to relying on Malachi or Delano? Uh, absolutely. I think that's what, okay. I think that's what Nick figured out halfway through last season is he doesn't have to play these these guards that he doesn't even like that much yeah not he doesn't like that much it's but actually that doesn't like fit such his a system unique the same thing way. for this team to have like pascal yeah. and scotty yeah scotty needs more reps though scotty needs more reps also I was looking at yesterday he has a two to one that's the turnover ratio that's a little high for someone who doesn't mm. even have the ball that much hmm. linus if i make a one dollar will and alex sticker will you cop will yeah. will you buy it for yeah $1? for one dollar yeah it's a good deal Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can I have a pack of them? Yeah. Um, email me, and then I will email, uh, send you Will's email. Um, okay. This is from Shannon. I'm a diehard. Been listening to both of you for years. I've heard every single episode of the Raptor show. All right. Name your top 20. Um, I have mad love. So much respect for both you and Will. That being said, how in the heck did I just listen to three hours and 28 minutes of a podcast without one single mention? of the Canada's men's basketball team being undefeated 8-0 in the World Cup Americas qualifiers. When Will didn't mention the Friday win on the Monday pod, I thought, okay, he's waiting to recap both games with Alex, and nope. I completely understand it's the Raptor show, but I've heard you guys talk about Canada basketball before, and it was aired on Sportsnet. We finally have stars show up, and they're winning, and no one is talking about it. All week, I've been listening to Ken Canadian basketball podcasts. Everyone is talking about over-unders, hypothetical MVPs, and theoretical trades, most of which will never happen. And there's actual basketball getting played hmm. that no one is talking about. Yeah, That's baffling. I would love to know your thoughts on why this has been so undercovered. I'm very grateful that at least the games are actually televised on a real sports network. Thank you, Sportsnet. And I'm not having to watch a lagging oh, the zone? live stream. Oh, bro. The, the year the World Cup was on The Zone was so dark. No <laughs> offense. I actually like The Zone. But I'm just like, I, I can't yeah. believe that this is not on. Um, uh, man. She also said, love your show. Sending fair, best man. vibes. Uh, Ken Birch Stan, true loser. No, I, I saw this and I was actually thinking about it. I mean, I mean, you might be better to answer this because for me personally, I just don't watch that much basketball. So it's it's hard for me. Like I catch, I'll watch the Canadian basketball when it's 
I guess the you know like when they're actually qualifying for the Olympics, competing like they were a couple of years ago, trying to get a spot. It's hard for me to keep up personally, but that's just a personal choice. Well, for here's me. the thing: I noticed this in like World Cup qualifying as well for yeah. like other like this is like soccer, right? International mm-hmm. soccer. It's like the schedule is so sporadic and it's all over the place. Yeah, they it's play really... in different countries, different time zones. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not like in the mood to like oh like for example, if there's a tournament's happening, 100 percent I'm watching. Like yeah. even like the America, I watch. I ended up watching more of the America than some of these World Cup qualifiers, mm-hmm, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I think that's a fair point. I mean, they have played really well. I think that they definitely deserve some some more coverage than what they've had. Yeah. And shouts to you know some of the NBA players who are coming out. Like, so shouts to Shea, man. Bro. Yeah, no, Shea's sh- made a huge commitment. He's made a huge commitment, yeah. and not to say that Shea is more important than anyone else. Like, obviously, like he's already got his money. He's set. There are other players who have made less money who are making their way out there. There's guys who are like Kelly Olynyk who have played all the time, and regardless of sort of contracts and stuff like that, but. Yeah, I think I don't know. That's a good question, though. There, there really isn't like as much of a culture around national team basketball the way that maybe people follow national soccer. Like even like the way that people watched all the World Cup qualifiers for the the men's team in soccer. Like that became a huge event. Like I watched all of those. Now, mm-hmm. of course, I I do personally even love bas- soccer more than basketball, unfortunately. Um, but like I, I think there is a huge difference when you have followed both sports and the difference in terms of coverage. It's genuinely like night night and day. It's like the scale of it is so different. Yeah, I think the I think the Team Canada soccer example is actually really good because like they were also able to drum up so much interest after they actually made the push and they were close to to qualifying for the World Cup and then end up doing it like we've seen so much talk. I mean, I've heard the talk about Team Canada making the Olympics and this being the golden era for like almost a decade now. Like, from the time that, like, Andrew Wiggins was coming into the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then you had Anthony Bennett and all of these other players. And they still haven't mm-hmm. made it there. You need to make it there. Yeah. Well, the thing that's so hard, too, is just, like, I mean, every time I watch FIBA basketball, I'm always reminded, like, oh, yo, this is so different right. than NBA basketball. So these players who succeed here playing this style is just genuinely different. And so it's not too surprising to me. Like, for example, you, need, you just need really good bigs to win FIBA basketball. You absolutely need it. And that's the one area where Canada has always been a little bit short. Not to say we haven't had really good bigs, but when was the last seven-footer that come out of Canada that plays? Yeah, that's why we need Zach Eady to become a monster, that's why we, bro. Yo, Eady Pablo, man. Damn. That's right. That's sick. Yeah. All right, a couple more emails, and then we're taking a halftime break. Okay. Before we answer questions. You got to use the bathroom. I get it. Yeah. Um, George... George Gibson, 24-year-old supply teacher from Mississauga. Salute. I listened to the banter pod visiting my girlfriend at Western. It's perfect since it's two hours each way, and the banter pods are around four hours. Been a fan since Raptors Republic and a fan of the Raptors since Kyle DeMar era. My last year of university at Waterloo was during the 2019 finals run, one of the best experiences of my life. Mm. You also have a huge fan base at Waterloo with all the basketball fans and Asian community. Oh, yeah. Yo, someone from Waterloo get me one of those engineering jackets, man. Get it yourself, bro. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> man, go back to school. Yeah, that's right. You make your parents proud for once. No, I'm, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I'm is sorry. the last time my parents were proud of me? Bro, every day, man. Actually, are my parents me? are pretty proud of me now, I think. Man. So, so. My dad doesn't say it, though. No, they don't need to. Do your to. parents look at you and they're like, yo, we're proud My mom of you. does. Really? Yeah. My dad doesn't. We, don't, we just talk about the soccer team. Yeah. He's always like, when are you going to come play for us But your mom is like positive reinforcement? Like my mom is. I gotta give my mom a lot of credit. It's very inspirational to see that how much she's grown as a person. Um, Like it's it's really cool. Sometimes I would really worry about like you know what are your views? Like they're they come from very conservative backgrounds, right? Right. This is just like culturally, like China is very conservative. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like 
to see like the her growth in the sense so to have some conversation with her you know like I, I honestly anticipated like maybe having a conversation around Black Lives Matter and trying to explain to them mm. what was going on and I didn't need to they fully understood everything that was going on yeah and I didn't really need to like share any sort of perspectives I guess I was prepared for something much worse and it was just very easy with them they fully understood it uh, it was very important to me that they did and it was it was it's been like that for a lot of other things and I think for herself like she's reflected so much on like herself like becoming a parent at 24 I, she's never explicitly told me this my suspicion is that like that's a little bit earlier than they plan to have mm. me as, as, a, as a as a first child but like ultimately like they've gone through that I think they've been better parents to my brother having gone through the experience with me but at the same time, it's like they've been like I think she's been like growing as a person a lot, even though she's like, I don't know. I always had this assumption that you stop growing as a person. You just kind of come into who you are. Yeah. Um, but I think I need I needed to give people more credit for that, especially my mom. Like, yeah, even though I, she's very stubborn, she's grown a lot. So. I think you don't think about to how hard it is for like our parents to adjust to like living in a new country. They had to start two yeah. lives. And they have to worry about us. It's so much. It was so much easier for us to assimilate. Yeah, but that's the whole point, right? Like the first generation, ideally, the 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 only like um, storybook immigration story, if there ever is one, most of it is a lie. But if there ever is one, it's that the first generation comes here, works their you know the ass off, and then they take the hard hits so that. Uh, the next generation could just come in and be on an evil f- f- even footing mm-hmm. with society and ultimately try to build some wealth i think a lot of people kind of uh, uh, um uh you know un- relate to that story and yeah but, i mean but like that first generation takes such a big hit man no they had to sacrifice so much yeah just to give this opportunity for us yeah those conversations are hard even during the pandemic speaking to a lot of like my chinese friends and stuff just like even having conversations about the vaccine and stuff like like a lot of there's a lot of like skepticism i feel like especially like because i don't know man like my parents were fine like they're vaccinated and stuff but yeah. i heard like my friends like had a lot of like really trouble well I, mean, I, I think they just look at medicine differently like there's just i don't know man it's just very <laughs> different like perspectives and like even like the, the the black lives matter stuff like i don't know i don't have those conversations with my parents i guess I, it just I, doesn't come up yeah i think for me i i just felt like i just wanted to make sure that they understood what was going on yeah. because i think that like they don't come from a culture of like um not political activism but like because you know my parents were a part of the tenement protests oh shit. yeah that's right uh, i guess i shouldn't really talk about that publicly but it, it wasn't that serious by the way the, the, the real story is not the story that you know um but Anyway, it's gone silent. I know, yeah, you've gone very silent. No, I'm not trying to say it didn't happen or anything like that. It just, their experiences shared to me was very different. No, I totally get what you're talking about. But, like, that's not the background. They've always been, like, keep their nose down and just, like, kind of ignore politics because they don't think that they can affect it. Yeah. Or maybe they feel that, like, because even though they're citizens, and we're all citizens now uh, of of Canada, but, like, I think, I I still think that they're like, this is not necessarily our country. Whatever they want to do, we'll just roll with it. Like, our voice doesn't matter. Like, we're, we're like, outsiders living in this space. Right. So I was worried that people, they would look at protests in the way that, like, they're making trouble or, like, they're making a problem when there isn't none. I think that's And that's why I wanted to explain to them what was going on. It's cool on. that you're able to but have those conversations. But like, they I'm kind of jealous in a way. Yeah, I don't have those conversations with my parents. But sometimes you got to give them the benefit of the doubt sometimes, you know? Yeah. I also wonder, yeah, sometimes I wonder how much they, they care because they're just not tapped in. Yeah. In no, they're, they're like tapped in when day. it's like Chinese kids can't go to Harvard. 
Which is yeah. actually which is actually kind of messed up when you think about it. They're like, if you're Chinese, oh yeah, we're getting phased out because we, we're we, too we, smart now. We need we you need an extra 100 points in the SAT. Yeah. But they're like, but I have a perfect SAT. They're like, yes. Ah oh, man. Get get come come to Carver with your 2,000 or 200 SAT or something. Oh man. Whatever. These are I guess secondary issues to things like actual violence. Damn. Harsh Gupta, writing in as a Raptor show enthusiast, fellow loser. I'm 24 from Brampton, but currently working in software in Seattle. This is the guy we, we made fun of last time. <laughs> oh, not made fun of, <laughs> but we, we were just... We, I mean, I just remember we made a comment about, like, a lot of these backgrounds sound the same. <laughs> They're like, you know, I'm South Asian. I went to Waterloo. Oh, right, right, right. I do software tech no, this, or something you, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you, like, yeah, this okay. might be someone else, man. This might be a second person. Oh, okay, I'm sorry then. Yeah, so this is even worse now. You offended two people. Huge fan of the show. Been following Will since Raptors Republic. I don't know when this started, but at some point I started listening to podcasts when I shower. Oh, wait, I read this last time. Okay, yeah, you're right. So he actually wrote a follow-up. Okay, mm. I have a barbershop conundrum, and I thought I should run it by two people who lie on the opposite ends of this politics spectrum. I used to have a go-to stylist at the salon I go to. She was good, and I generally liked the haircuts I got with her over the last year or so. A couple months ago, I went in for a haircut, and I found out she had an injury, so she wasn't able to work there for a while. So in the meantime, her colleague was taking care of her customers, and turns out this new stylist is even better. Mm. I don't think anyone has given me haircuts this good before. I've gotten two haircuts from her, and they've been both been better than the ones I get from my original stylist. Now the original stylist is coming back, and I don't know what to do. Do I go back to the original stylist to make sure she doesn't get upset, but then I'm compromising on the quality of my haircuts? Do I stay with the new stylist? That seems unfair to my original stylist who lost me as a client through no fault of hers. Do I just go to a different place to avoid this situation? I actually had this exact situation happen to me at Terminal Barbers where I had an original guy. He went back home for two months and then I got another guy to cut me and then it was really awkward the next time when they were both back <laughs> so um, my solution to uh. just uh, any conflict is to walk away so I simply went to a new barbershop so my recommendation is, is to go to a new barbershop it is awkward. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when uh, Kyle Lowry was starting that season, <laughs> and then he got injured, and then Jose Calderon started, oh and then God. Kyle Lowry got healthy again, and they were like, we're going to keep starting Jose Calderon, man. Oh my Listen, God. man, in life, in all matters, start Kyle Lowry. Whatever the Kyle Lowry is get in this situation. Get your best cut, man. Just get your best cut, man. Listen, people are adults. They don't understand it. Be like, your Yo, best listen, cut. I like this cut better. I'm sorry you got hurt, but it is what it is. But I don't like awkward environments. So. Yeah. You for, think- for me, okay, this is no disrespect to like the profession of barbers. I think, again, it goes back to our cuts are so simple. Yeah. If your cut is simple here, Harsh, like simply just go to another barbershop so it's not awkward for anyone. Like I feel like nah. you could probably get the same quality cut why somewhere would, why, else. No, I mean... I, why would you know. not get you, you could still get a quality cut with the original barber if you wanted to like it's that's no, not you awkward. can't go back now man no nah, no the listen, other person ju- is better just do just do, just start Kyle Larry is my point like you, you think if Steve Kerr was like well David Lee was our entrenched starter so now that he's healthy again we should bench Draymond like no man with all due respect all play right. Draymond win the championship Expedia.ca yeah. get ready for New York okay never mind uh, oh. tip <laughs> this is from tip hey Alex Love the banter pod. Please screen your emails. Hope contract negotiations are over by the time you read this. My name's Tip. I live in Auckland, New Zealand. Auckland. Yeah, of course, man. work in... By the way, you know, number one New Zealand fan, still Emma J. Brown. Okay? Yeah, no doubt, a lot man. of New Zealand Sam the Sock through. given number two. Sam the Sock. That's a given. Number seven. Um, oh, okay. I live in... Uh, 
Auckland, work in advertising, digital marketing, have been listening since the Yahoo days. Really appreciate the grind during the off-season. Nice. Due to time difference, I usually listen to the banter on my morning and afternoon commutes. Sometimes I go on runs and walks just to try to grind through it. Nice. Also chores, of course. Nice. I noticed there are quite a few losers and Raptors fans from New Zealand. Even though NBA coverage here is 90% Lakers, Golden State, 10% Steven Adams. No, he's at 89%. And then 1% Sean Marks. <laughs> <laughs> they, they roasting like, Sean Marks on a spit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like our show is one percent Sean Marks. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> my theory is because we share a similar sports rivalry with Australia that the Raptors share with the U.S. That's why there's hmm. a lot of Raptors fans. For example, we have a soccer and rugby league team who are the only New Zealand teams playing in Australian leagues. Anyways, looking forward to coming and trying all your Asian food suggestions. Nice. Next time I'm in Toronto, shouts to you, Tip. Well, yeah, I love it? hearing from the listeners. From you know, I gotta get, I gotta make the trip to New Zealand one day, man. Yeah, love to go. Man, I just want to see. Just want to see a place tour. with more sheep than humans. Damn, that's crazy. Goat talk? No, that's not even goat talk. That's just sheep talk. <laughs> Yo, wait, what sounds do sheep make versus goats? Bah. <laughs> Yo, did you see LeBron do that to Serena Williams? He, he was on IG. He like, just, po- he like filmed a video of her playing. He's like, "Go talk, bye." Nah, yo, yo, that might be the coolest thing LeBron's done in years, man. Yeah, yesterday, he also traced a photo of Bart Simpson and posted it on IG. I don't. I, yo, anytime I think I'm yo, lame, LeBron, please make the playoffs, man. Anytime, please make the playoffs. I'm tired of this. Anytime oh. I'm lame. All right, we're in the home stretch of this segment here. Let's go, Kevin. I really enjoy the banter part and the content you guys are creating. My question is, since you're both poker enthusiasts, what are your thoughts on the movie Rounders? I thought it was a Aww. great movie. Introduced me to the world of poker. I'm an electrical engineer living in Maple. Raps fan since inaugural season. I hope you continue the banter pods during the season as it is some of your best work and it is truly appreciated. Yeah, Rounders is cool. I'm trying to think of other gambling-related movies. Didn't you? You did one of these episodes on the Stephen LeBron radio Oh, yeah. Show. With you? No, you did um, yeah, the, the Asian with gambling Wes? one with Wes. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Kevin, look up Stephen LeBron Radio and look up a rap, uh, Rounders. We did a whole round, Rounders recap. Did you do Rounders? I think I probably yeah, you, did okay, with okay, Wes. Okay, search Rounders with Wesley Chang. Yeah. That, just, that's yeah, C-H-E-N-G. Just, yeah, just look that up. That's Yeah, and you, if you want to know yeah. who Wes is, DF Wes, the guy that we talked about, the monster... Yeah. The, the, honestly, that's a go talk, right? Uh, next time I see him, I'm gonna say bah. Damn, <laughs> next time I watch TSN and he's telling me so, like bet the under on the uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, yeah, I like I'd be the like bombers bah. to get two rouges tonight. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so back two stacks. I love how we do his voice. <laughs> no man, salute to Wes. Right? No, shout to Wes. I, I see the, you I checking hope... your watch, man. What's wrong, man? No, no, I, no. I just hope the kid comes out, man. Oh. Everything's all good. That's all. Oh, okay, no shouts. No shouts to Wes, man. Honestly, despicable, but still. Um. <laughs> Tim Lai. Let him be a father, man. Damn. Tim Lai. Oh, and this is another West reference coming. Um, if the special announcement is a contract extension, you've come a long ways from the EY days. Oh, yeah, this guy knows me. You were once on a file with my wife, Julie. Yes, I remember Julie. Julie was my manager. Shout out to Julie and Tim. Hmm. She said you and the team once took her car keys and put a stuffed Winnie the Pooh as the driver. Um, what are some of your best work-related pranks? Because that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is one of the greatest questions we've ever okay, gotten. Can, can you explain this? What the hell happened? What, what were you doing? No, we were just doing some kind of dumb prank. Why uh, Winnie the Pooh? Was there a specific connection? I can't remember. I think she. I think Julie really liked Winnie the Pooh or something. Okay, so that's not a prank. Like, that's almost like a gift. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Okay. Um, but to, I definitely pranks. remember working with Julie, though. So shout out to Julie. Um, oh, P.S. Get your golf game up to par. Wow, I'm being attacked in this email. I golf with DFS and want oh, to see word? and want to see some vintage, some of your vintage jerseys oh, on the course next summer. Season long listener, first time question submitter, Team Asia. The, the yo, the streets won't forget DFS man. The fact that he's out here like this. Okay, um, man, didn't we? Th- yo, bro, we were literally. Wes literally was golfing before he came directly to poker. He, he showed up in his golfing outfit. Yeah, he literally came up looking at Tiger Woods and started fist pumping because he because he, yeah. he caught every no. Anyway, whatever. The, everybody knows the the viral clip of when LeBron was in the finals with the Heat, and Kawhi checked in, and LeBron was at the free throw line. Yeah, and he looked at Kawhi and he was like, "Damn, that was what I felt when Wes came through the door." Right, 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 right. And right. no, Wes is a monster. Wes is a monster. What's the top okay. three monster in society, man? Um, um, I don't know about that. There's some big monsters yeah. out there. Lachlan Salute Connell. to the royal family. Oh, um, my God. Lachlan, Lachlan Connell. Um, so I did get permission. Wait, hold on. What, what about yeah. the... What about... No no pranks? Nothing? No, I don't... I, I never pull pranks, I guess, man. I just I work? sat at my... And live tweeted my, you know, work. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I... Yeah, I don't know. I All I remember is... Do I, you I, pull pranks on people? I used, to, I used to be more of a prankster in, like, middle school and stuff. One time I, like, did the whole, like, someone sitting down, you pulled a chair under them, and they hit their head, and they had to go to the <laughs> yeah, hospital, see, that's and I felt fun. bad. What's funny about someone hitting their <laughs> head There's nothing funny about hospital. it, and I stopped pranking people do after you, that. Okay, how about... I apologize once again. Do you like organizing surprises for your friends? I know this is not pranks, but this is something else people love to do, right? Like surprise mm. birthday parties. I, I nah, tried so that surprise once. Surprise birthday party is too much, man. Bro, I tried that once with my ex-wife. Like yeah. organized this whole birthday party for yeah. her. And then I put everyone on an email chain except her. Yeah. And someone messed it up. Someone replied and like copied her on it. And the whole surprise was ruined. But like, hey, notice we left you left out your wife. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's like is everything wedding? okay? On, on, it seems like everything invite? is not okay. So just putting her back on the chain. God damn. And what, then it was ruined. And what, I've what never was, organized a surprise since. What was the party, man? That's nice of you. I don't know. It was probably at like some restaurant downtown, wow. Cactus Club. Um I did get permission. <laughs> UI, baby. <laughs> I did I did get permission from Lachlan. Connell to, to ask this on air. So okay. he said, longtime listener, love what you and Will do. Listen to the every episode you guys have made. You make my work days more enjoyable. I'm coming to Toronto this February, all the way from Adelaide in Australia. Mm. I'm keen to see my first games live. My girlfriend and I are both massive supporters, and I would like to propose to her at the game on Valentine's Day. Oh, Can I... you help me make this happen? I don't know if you remember this. We do you know... The Valentine's game, the Valentine's Day game, is against Orlando. Yes, that is the one that we told people to not go. So I'm not, no, I'm not against this idea because nah, he's coming you, all the way from Australia. Yeah, no, listen. I guess so. I got permission because I was like, in case your girlfriend listens, I don't want to spoil this. He's yeah, like, don't worry, she doesn't listen, so we're good to discuss this. <laughs> don't worry, she's not listening to the banter <laughs> yeah, pod yeah, at yeah. two hours and ten p- minutes. P- 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 panda. Oh man. So, um. um so he's basically just like, can you? Okay, I don't know what we Honestly, can help with. We could probably like put him in contact with somebody at least. Yeah, like yeah, at, like with do. the Raptors. You know what? You know what? Out of the, let's do this. Let's okay. let, let's make this happen. Let's. Why make, don't you take the lead on this so uh, I can take okay. this off my plate? Yeah, my plate's pretty you know full. I got right this. I got this. Okay. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Are so, the big four accounting firms? Uh, so it's uh, Ernst and Young. Yep. Um, Deloitte. Yep. Uh, PwC, which is Price Waterhouse Coopers. Oh man, it's escaping me. The fourth one. Is it the KMPG but, one or whatever? Yes, yeah. yes, KPMG. KPMG, yeah. Joseph yeah. Phil Mickelson, but not really. Um, okay. All right, go. All right, big four accounting primer for you, okay? 
So when you're coming up, you're trying to get into accounting, like front of the program, Assad. Like the big four is like what you're trying to get to. Okay. It's like the Lakers. No, but give it to me in European basketball terms or European soccer terms, man. So you're trying to get to so Chelsea, like Man City, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. So like if yeah. you're at another accounting firm, people look down on you. It's like you're playing for the Wolves or something. Yeah, you're playing for yeah, yeah. But it's Leicester. All, but it's all like a status symbol type thing because you, you do the same work. Right, right, right. But those are the four. It's kind of like, you know, Sportsnet and the other sports network, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you try to make it. So I'll say Yahoo was was on the outside, but now we're on the inside. Yeah. Okay. So right. like making it to the big four is a big deal. I got a job when I was in university in co-op at Ernst & Young. And then it got converted to full time when I graduated. And then you take an exam. I think you take three exams to get your chartered uh, like accountant license. Okay. And that's just the whole process. But then most people try to leave the accounting firm after four or five years, like our friend Asad did. Because it's a terrible job? Yeah, because it's, it's only meant to be like a stepping stone unless you want to stay there and become like a senior manager or eventually like a partner of the firm. Okay, I get you. Yeah, because the, the, the grind is honestly like too hard there. Because when we were starting up, we were working like 60, 70 hours a week. Damn. Like it's no joke. Were you getting paid 60, 70 hours? No. You get, oh. a, you get paid a starting salary. The starting salary is really good though. Like it's very high compared to people that come out of school. What is it like 70, 80? Yeah. Like six, 60, I think 60, 70. Okay. Like around 60, 70. I think by the time you like a couple of years in, you're probably at 80, 90. Okay. Yeah, all right. You make manager, you're like at 100. And yeah. And you just keep moving up and stuff. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. There was one time when I got a really bad, like first couple of years, I got this like really bad review from my manager. Why? Because um, I, I thought I was doing a decent job. Like, I was just trying to get, like, three out of five on my um, on my reviews. Like, I wasn't trying to be a superstar. <laughs> and she was like, oh, man. she was like, she, like, took me to lunch. She was like, man, I'm really disappointed in you. You know, I thought you would step up, but you kind of just, you know, did the bare minimum. I was like, damn, you read me like a book, though. <laughs> You're like, so? It, it, no, but that, <laughs> no, no, no. Did I do enough? No, that made me realize that, like, that wasn't for me. So I was actually plotting my exit plan for like five, six years. That's fair. And I switched a lot of jobs during that period. Like I started doing like consulting for like companies and stuff. And my, what parents, would you consult my parents on? didn't know that. What does consulting even mean? Like so what do you consult on? They would on? bring you in to just audit, to, to work on an audit for them, for okay. a company. So you were specifically contracted to come in and work for a company. So you go through all their months. books, type it all into a spreadsheet, figure out where they're at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. It's more complicated than that. But oh, okay, all right. Yeah, but anyways, I was plotting my exit for like five, six years before I finally did it. So Damn. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Anyways, hmm. next up, my name is Zach. I'm a fairly new listener. I discovered the pod around mid-November last year and have tuned in ever since. I usually listen at work when I have free time at home or at the gym. The chemistry you two share makes listening very enjoyable. I live in New York, but originally am from Markham. Being from a West Indian background, I can definitely relate to a lot of stories you guys share. Nice. For the love of the game. Derek. Nice, man. Obviously, you're a Costco hot dog stand, <laughs> but do you ever order any other items from the food court? Personally, I'm a fan of the pepperoni slice. So I was at Costco last week, actually. For what? And I got... You live... And I got some okay, right. hot dogs. Your and, household size is not large enough to go to and Costco. I got, but and okay. I got the pepperoni slice. That, the pizza is very underrated there. The fries are pretty good too, actually. No, the, the full menu is great. Yeah. I know people get the membership just so they can go eat. 
like that's a thing you, you want oh man so my mom has a membership but she splits it with my aunt yeah. except it's just one membership they both look similarly mm-hmm. enough that they're able to walk through because <laughs> yeah. no one looks that hard at your costco they're card they're not really checking that hard nah but I, again just peak asian behavior but they always check my receipt on the way out but not the people in front of me i'm like i'm not damn bro trying to steal this you know stack of cereal right now anyways <laughs> derek said i'm a 33 year old teacher from markham been a fan since running back happy you guys are blowing up Alex, if your contract hasn't been signed yet, good luck. If if so, congratulations. Owen. Oh, so this one's cool. So I'll show you this email. Oh, okay. So Owen writing in is the person who... Remember last year, Amy Audibert asked OG about her his favorite thing in Texas. Yes. And I think OG just awkwardly didn't say anything. Is he was taken he aback by the question because yeah. um, he just was taken aback to be asked that question. And then Amy... Right. As she explained to us, all she wants to do was to say, well, you won't be able to do it because you're only there for a back-to-back. Right, right. Anyway, It yeah. was an awkward interaction. Yeah. And then Owen was one of the fans who actually brought a sign to San Antonio that said, OG, what do you like about Texas? And they took a pregame photo with OG and Amy. Wow. So he said, Owen, long-time listener, first-time caller. We are both big Raptors fans living in the Bay Area. We both work in, you guessed it, tech. Oh, but wow. Not engineering. Uh, we're also the fans who took a pick with OG and Amy in San Antonio last season. The Banterpods have really helped us survive the offseason, even though they're only like 10% about basketball, but that's what we love about it. Listening to you guys makes us feel like we've all been friends for a long time and is a feel-good experience. Would you guys want to do a Raptor Show meetup next time you're in the Bay Area? We can go to this Hong Kong cafe where the servers don't give a damn about you and the food is fine. It's definitely no super fresh, but it would do the job. Owen and Monica... Yeah, Bay Area meetup would be sick, man. We need Yo. a Raptors Warriors finals so we can interact Another one. with Andy Lou. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Just end up at Coachella. <laughs> That's the real Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Every time he takes a photo of him in Vegas with like eight other Asians who look like him. Andy Lou's just seven tweets roasting Draymond and then posting like a Hannah Montana song, Spotify link at two in the morning. <laughs> He's the only person I respect oh, in the game, man. Nah. That, damn. Oh man. Hey, by the way, to be very clear. They invented the love of the game, love of the fame segment. Oh, did they? We've been borrowing it the whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why we respect Andy so much. Andy and Sam, Sam is Faniari of the Light Years podcast. They've been doing what? love of the game, love of the fame forever. What's and- their love of the fame segment? KD. <laughs> <laughs> and what's their love of the game? No, their love of the game is just like, you know, like, okay, so it's a lot during the off season oh, when players okay. post their stuff. Oh, this is how they categorize the players. Some players do it for the love of the game. Yeah. I mean, it's also mm. some actions, too. Like, sometimes people, like, do it because, okay. you know, they love the fame. Like, but, hmm. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Uh, Lau wrote in, said, longtime listener, it's going to be a long one. First, I need to say you and Will are my favorite podcasters slash sports journalists. You're passionate, funny. Know the game. That's more for Will, though. Haha. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You too, Alex. And provide unique angles, which is very refreshing. Sharing your background and some of the Chinese culture, how you grew up here in Toronto, is one of my favorite aspects of listening to you. The two of you are really a good tandem, and selfishly, I hope it stays that way for a while. Is the seven figures contract finally signed? To make it short, I'm loving it. I'm Belgian, French speaking. Mm. We speak Flemish, French, and also German in Belgium. And I'm also very old based on Will's standards. I'm so old, way older than you, Alex. Oh. Uh, 48. Yeah. I was born and grew up in Belgium in a town called Liege, close to the Dutch and German border. 
basketball mm. always my favorite sport which is kind of weird since of course football is the number one sport i started playing at five years old quickly i started following the nba we had magazines back then the french slam and some sports channels Le, Le slam <laughs> <laughs> slam <laughs> Sorry, I don't, this is so dumb. <laughs> like an accent on Slam. As I finished uh. high school and went to university, I was like most people around the world, a Bulls fan. MJ, the GOAT, and my favorite player, Scottie Pippen. I would set the alarm clock at 3 a.m. to watch the playoffs and the finals. I have a vivid memory of the six three-pointers in the first half against the Blazers. Coming back from 0-2 against the Knicks, I hate it. John Starks, the Paxson shot, the Kerr shot. coach, my favorite European player back then. Then in 2000, I was offered an amazing purple jersey with number 15 in the back, and that was my first Raptors interaction, but nothing more back then. 2000 to 2006, I started working. I was still closely following the NBA, but became a Spurs fan. Not sure why. Tony Parker was born in Belgium. Maybe it was the reason, and I followed all these amazing series. 2007, worked in Luxembourg, switched jobs, worked in a Belgian bank partially owned by a Canadian bank, traveled to Toronto for the first time, still remembered it was Super Bowl night, coldest week of my life. Mm. From then, I started traveling to Toronto, very often paid attention to the Raptors. That was peak Chris Bosh and start of Bargnani era. These commercials for Primo Pasta will haunt me my whole life. Primo Pasta and sauce. Yeah, 2008-2011, kept traveling. But traveling became a problem as my wife and I had our daughter in 2009, 2011. Wow. My wife and I... No, this guy gave me his basketball reference page, man. (laughs) Once Uh, again. Averaged uh, 10 rebounds and uh, 8 assists. Apologies uh, for not editing this. On 40% shooting. August 2011, my wife and I with our two-year-old daughter moved to Toronto for one year. Since that date, I've become a full fan. Nice. And 11 years later, we still live here in the Danforth. Oh. We love the city, its diversity, its food, its vibes, the different neighborhoods. I realize the chance I have almost experienced is full-time the Raptors only when they have been good, minus Rudy Gay and the Tampa Tank. Try to go to four to five games every year, even though the prices are getting stupid expensive. Yeah. A chance to go to a couple playoff games. Uh, Lebronto losing the first game against Orlando the year of the championship. Oh, what a game to what go. A, an amazing game. Man. Oh, yeah. DJ you know, Augustine <laughs> dropping a three oh, over man. Kawhi and Marcus All. Us against the Warriors when KD and Kawhi went mano a mano in OT. Mm. That was a great Yo, game. Yo, that's an all-time man. game. I kept that, my... That was a Bro, I made sure game. to keep a box score and, and, and for some reason I signed it. <laughs> <laughs> Why, man? No, it was just a legendary game. Like I said, I still have Jeremy Lin's first Raptors game uh, box score. Uh, you know, uh, you know what? I actually kind of understand it now. Yeah. I should think about it. 51 from Kawhi. Kawhi. Yep. Or 51 from KD, 37 from Kawhi. Raptors, I think Pascal might have had close to 30 as well. Kyle hit a big three in overtime. And both teams were healthy, right? Both teams. No, no, no. Steph wasn't playing. Okay, so and Steph was out. Wait, was okay. Steph in? One of, one of Steph or Clay wasn't in. But yep. in any case, what a, what a game. What's a game. And uh, no, I think what I did was I kept the media pass I got that day and I signed that. Mm. Not, the, not the box score. But yeah. in any case, it was one of those memorable like... Questionable behavior, but yeah. Okay. Anyways, um... And he also went to the game where the Mavs, when they were down by 30, and, and made the comeback. Yo! Wanted to leave after three what quarters, but it was my dad's first game, so we stayed. Yeah, that was an, that was an all-time game, too. Damn, um, so he knows what we're saying when uh, one Ryan Brookhoff was introduced <laughs> to the oh game. God, <laughs> Started listening to you with Yahoo. Uh, used to read Blake at Raptors Republic. This year, the two of you went to another level. Shows every day on TV. Shoutouts by Matt Devlin. It's amazing. You bring mm. a smile to my face each time. I'm now a diehard fan. I would watch all the games unless I have a very good reason not to. Of course, I hate the Celtics, and I love Pascal. Yep. My favorite player, even if I feel like Scotty's going to be the next one. Vanderpods are amazing. You have found ways to keep the content flowing. 
uh, as I said in the beginning, it's a long email. One last thing. If the Raptors were Dragon Ball Z characters, who would they be? Hmm. And why is Giannis perfect cell? Like I've said, man, Malachi Flynn, Jalen Harris were Krillin and Gohan on Namek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just unable oh, to man. get anything done. Damn. <laughs> that's so tough. Yeah. Um, and that's it, man. I don't know, man. Again, oh, once again, you're more of a Dragon Ball Z guy. Yes. So this is the time you got to actually We'll answer. do the full list one day. Why know? don't you do it? Why don't you give us a starting five right now? No, we've reached the point where I'm just... Um, Why, I'm man? Kawhi's Vegeta because he's always switching teams. Okay, um, fair, fair, fair. Scotty's got to be uh, Goku right now. Um, Scotty got a Goku personality. I don't know who would be Piccolo. I'm trying to think who Fred is. Yeah, is Pascal hard. a Piccolo figure? Hmm. Pascal could be a Piccolo figure, but I don't really have an explanation for it, though. Yeah. I got to think about this. This is a whole segment. Yeah. And I've once again reached the point where I'm exhausted. I'm what about Fred? Vitamin water. <sighs> I mean, I want to say Fred's not Krillin. Though, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's instantly what popped in my mind is Fred is Krillin, but that's not fair, no, though. No, Kawhi's Android 16, man, because he has, like, no, no personality, anything. Yeah. Uh, also, he said, P.S., I will try Super Fresh soon. What are the can't-miss dishes? What's your favorite there? I like the fried chicken there. People should the fried chicken's really good. Um, so if, for people who don't know, it's like it's like f- four di- or five different like food yeah. vendors that are in there. Um, mm-hmm. So it really depends on what kind of cuisine you like. Yeah. We what have kind given, of specific we, we Asian cuisine We have given Super Fresh like. so much airtime. And they have given us so much free food, so we should oh, keep it going. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I was starting to become a... <laughs> what are you doing, man? Yeah, shouts to Trevor. Shouts to Trevor, man. Come on, the banter staff pod. inviting me to the Rise Tribe charity oh, golf oh, tournament yeah, this past oh. weekend. Finished minus where was he from in? Where was this guy from in um, Brussels? Or not Brussels. Uh, where, where, where did he say he was from? In Belgium? Um, I'm going to have to check. Liege. L-I-E-G-E. Oh, I see Liege right here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but now he's in Toronto. Exant Grave. Shanti is uh, Shanti Fernando, and another another Pantheon Raptor Show fan. I'm responding to your request for listeners to write in. I am a political science professor in the GTA, a longtime Raptors fan, but I think I only really started listening to Will's reaction pods more regularly during the bubble mm. and the Tampa season because I didn't have my usual fans to watch basketball with. So it really meant a lot to me and got me through the worst of the pandemic times, and also made a bad season nice. bearable. I also like listening to Will and Alex run it back, which I guess was the original banter pod, along with Stephen LeBron Radio. Oh yeah, see this is a this this is a well studied fan right here. No, this is OG. That's consumed all our products, man. The only thing you got to look up is the deleted pod. Oh yeah, which the episodes have been deleted, oh. except for me. If you actually really want the deleted pod episodes, let me know. I have a I have a I have them on a hard drive somewhere. All right, hit up Will's hard drive. I regularly listen <laughs> to the Raptor Show. And watch it on Sportsnet 360. I love the summer banter pods. And like many people, a lot of this listening takes place last thing at night or first thing in the morning, occasionally on a long drive. You both have great quirky personalities. And Will is always getting mad and judgy, which is so fun. And you are the chill, sardonic foil, which works well. My favorite Raptor shows were Alex and Amy Otterbert interview and Will and Lindsay Dunn. I think having female guests yeah. adds relatability to your female listeners. Although I do like it when Vivek Jacob is on as well. Ah, oh, V with the sh- Big Jake. Man. Probably in Vancouver Island right now. The streets won't forget Big Jake. <laughs> Yo, my man. thing with Big Jake always, we went to an Indian restaurant again recently. <laughs> okay, stop typecasting your friends, This is going to be man. a running bit, man. It's not a running bit, man. Anytime you want Indian food, you call you call Big Jake to No, anytime we decide on a place, like, am I going to go to sushi with Big Jake? Why not? <laughs> what, 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 what's the issue no, with that? Why? I've seen him eat sushi. I've seen him eat o sushi. I've mean, I mean, I mean, only ever seen that. him eat fresh when he was limping on one leg at the arena. Yeah. 
or any of you really enjoy listening to the two of you look forward to next season it's a great escape from politics and the news and helps me de-stress yeah no nice, i love nice. the lindsey dunn chat you know obviously we, we dove into amy's career as well yep that was great you know and you know one of the things that we had today in, in our work meeting with our bosses is just like continuing to use the platform to bring in uh just a variety of guests right yep so i think people should expect that this year um as producer and apparently social media manager now i think that, oh yeah big announcement is coming soon actually i guess says that on my contract yeah um okay you know, we'll 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 step it up all right a few more to go before our 69 questions almost there jonah my name is jonah i'm a 20 year old university student from ajax studying at uft scarborough shouts i'm also a uft scarborough alum nice um i've been listening to will since 2017 with raptors republic always look forward to the react pod i find them very cathartic to mm. listen to after a loss but look forward to them even more following a signature win especially when assad hops on the patented oh yeah slander pod did you have any good slander pods last year you must have had a few. Um, the, you know, the, the the technicals were a little bit harder on the slander pods because we basically needed him to call in rather than him logging in. and Because otherwise, we would just do a Zoom setup. Right. We would drop it a little bit later, but it was worth it, obviously. Um, no, we had, we had some good ones. We had some yeah. good we, we slander I think 2020 okay. was the peak slander pod year, though. 2020 was peak slander pod year. And the beats zero, zero point points game. is that an all-timer great. for me. The 30-point yeah. comeback was also amazing. Yeah. Um, there were a couple other ones. I think Milwaukee those, too. Oh, Did we get Milwaukee? On we beat LeBron though? and the and the Lakers. That was a slander pod. Yeah, you slandered in, during the Tampa season. I think there was a slander when we beat Milwaukee back to back. Yes, in Milwaukee. Yes, yes, that was no. And we, I had made the promise that we would only slander pod once the Raptors are above five hundred, and that was a game that got them to five hundred. So I technically broke that rule, but whatever, man. Yeah. It was it was worth it. Listen, I, man, you got, thing, you got yeah. to ride the highs and lows as a fan. That's the only thing that bothers me sometimes when I listen to, like, objective reporters. Hmm. It's just like... Yeah, go in on the rest I'm of the just like, Burn your bridges. You made, you made something really exciting very boring. Hmm. You know, like, don't get too excited from this. I'm like, why? Why right. not? That's I mean, like, I get, I get telling people don't get too upset because I feel like mm -hmm. that's, like, an actual genuine thing. But, like, a, it could actually hurt people. Um, you can be a fan and be objective. Just, as well. just be, just ride the waves. Be happy. Like lean into it. You know. Yeah. Don't forget why you love this thing. For the love of the game, for real though. Yeah. For the love of the game. It's, Some of my favorite pods. I include, know y'all didn't get in for the check, so at least love this thing. No, man, I'm pure. I'm only here for the money, man. Some of my favorite well, pods include the pod after we traded for Kawhi in 2018. I recall Will recording that when he was out camping, as well as the pod oh, yeah. with Alex Assad and Sahal right after Game Six of the mm. finals. Oh yeah, and he mentions and mentions it here. Slander Pod. You were on that, by the way. For, yeah, for the Embiid zero point game. I've been loving your banter pod so far. I listened to the latest one last weekend when I went on a five hour road trip to Pittsburgh to catch the Jays. Nice. Damn, that was a sweep. As always, it gave me a good laugh and helped me stay awake during my drive. Although the rest of my family in the car were fast asleep. Okay. Also, want to shout out Alex and Stephen LeBron Radio because during the novel coronavirus pandemic. With no sports to watch, that was my one of my only sources of entertainment that summer. That really was the OG banter pod. I legit watched the Rush Hour trilogy because of your pods. Yo, you're welcome. You guys' chemistry is a huge part of what makes the show as good as it is. Your banter is always hilarious to listen to. I feel like I'm listening in on a conversation between two friends who are poking fun at each other from time to time. You guys have worked hard to get to where you are today. Deserve all the success from a certified Illuminati. Keep up the good work. I'm excited to what you guys have to see what you guys have in store this season. So shouts That's to really Jonah. nice, man. That's really nice. Milos, I appreciate the work you guys do covering the Raptors. I've been listening to you guys the last year or two. Between you guys and No Dunks, you guys have me covered for my daily hour-long commutes to work. The banter pods end up lasting me a few days and sometimes make up for some of my weekend shifts when there's usually not a lot of content. 
I'm from Toronto, but now live in Manchester. Mm. So it always feels nostalgic listening to you guys talk about Toronto and the great insights into all things basketball and food. Here's a question for you guys. What's the hottest take about the Raps slash NBA that you see on Reddit or social media that you believe will be true? The hottest take? What are the hottest takes? I feel like first off, like basketball takes, they're so easy to debunk that Mm. it actually ruins the take economy. Like you can make takes about soccer and and like uh, American football really easily. Yeah. And people can debate it because it seems like harder to like disprove. Whereas basketball takes are just very easy. Like I, I open a basketball reference and this is wrong because of this. Right. It's just it, it makes the conversations maybe a, there's less like nuance maybe sometimes to to they're not nuance but just like gray space to debate. Um, what's the biggest take? This is a hard question actually. This just goes back to my thing like you're saying though like we talk about basketball too much. Like that's why we start inventing stuff. Uh, th- that's why we have jobs though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I guess that's the trade off. <laughs> sometimes I just gotta remind you though, like what, just regular what? things, man. What's the hottest take right now? I don't even know well, about the, the Raptors. There's not that big of a hot take of the Raptors. It's like hot yeah. takes are like, or well, just the Raptors the are gonna NBA win 58 general, games. Though. Like that's not happening. I don't. I don't even think there's a hot take right now. That's what I'm saying. But that's an issue, right? Like that's an actual issue. Like th- that's not to say that the the take economy is the only thing, but that's the main thing powering most sports talk. And basketball can't have like big takes that aren't just like, is LeBron the goat? Right. You know, like th- that stuff's like talked out. I'm not even. That's not even a bad take. That's just like it's talked out. But it's like. I don't know. We I feel like we need better things to talk about. Like week after week in soccer, there's a take, right? And you debate it all week, and then they play again, right? And then mm-hmm. you get to come up with new take, or you reinforce that take, or whatever. Football, like after week one, right? What are people saying? Oh, Russell Wilson's not that good. That was a bad trade by the Denver Broncos. You know, let's ride. But like, can we ride to victory or whatever? You know, like it, I, I don't even follow football. I barely even know things. But like. You can know that. Like, I, I don't know what the basketball conversation is from year to year. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so Milos, if you want to send us some hot takes, man, we can react. You know what? Them. Give us some hot takes. We'll, we'll, I, I guess we can open up basketball reference and shoot them down. Yeah, send, send us hot takes. He, and he also said, keep doing what you're doing. Let me know if you ever make it to the to Manchester or the UK. Take you for some Yo. dim sum. We can go watch Holland bang yeah. in hat tricks at the Empty Hat. Yeah, did I, let's go, baby. Did I, did I pronounce those right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. He called it the empty. Oh yeah. Man, what what's the joke there? Okay. So first off, Holland okay. has been amazing. Okay. He's he's been Manchester City's new signing. He's literally okay, scored once again, so many Holland, goals. I thought Holland was a place. Okay. So, it's yeah, a player. It does sound so much like Holland, okay, you're right. Player. And he, by the way, he's not from Holland, he's from Denmark. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I guess he's also from Manchester. Anyway, his dad used to play Manchester yeah. for, for City. Um so he's been scoring like literally two three goals a game it's actually kind of absurd um connor <laughs> sup fellas i'm a 27 year old mechanical engineer uh, about an hour east of the city i design heavy mining equipment for a living i'm getting married next year to my beautiful fiance i've been with for seven years nice salute and i have the world's most adorable wiener dog salute okay i became a fan when demar got drafted been listening to will since the yahoo days i listen to you guys while doing a variety of things my favorite way to consume however is with a stiff drink while whipping something up in the kitchen mm. for a white boy boi i like to think i'm very culturally versed when it comes to flicking the wrists uh with a chef emoji although for mm. these pantropods i've been taking long bike rides at night to get through them faster really enjoying this new way of ingesting the pod. I actually ran into Will in the lower bowl last year at the T-Wolves game. 
towards the end of the season, the one where Pascal, Pascal All NBA, put up his second ever triple double. Mm. Despite what they say, oh Wilson, yeah, Fred had yeah. T- Fred forced eleven turnovers. That oh game. yeah, that was your that was your propaganda clip. Yep. Despite what they say, Will's head didn't seem that big. What? WTF do people expect? He needs somewhere to store his plethora of b-ball knowledge. Petition to strip Paul Reed of his nickname. How about b-ball Will? <laughs> <laughs> nah, b-ball Paul works because he's... Why does it work? Because it rhymes. Oh, my God. I don't but it's also hilarious. B-ball Paul is like, well, which Paul? Oh, b-ball Paul. Oh, that one. The one that's a basketball player. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the fifth-seeded... Sixers want Stradamus 23. You want a prediction? Raptors will finish higher than the Sixers. In That's the a hot take. Season. There we go. There we there go. We, we got go. a hot take. Yeah. Anyways, keep up the good work, boys. Also, shouts to the Reddit. Big part of the sub. So, yeah, Reddit, man. Step hmm. up. Okay. Step up, man. We're at 159 of this recording, but the last time we shouted out was at like 30. So, mm. okay. Let's keep growing. Kenny Chan. Thank you both for putting together an awesome Raptors show. I've been following both of you since Yahoo and Will since Raptors Republic. Your shows are so creative and refreshing. I actually listen to more of the show podcast than actually watching the Raptors play. There have been many Raptors games where I just look at the score of the game stats and go straight to the React pod. Damn. The only question I have (laughs) for your future show is to Alex. Since you're such a big Shaq fan, do you own any vintage Shaq brand apparel? I have a vintage Shaq tee, vintage. I have a couple vintage Shaq Orlando Magic jerseys. Um, I also have a nickname for Alex Stans. How about Wong Strong? What is this? Lance, what is this? Lance Armstrong? Look at how big Wong Strong. Yo, Wong Strong <laughs> bracelets? No. no, come on, man. Think, no. about, think about the merchandising. Guys, I don't need any nicknames. I appreciate you, oh, man. Kenny. And then he actually sent a giant list of ideas because he said, I'd love to see you both putting up content for years to come. I know Alex has an endless list of topics, but you're, if you're ever in need, I've attached below a list that you could use. I'll send the invoice in the mail. Okay. So a lot of great ones. Obviously, can't go through them. It's literally an entire podcast worth. But this one was cool. So let's do this one. It's overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Okay? So I'm going to hit you with these. First one, team chemistry and vibes. Overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Overrated in terms of like actual team success because we've seen so many teams that weren't cohesive win. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many. We've seen more teams who weren't cohesive lose, of yep. course. But um, I think it's underrated though in terms of enjoyment as a fan. Like when a team actually has a really good vibe and like they get along and like you know like even that oh, that that twenty twenty Raptors team that we talked about earlier. It's like that team when they did stuff together, when they went to go shop for Serge's show, when they went to go eat whatever on Serge's show, like you saw the chemistry and you it made it more enjoyable because it's like it's like working at a good workplace, like the, mm. with a good workplace culture, you know? Like you just enjoy coming to work. Does that necessarily make you more productive? Probably makes you less productive because you're probably chatting with your friends. But like, you know, you ultimately have a better life because of it and that's the whole point. So Yeah. No, I do I, I do agree with you. I, I do think we overrate actually, you know what? I'm gonna say properly rated. You know, the one example I use is the Phoenix Suns right now, okay? Mm. So they lost by 50 in Game yep. 7. Yep. And the news about Robert Sarver being suspended for a year uh, came out today. Yeah. And I still see when people are talking about preseason predictions and all this stuff, it's like, well, we're still going to put Phoenix in the top two, top three in the West because they're bringing back the entire team. Yeah. I'm going to say no because of the vibes. I think they're going to have a big down. What, they're not going to work out and lift after wins? Okay. After being know. the Indiana Pacers on January 4th, they're not going to work out <laughs> in the tunnel? I can't wait to see James Harden run those steps again. 
Man, how come every time James Harden struggles, they're like, he's fat? And it's like, yo, leave him alone, man. Yo, I love how James Harden's whole narrative this offseason is he saved the team money, man. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? That's nothing to be proud of. Um, no, the biggest vibes last year was Utah. Remember Utah? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They were playing Dallas in the first round. Doncic yeah. was out like the first two games. I think Mitchell, by the way, is not that bad of a defender. Like he, I don't think he's a good defender by any means, but like I don't think he's that bad of a defender. I think he really did check out in the playoffs, though. No, that's fine. And he's I'm, like, I'm getting my 35, and I don't care about anything else. The, but that goes back to him hating coming into work. Like he hated Rudy yeah. Gobert. But anyways, yeah. I think the Mitchell to Cleveland thing is cool. I actually think it's a good spot for him because he, like, I think he slots in fine because I never saw him as like a number one or even number two guy. Mm. Like maybe a number two guy on a really good team. But there's enough guys there where he can just be a guy. And I think that's a way better spot for him personally than the Knicks. Because if he went to the Knicks, they would have expected him to be a superstar. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm also not that stressed about the Cavs, but we can wait for that. Um, Overrated, underrated, properly rated, end of game plays. And Kenny's explanation is, to me, it seems overrated because fans always expect the perfect end of game play. Yeah. um, I think people remember great plays at the end of games that look like out of the box like you remember um there's that game that i think the phoenix suns one where they threw the out of bounds pass directly to the basket and tyson chandler tipped it in or dunked it in okay and the rule is for that like it doesn't matter if you, there's no cylinder or offensive cylinder interference right. and then they recreated that in the playoffs yeah yeah so like people remember that like wow what a genius design but like yeah I a lot of the times it's like the play design i think people need to think i mean this is my understanding again I, i'm not a coach but like my understanding is there are certain things you need to get in first off you need to get in a clean pass to somebody who's able to receive it um you know, you need to be able to have obviously one or two options on the play because sometimes teams are or defenses are just not going to be able to are going to take away your first or second option. So you have the depth on the play. But most importantly, you probably need to create a mismatch for your best player to attack. Right? It's not necessarily just about oh, I'll run this play that like the rest of the game I didn't run this play at all, and now I'm going to surprise you with this shocking play that's going to beat you. It's like well, if, if you had this play in the back pocket the whole time, I kind of would expect you to use this at some point. So you're not you're not having to close a game. You probably just win the game earlier to that you know so I, I think there is definitely like something to be said about having a really creative play at the end of a game and you got a lob or you get some sort of layup and you're like wow that's amazing but at the same time it's like yeah i don't know play design is not that simple i don't, I don't think and it's also not that uh not that spectacular most times so i would say it's slightly overrated yeah i'm the same i feel like people give coaches such a hard time when they run especially when they run the iso plays they're just like yo give the ball to lebron but get JR sometimes Smith the that screen, is the best but sometimes that is the best play though yeah and you don't want that's to why risk you've been running a, it the whole game and you don't want to risk having a turnover like just have the yeah. ball in one guy's hand well that's, let the clock go down that's the thing too um you're pure hooper you become much more turnover averse late in games mm-hmm. if you can get so the thing is okay so the two scenarios are you have a chance to get a 50 percent shot but there is a 30% chance of a, oh, that's at the 30 is real high. Let's say 20% chance of a turnover, 30% of chance of just straight up miss, and you just go to overtime. Versus you get a chance to have a 40% shot, but there's no chance of a turnover, or like very low, like maybe 5% of a chance of a turnover, and you have a 45% or like a, uh, what, what did I say, 40? Yeah, so 55% chance of just securing the miss. Like, even though a 40% shot is obviously less likely to go in than a 50% shot, you're probably less likely to lose that game in that moment, especially if it's tied, because a turnover can literally allow the other team to go the other way and score on you. Damn. So you become more turnover-averse in the end of a game like that. Like, the math actually changes slightly. 
Yeah. Versus if you were just ran a regular play normally on, on, on any other part of the game, you probably would run for the 50% shot. But. Damn, that's what they should teach in calculus, man. Well, they don't pass like – you'll notice at the end of the game, they don't pass the ball four or five times. Because right. every time you pass it, the ball, it, there's a real chance for a turnover. It's just a basic play. And it's a live ball turnover where they can run away and dunk it. It's not yeah. even like a out-of-bounds turnover. Yeah. Even if out-of-bounds turnover, you're literally giving the other team another chance to win. Well, so. most people just look at it as, is the shot go in or not? <laughs> like, when the shot yeah. goes in, no one talks about it. Yeah. But when they miss, it's like, why, did, why didn't they run a play? I mean, listen, like, that's you, you'll probably hear me say that on the podcast later, uh, Ragpod later yeah, this no, year. I'm a fair. hypocrite, too. That's fair. Uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. So he said coach of the year here. I guess it, I guess he means Oh, like, coach of the year is super overrated, yeah, man. Come on. Yeah, everybody just gets one chance at it, basically. Yeah. Like you you know, if that's your year and then you have a better year next year, you just don't get it again. So everybody just gets that. Who he also has gone coach of the year twice. I mean, I would say guys probably like Phil Jackson and stuff. I don't even know if he's gotten that many though. Yeah. But hmm. he also said exec of the year. I think exec of the year is pretty overrated too. Yeah, it's also the one that one's petty because it's literally other. Oh yeah, it's other executives other execs. voting on it. Yeah, uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated, strength of schedule. Yeah, it's. I mean, come on, man. You know I hate that stuff. <laughs> the flights. But it's not the stat of the itself. Miles. It's not even like there's not vi- some valid uh, validity in the fact that you know like you can have different. Uh, yeah. Strength of schedule for me is pure like, yo, you're playing, you're not playing the games on paper. I'm just like, oh, you have some tough games coming up. Like, that's a good warning for me. But it's not like, oh, I I need, you know, I I don't know. It's just, it's kind of annoying, to be honest. Look at Greg Popovich won it twice. Okay. Um, Phil Jackson's got it three times. Phil Jackson's got to have won it more than once, right? Phil Jackson. I'm scrolling now. How is Phil Jackson not winning some of these? Phil Jackson won it in 96. Yep. I mean, they won seventy-two games. Um, yeah, I hope. I hope so. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I hope you would get it. That, I think that's it. Damn. Hold on. What? You never got one with the Lakers. Phil. Damn. No, Phil Johnson has won it once. <laughs> Yo, there's a <laughs> Phil Johnson. <laughs> yeah, there's a Phil Johnson. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, there we go. The leader, Larry Brown, has won three. Don Nelson has won three. Greg Popovich won three. Pat Riley's won three. Hubie Brown's won two. Mike Boonholzer's won two. Mike D'Antoni's won two. Bill Fitch, two. Cotton Fitzsimmons, Phil's two. only ever won one? Tom Thibodeau, two. Brett Auerbach, one. Larry Bird, one. You know, Mike Brown, one. Rick Carlisle, Dwayne Casey, one. Like, yeah, yeah, literally, Phil Jackson's won it once. And there's also someone wow. named Phil Johnson. Basically, you can only win it once at, like, one place. Unless you're there, like, Popovich for, like, 20 years. Yeah. Because once you switch teams, then you get a new narrative. Like yes. Thibodeau. Like Thibodeau. Didn't Thibodeau win for the Knicks? Thibodeau won it for the Knicks. He took like it two off years Monty ago. Williams. Right? Two years ago, Because yeah. Monty was supposed to win. Well, he, he got Julius Randle to 48 wins. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right, Drake Irvine. Alex, I hope all is well. Reaching out to gauge your interest on availability to host a Raptor show. Oh, never mind. What? Okay, I can't do this. <laughs> um, Alex uh, Xander Eckhart. Alex, I'm a new French teacher in Toronto in my mid-20s. Not late like Will, or at least that's what I'm going to tell myself until I turn 30. Yep. I'm a few pods behind, so I don't know if you're still reading these off. Hopefully, you've done your done contract negotiations and have secured the dynastic wealth. I love the banter pods because my drive to work each day is an hour, so I'm quickly catching up. I love getting to hear you guys just hang out, especially when you talk about traveling. Please don't get COVID again because I love traveling and basketball. I know the banter pods will be rare during the season, but I look forward to daily shows coming back since I do so much driving. Thanks for being awesome. Going to put cover story on my Christmas list because I haven't gone around to buying one yet. Finally, not a broke student, just broke. Question for hmm. you guys. Who do you hate in the NBA more and why? Lawrence Frank or Daryl Morey? Daryl Morey. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. 
I, I, think, I don't hate Daryl. Yeah, no, he's just he's it's annoying. overrated. The coverage of Daryl Morey is, is, is Daryl Morey is overrated. He's uh, like the patron saint of NBA execs. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I actually think Lawrence Frank doesn't seek the attention. That's like the thing. this man he, literally out hit out at Scotiabank. Yeah, he's out of the spotlight. And man. he's built a great team. Yeah. He's he's a great team builder. Yeah. Um, I want to say neither of them have won a championship. Lawrence Frank hasn't won one, I don't think. Well, maybe as no, an he, assistant somewhere, he, right? Did he, was he part of the Doc Rivers staff? With Remember, Boston. he was a coach, right? He coached the Nets, and then he beefed with Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd made him do, like, TPS reports. He, like, moved him That's off That's hilarious. But he hasn't won one as an exec. Let's just I say I don't that. think he has. No. Yeah. No. His championship was stealing Kawhi. And Daryl Morey every year is like, yo, like, let's get KPMG to audit playoff games, like when he was in Houston. Mm. Like, well, Daryl Morey definitely doesn't won no championship. Daryl Morey, honestly, is... No, no man has more excuses than him, man. Like, like it's actually ridiculous. You know, Daryl so, Morey could have hired Nick, Nick Nurse. He, he was in his program. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he was running all that experimental stuff. Yeah, I think that's where Nick G- got his uh, statistical background or like learning of like that style of play. Damn, was like uh, Morey was like, we want to play this style where we shoot no mid rangers and shoot only threes and, and layups. Can you do that? He yep. designed an offense, designed a defense around that, and he's like, yeah, I got that. Yeah, no, I remember interviewing Nick about that when he was an assistant, when he used to be available to chat. Oh, okay, word. Yeah. By the way, someone mentioned uh, Belgium earlier. Actually, this feels like a jerk thing to do, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. What, what? Well, you just halfway did it, so you either got to edit it out or not do it. Yeah, and I'm going to not do it. I'm going to not do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay, edit it out then. <laughs> don't search Nick Nurse Ustand. All right, keep going. Oh, my God. All right, what's our new time? Our new time is... Uh, Two hours and 48 minutes, roughly. Two hours and 48 minutes. So yeah. we're finally in the final segment. Thank okay. you, everyone, for sending in Twitter questions and IG questions. What do you want to do first, Twitter or IG? Like we do, we? I mix them up. I mix them up. So you I did? basically okay. put them into two categories, fun basketball questions and then just assorted questions. And there's a total of 69 of them. And nice. there's no overlap. If anyone's listening, haven't checked out the solo pod, please check out Will's solo pod. That one, I, I took all the basketball talk <laughs> yeah. out of the panda pod yeah. and put it right there. Yeah, yeah. great call. Okay. By the way, shouts to, shouts to listener Clayton actually sent me a vintage Blue Jays jacket, wow. um, which is super nice. Uh, in exchange, I gave him a copy of Cover Story. So it's a fair trade, man. We'll see Come who on. won the trade on that. Damn. So uh, we're going to reverse the rules. During the season, we usually do two basketball questions and then one non. So I think we have enough questions here to do two non-basketball questions and then one bas- and then one basketball question okay yeah okay okay let's go rank the months of the year from best to worst <sighs> man, man that's what great. is my favorite month okay man? so my favorite month is august my favorite month probably october okay that's when basketball starts up again okay see the i like w- august because there's no sports there's halloween which is an elite ho- holiday yeah, yeah. october's my birthday i guess o- so, yeah. it's your birthday as well october yeah. 2nd trevor if you're listening to this you know book off super fresh for okay me, yeah, yeah for free yeah. um yeah, yeah you can have a table and get your free uh, drink as always <laughs> um so october is your favorite october's my favorite you gotta do playoffs too then probably april for you april i like yeah i like april i like march yeah um August. The thing is, I don't, I don't like it being super hot, and I don't like it being super cold. So I like those transition months. I prefer winter over summer. If you to make me choose, I also prefer winter over summer because basketball is on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So your basketball is on. Okay. Guess, so your picks are purely based on. No, my life is based around this. No, that's fine. What's your least and fa- soccer's on in the winter? What's time? your least favorite month? Least favorite month probably July. 
Nah, okay. that's not my least favorite. What am I saying? Probably January. January is genuinely miserable, though. Yeah, January, February type. You got to really grind through. Yeah. In terms of the weather, hmm. in terms of basketball. I think, yeah, maybe February, because I think January, you're already kind of, you're like, okay, this is the worst of it. February is like, it's still cold. Yeah. It's still like minus 15, you know, so. Yeah. I also remember, I think it was February. We had like our worst week of the Raptor show last year. It was when we lost what, to Detroit it? and Orlando, I think, like oh, in the same week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, the content was just like tough. Yeah. I might have checked out for a week, but I'm back. Um, okay. Yeah. Next up, how did you celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival? Uh, I went for dinner with, with my mom, uh, not my dad, because, you know, it's complicated. But, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also spent time with my dad the day before. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. How about wow. you? Um, do we need to explain what the Mid-Autumn Festival is? It's like, it's like Thanksgiving for Chinese people. Yeah. It's yeah, the second okay. biggest holiday for us. And instead of turkey, of- we have mooncake. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree with. Although, to be honest, mooncake is slightly overrated. So the follow-up is, what is your favorite flavor of mooncake? I hate mooncake. It's too sweet. If you do it, just get the mini mooncakes, cut it into four pieces. I'll have yeah. one. I only like the egg in there. I, me too. I should only like... Oh, the no, red, red bean red ones bean, are red okay. Good too. Red bean ones are okay. Yeah. They're also I hear crazy expensive. Speaking of deals, they're crazy expensive. Yeah, okay. So exactly. First off, the inflation on mooncakes is nuts. Okay. Yeah. As the Chinese society has grown more and more affluent, yeah. the mooncake society has grown more and more mm-hmm. expensive. Um, it's become a status symbol. To be honest, do I how is mooncake a status symbol? I know, though? bro. What are we doing with this stuff, man? You do do people do white people pull up to like their dinners with with Thanksgiving and be like, yo, this turkey though? This I think was, so. This, this is an eighty dollars. That's turkey. how the turducken was born, man. Yeah. Oh, I, damn. They had to remix. Yeah. But anyway, my favorite thing is just like you get the one that you got the metal tin and then you can eat the mooncake and then use the metal tin as storage. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you, no. Are, what are you storing? It, it, it's in like there, okay, again for a white people. It's like the butter cookies. You know, you load the, the tin oh, of butter yes, cookies yes, and yes, you keep yes. the tin. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, that's so fine. that's what I do for that. So um, that's your favorite part about the mooncake is that there's a because I don't actually like the mooncake itself. I, I just, hate. It's, it's I just, hate mooncake. I hate when my parents make me eat. It's mooncake. just fine. It's just not it's tradition, good. though. I get it, though. It's nice. Um What did I do? Okay, so unfortunately, this year. um my my dad came down with COVID. Oh, so sure. like I just didn't go home. Damn. We did a, we did a Zoom call for like two hours. Yeah. He's mostly symptom free. Okay, hope so he's, he's through the worst of it. My mom's yeah. starting to get some symptoms now, so hopefully she's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that was it though. We kind of just talked on Zoom. Damn. It's a little sad though because it's just like the family wasn't able to get together. Like the the, right. the the family and the extended family is like I got family in San Francisco. Mm. My brother is in, in Montreal going to McGill, and then yeah. like Chelsea we have. George our group here and like yeah we just weren't able to get together because of that you yeah know? but so. is mid autumn festival that big of a deal it's not that it's big pretty of a big deal. this is the it? second biggest holiday in china man yeah my parents don't play it up though it's not a big deal to them i don't know yeah by the way ce- celebrating all the chinese holidays and also celebrating all of, like the local oh, that's holidays here it's yeah it's, it's but that's lot, why man. my parents don't celebrate a lot of the Americans. go back to like, work <laughs> Like Labor Day. Yeah. Every day is Labor Day when you're an immigrant. Yikes. As a, a basketball, as a big basketball fan in the UK, do you ever see it taking off here? And would an expansion team be something you can see in the future? Man, um, I think it'd be hard. I think it'd be hard to do that. It's just like the logistics of it. Like you would need more than one yeah. team there. How long is the flight from New York to It's like five hours to, to the UK? I think it's five hours. That's too much, man. Yeah. I, I just don't think it's like feasible. I don't think there's any team, any, any sporting league that's really doing that. That's why they talk about Mexico City, like as a viable. Yeah. Cause, like, Me- Mexico City is also just work. massive, man. It's like 20 million people live in the Mexico City area, I think. But all the talk right now is them going to Seattle and Vegas. 
which I think makes sense. Yeah. Also, I saw some people asking about. Um, I don't want to step on the the question. Also, no, go ahead. But like, it, do you think basketball could take off in Vancouver or whatever return to Vancouver? Because to me, it's like when Seattle gets the team back, yeah. they're just not going to give it back to Vancouver for a while. It just won't be prioritized that same area. I think it's tough. Like I've actually been talking to some people who worked on the Grizzlies for for my book, and like the way they explain it to me is like because they already failed there once. Yeah, it's hard for the NBA to go back there so soon. Right. Like Seattle's a different situation because the owner just basically decided to move, right? Mm. I know there were some arena issues there, but like the Grizzlies were hit hard because they were not a good team. And also the exchange rate was really hurting them. At that time, which yeah. obviously it's a lot And it was hurting now. Toronto too, but like Toronto had a good product. They had Vince Carter. There's a lot of other factors, obviously. But like it was a bigger market too. Yes, it was much a, bigger. Like it's yeah. it's bigger by like scales, like one or two times. You got to think about how embarrassing it is for the league too when you like give like a Vancouver an expansion team and it fails. Yeah. After like four or five years, and like I know this feels like a long time ago, but it's only been like twenty years. So like, are they willing to go back there? There's yeah, just so fair. many other options, right? That's fair. That's fair. So so it, with regards to the Vancouver question like from just talking to people too it doesn't seem like it's something that anybody thinks is, is going to happen anytime soon yeah, so we're saying bad. no to the uk yeah it's not gonna logistics happen is just hard can the sport itself become popular there first i think that would need to happen first and i think it's like slowly yeah. getting better but from what i understand it's still like it's not just like it's second to soccer because obviously soccer is big but it's like second to like cricket and rugby isn't it yeah so that'll be tough. Tennis, remember, probably tennis is ahead too. Remember when the Raptors went there? Didn't they play two games against the Nets or something? They did. I remember those, man. Darren yeah. Williams versus Andre Bargnani, man. Oh Peak times. Yeah, and we also went more recently as well with Colin Demar, but oh, yeah. that's, that's when Colin Demar. That's when Demar was like, oh, when yeah, we were like, oh, we were we were one and three, right. so we played t- two games or something like that. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. that math weird thing that that tripped him up. Another classic know. sports funny moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yikes. Um, Sort of questions. What is the most sentimental item you each own? Um, uh, my box score from the first Jeremy Lin game as a Raptor. Sentimental. I don't have a lot of sentimental, sentimental stuff one. that's been like passed down to me in terms know, of my man. family. I have a big box of sentimental things. Yeah. Just like cards and notes that people wrote me over the years. Oh yeah, yeah. I keep some birthday cards. Uh, family photo albums. Yeah, photo those albums. ones I like flipping through a lot. Yeah. By the way, that's underrated. And people print out your photos and, and make some photo albums. I know it's more money, and it's obviously way easier, more convenient to just like pull up Google Photos or whatever, yeah. or whatever Photos app you use. But there's something different. It hits different when you see it in that little clear case. And like, we are gonna have to quickly pause. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. You know what? Actually, let's keep this in here. Oh, it's a it's a video. What am I watching on YouTube? Pep Guardiola versus Jose oh Mourinho. God. Jose Mourinho, sorry. Turn Who's the better stuff, manager? Man. That's unbelievable. I can't believe that popped off. No, We're going to keep that in the show. No editing, man. We're going to keep rolling. Okay. All right. So, so you don't want to introduce Instagram as part of your life. I just, yeah, like, I don't want to be, like, I don't well, know. I well, guess I don't want, I'm not that curious about other people. I'd rather not know about other people. Is that is that weird? But you don't want to share your own life more either. I've. What are we doing right now? This is enough. There's not more than this. So if you were to take over your IG tomorrow, what would you post? Nothing. Not okay. nothing. Like, yeah, nothing actually. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Okay. Nothing. So you really disrespect us when we just post all our food. No, and everything. no, no. It's just shouts to Evie. I just know it's not. It's just not for me. Also, salute to Evie, man. Some of yeah. the food looks a little delicious. <laughs> Other times, food I'm picks like, are hard to take, man. Yeah, food especially picks the, are hard. Especially to take. the type of stuff we eat. Yeah. You know. Damn. What do you say? 
Yo, lay off our own food, Every man. Every time I post chicken feet, I'm like, damn, I gotta post it, but this, this looks nasty. Damn, they said post feet, and you show them chicken feet. <laughs> he posting feet on main. <laughs> yo, yo, he posting feet in the chat, but it's just oh, chicken feet. Uh, he's showing feet in a racial okay, chat. Okay, so we've agreed. I will... and, it's, and it's the WeChat. He showed... Okay, but let's get let's get Willow Fitz to five thousand no five okay let's not okay you're at two thousand right now yeah let's get it to thirty five hundred by the end of the season okay yeah so that's wong Wong shadam is 23 that's my other prediction will will be at thirty five hundred okay by the end of the season that's that's doable okay this one's from zoops um because he's seen me golfing a lot um during the off season inspired by golf alex which side sport would you want to take up is that to you or for me? I guess for both of us. Side if poker, sport. If poker counts as a sport, no, I'm going to say on, poker. Man. Get out of here. That's not side sport, man. That's like one of your main sports. <laughs> you already play soccer. Side sports. I played soccer. I played you, ultimate frisbee. You should take Starting up golf, up, Basketball man. is becoming my side sport. Basketball, you're, you're working very hard towards. Yeah. I, I got an invite potentially to, to, to a run on Sundays as well. Okay, okay. So I'm able to run twice a week, which would be nice, especially yeah. throughout the winter. Um, Can we get you on the golf course? I'm willing to try golf once or twice. Mm. But to me, on the outside, I'm like, this doesn't look that fun to me because I like actively competing and playing team sports. Like, all the sports I like are team sports. Like, okay. I don't play any solo sports, except except for table tennis, obviously, which, come on, like, panda pod. Yeah, we call it ping pong. Ping pong pod. Please call it ping pong. Ping pong pod. Do you call it ping pong or table tennis? That's like some... I don't know what to say. I call it ping pong. I call it... Yeah, you're right. Damn, you call me code switching on ping pong. No! This guy's a table tennis. Ping pong diplomat. I don't even know what I'm saying. Please edit that out. I'm getting so tired right now. Ping pong Diplomacy? Yes, diplomacy. Yeah, that was a there thing. You go, man. Uh, we've also gone off the rails. We're not going to do basketball questions for a little bit. Okay, um, fine. Using Raptors roster as a comp, what is your equivalent in terms of your golf skills? I guess that's for me. I'm David Johnson. Actually, my dad's Michael Jordan, and I'm Marcus Jordan. Yeah. Like, I'm not good Damn. at golf. I'm not good at golf. I still love that graphic that sometimes you'll see where it's like Michael um, or the, what's his what's his name? What's his Who, son's Marcus? name? Marcus Johnson and the other son. Oh right, 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 right. Right, and it's like I these two sons of Jordan combined for like five points. Meanwhile, Eric Gordon, that same guy, had like forty. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's insane, so right? random, man. Anyway, but being MJ's son must be tough. I mean, yes and no. But actually, but yeah. yeah, no, actually, As in the basketball context, absolutely, he's doing all right in the sneaker world, actually. Um. What was the origin point of the generation wealth? Probably two generations. Yeah, two generations. That's generational, though. Yeah, there, there's two generations. And it ends with you. All right, another Alex question. We'll get these out of the way. Let's if, go. If you could trade the Raps championship, if it meant you could still be happily married, would you? <laughs> without upsetting anyone, no, I would not trade the Raptors championship. Um, so there's <sighs> there's your answer. Damn. Let's see. Let's see. You okay, said, so on the one hand, <laughs> oh man, damn! Now, now I'm not even making jokes about this. Not, oh, this not, this not yeah, my no, divorce no, to joke no, about. No, no, I'm no, sorry, no, man. No. Uh, Evan from the Will Luminati. Mm-hmm. So you answered the first part of his question yesterday. You said if you could change one thing about the way Nick coaches, what would that be? Yep. So you talked about that, and you said, Alex, if you got to design a new piece of Nick Nurse merch, what would it be? That's a great question. I want a Nate Bjergen hat. What is that? NB. 
Let's get oh. a let's get an MB hat. I was, yeah. was going to say. <laughs> what do you say? You end up stressed. No, I don't know. Just, just, I just thought about him being super bald, and I'm just like, oh right, right, right. Yeah. right. I guess assistant he, he, he coach would, merch. He would have a nice hat or an Earl Watson. Actually, that would just say you, <laughs> the EW. Who else, man? You know what we need? Rico Hines merch. He has his own merch, though. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm it's glad like, he's already monetizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so he's... Oh, man, I need to look into that. Rico Hines merch. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's on his Instagram. He also said... Uh, Evan also said that Nick Nurse interview is coming this year, no doubt. All right, my other prediction for you, Wong Stradamus 23, is the Nick Nurse Will interview is going to happen before February 1st. Okay. That's going to be the over. <laughs> if not, then we're going to air Yeah, if not, it. it's not going to happen, man. That's all. <laughs> I can tell you're get, starting to get a little frustrated about no, it. No, I'm not. Because that's know. the first thing you demanded when we walked in today. I'm like, hi. I'd love to talk to Nick Nurse. And you're they're like, like, what about Nick? They're like, what about your whole media day strategy? I'm like, it's Nick. Oh, my God. He's him. We got to get this Nick interview, man. And but, it better not be eight minutes. The last time I talked to Nick, it was good. Yes, this was when he was doing Team Canada yeah. stuff. Yeah, he said he said Pascal's going to be the man. Yeah, he's going to be our guy for everything. Yeah. and it was true. It was a great quote. Man, that's going to be my media question this year: ping pong or table tennis? That's a great one. If if you were both co-commissioners of the NBA, what changes would you make to the league? I feel like we did this last time. Didn't I say a dunk? <laughs> I mean, I, we've I, done this all summer, so it's we, been the same. Questions. Yeah, you're right. Actually, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let's just do it again. Um, another one. I, I was quite fond of my dunking should be worth three points. Okay. Because it does change the game to like balance more yep. between attacking the basket and shooting threes only. Yep. Um, and it makes centers more viable again. Yep. Which I yep. think will help. Um, also, I like seeing people try to dunk on people because whether you're Dunking on somebody, whether you're getting stuffed or whether you're just missing a dunk really hard, it's always an entertaining play. So maybe there's no bad should, outcome. Maybe they should introduce that into the slam dunk contest then. What, dunking over somebody? Who are you volunteering to be dunked on all the time? Dikembe? Utah Watanabe. Come on, man. He's going to block half of those. <laughs> on the other half, Nick is going to use his challenge. <laughs> uh, also, could... I'm still I'm still big on the Elam ending. I still want them to introduce that in the regular season. I just think it's too big of a change. It's way too big of a change. But regular season is the place to like just mix it up. You see in baseball, they put Why? the runner on second during the regular season, and they get rid of it in the playoffs in extra innings. So what do they do? So they automatically in extra innings, every team starts with a runner at second because they're trying to speed up the who game. Do they, how do they choose who's running? It's whoever batted last. So they – okay. Yeah. Can and, you pinch run for that guy? Yeah, you can. That's interesting. Because they're trying to end the games earlier. But that's because baseball ends indefinitely. Basketball doesn't have that issue. I just think Elam ending would be so exciting. It would make so many regular season games more exciting. Or if there's blowouts, they would just they would just end. But it feels like I, I like game winners and like end of game plays and those memorable plays because sure. there's like a scarcity to it. You're almost like introducing it all the time. It's like yeah. saying, I really like dessert. Why don't I have it more often? Then you're going to be sick. I would I would lower. I would strip away some of the review stuff. Okay, I feel like the reviews, reviews have gone too far. Especially, uh -huh. you know, those plays where it's like, it's clearly the ball is off the other guy. Yeah. But because his hand was on the ball last mm. when he was stripped, yeah. they like stare at it and then they like give the ball to the other team. Hmm. That's not in the spirit of the game. Like the person stripped the ball off him. The person stripping it is the one who touched it last. Yeah, fair. You've seen those plays. Yeah. Anyways, and I want to get rid of timeouts at the end. I'm just all for having a better flow at the end of games. Hmm. There's nothing more boring than the you have a close game, you get to the last three minutes, and it's just pure timeouts and reviews. I don't know how you would implement this. I want 
free throws to be implemented relative to how many what you were expected to score on that play. You know, it's like if you, if you get fouled within the obviously the, inside the arc, it's two free throws. Otherwise, it's three free throws, right? In the act of shooting. You want to introduce fractions? I want it because like if step, if James Harden does a step back from thirty five no, feet, he's gonna be like and, shooting uh, one and a half. <laughs> no, I don't want to see him shoot three free throws. I'm like, I acknowledge that I fouled you, but you are gonna miss that shot eighty percent of the time. So okay. why are you now but going to the line to shoot three free throws? That would be impossible know, to incorporate, though. It just it feels like, yeah, free throws so are So you don't think, you think free throws are a scam? Because right now on the shot spectrum, free throws are actually ahead of every other shot other than dunks and right. layups. Right. But that's not right to me. Well, that's not right to me, but it's like, well, that really incentivizes people to really go for foul shots, which is really displeasing as a fan. This is not a great idea, though, because obviously yeah. we're not going to be like, in the Raptors no, win 98.5, like no, CHFM I, I, I or something. No, I see your point. <laughs> I see your point, though. <laughs> Damn, they got rid of the take file thing, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that was my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. We'll like, still see. I'm sure teams will still find ways around it somehow, but yeah, you definitely can't do the intentional following. And the stuff. fast break is supposed to be part of the game. Um, I agree. I agree. That's suge- like most of basketball, actually. No. Not most of basketball, but one of the biggest aspects. Suggestions to Masai and Bobby on how to improve the Raptors org if they were to ask your opinion oh man no no comment yeah I'm gonna, honestly <laughs> this, this, is, this is gonna get us in cr- trouble man yeah, yeah, that's my all first day man I haven't even done orientation yeah. yeah what NFL NHL MLB teams do you think are the most similar to the Raptors damn am I NFL am I team on this? NHL team these are hard man it's gotta be teams that's won like one championship like huh. so, MLB would be like Arizona Diamondbacks because they won once with Randy Johnson and like Kurt Schilling. Yeah, this is a tough question, and I yeah, don't know how the, to answer. Yeah, these are. I these genuinely are. don't know how to answer because I don't have enough knowledge of other sports. Yeah, so there you go. What Eric. about uh, if you ask me an EPL team? I could probably name it, but even that would be hard. I don't even know. Yeah, I guess Toronto would be like Leicester, which is weird. Okay, we're gonna take a pass on that one. Appreciate the question. Uh, you answer this. Uh, what exactly has Drake contributed to the Raptors? Yeah. Do you, see what I was, do you see what I was saying, though? Like, it's just like yes. people kind of expect... I people think get people, mad at Drake, which I've been like, under no circumstances, I'm mad at like Drake. Like you said, he's not an employee. The, the only time I did like when Drake was... When MB hit the shot and Drake was smiling and like and yeah, not, yeah, hugging yeah, him and stuff, yeah. I'm like, yo, come on, man. What are you doing? But yeah, aside but from that, like, I actually have no issues whatsoever with what he does. <laughs> I think people also forgot, too, they brought in Drake at a time when they thought they were going to be bad. Well, they, they keep bringing him on, though, so... Yeah, but like they thought like we'd have Drake, we'd have all these kind of like sideshows. But then the but Raptors Drake's are a sideshow. But then the he, you don't think he's a sideshow. People don't watch the Raptors to watch. But Drake. every time he shows up, it's a sideshow. It's social content. It's everything. Yeah, but that's 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 Drake though. That you can't. I I'm mean, fine. like, what do you want to do? Sit there in a seat and not move? Like, that's weird to me, I'm man. Fu- I honestly don't. I don't have any problems with Drake's association. Drake might be with the one of the most energetic fans in the building. That's an issue. I just don't that, want that speaks badly of your franchise. Go in the building and cheer and do something and, and move around. Don't just sit there oh, yeah. and eat, eat that, sushi in your suit. Remember that one episode when you told the fans how to act? Yeah. The five rules of going to a playoff. Oh, and then we went to the arena, they actually had five rules on the jungle oh, yeah. <laughs> They were like clap. <laughs> They're like put on your shirt. And it was one, literally what you said. Come to the game. Yo, I love it when you get mad <laughs> at the fans, man. Oh my no, god. I'm just saying, like if I spent that much money to go to an event, I would go there to the event. It has I mean, I'm a little dis I mean It'd be kind of dumb to say that like some player would come because Drake recruited him. No one has done. But this. Drake could be like the final, like the thing that puts it over the top. What is he gonna do? Like, yo, you sign with the Raptors? I want to make a bar with your name no, in it. No, but it's just like here. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think anyone actually expects Drake to like recruit a guy. Mm. Like, he doesn't have that power. 
But I also don't like how like Kawhi leaves and then Drake has like Kawhi in like a music video. I'm like, damn. It's gonna be like that's all this relationship was for. I don't know, man. I don't really have that strong of an opinion in terms of Drake's like connection with the Raptors. It makes good like, merch. The OVO Raptors merch always hits. The only hooper more pure than Adam Sandler, Hamilton's own, Shea Gilgis <laughs> Alexander. No, no, come Is on, that man. what you want from no. Drake? Get out of here, man. Yeah. Sometimes, on, you know, maybe he can just do a show at halftime, but I feel like he's too big. What do you want him to do a halftime show for? <laughs> I don't know what no, I want from Drake. You want him to be like, yo, instead of a quick change tonight, <laughs> instead of that dog running through hoops, it's Drake. It's just really funny when Drake's there and, like, Lupe Fiasco's performing, you know? That's, bro, come on. There's levels to this, man. No, there's Drake is too to big for it. But of course. No. Damn, you want Drake to perform? I don't know what I want from Drake, man. You don't, you don't even pay Drake, man. Drake, damn. If anything, Drake gives money the shout, other way. Shout out to my former OVO plug, man. I need that plug back. Yeah, um, damn. I think you answered this already, but, you know, I guess That's I'll hilarious, bro. This, if, <laughs> this is what I always think when they have a random guy, like, painting it <laughs> It's like, yo. Yo, please, man. Yo, the Raptors played the you finals do, here, and Drake went to dance? every game, and he didn't rap once. Yo, can you just do How a song? He? Actually, what bugs me is when he talks too much trash to the other players, because you can actually influence a game that way. You could, uh, yeah, kind of. I get, I get that, but I mean, like, that's. I'm that's, just trying to pick. That's at regular this. fan behavior, though. You know, he's yeah. not an ambassador. Like, what do you want him to do, man? I got, just I'm just reaching be. for opinion about Drake because I guess I don't really care that much. Yeah. Um. No, no, it's but, cool. But I you think, wouldn't okay. mind if you did crew love at halftime. No, I wouldn't mind. I really wouldn't mind. I really wouldn't mind. Oh. Um, if Kawhi stayed, we probably wouldn't have Scotty. Which would you rather have? You did answer this. Kawhi for two more years, Scotty for however many years. I would still pick Kawhi for two more years, man. Yeah, that's what I picked too. Like, come, like we, we won the championship we, the next year. That, that's all I'm caring about. We right love now. Scotty, but man. There's no guarantee Scotty won in the championship. Those championship banners, those are forever, man. Yeah. Um, Alex made a win prediction for all 82 games. Who will have a better win-loss record, the Raptors or Alex's prediction? So I think I had them winning 54. They're going to win 54. It's going to be a tie. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a go. tie. Who in the Raptors do you think can eat the most hot dogs in five minutes? I'm going to go with Chris Boucher. Why? I don't know. He just, you know. <laughs> Are you he, seeing that commercial? He got the Slim Jim, you He's know? not going home hungry tonight. Slim Jim is He's basically the baby dogs. version of a hot dog. Okay, so what's going on? So the Jays are doing like $1 hot dogs? Yeah, so it's Looney Dog Tuesdays. Why not Toonie Dog? It's right there. Yeah, you're right. Um, why do you want things to be more expensive? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, right. You know, I'm debating whether to call them out, but, you know, I was there on a Tuesday recently, and they were sold out. I lined up, and they were sold out. <laughs> I could only sold. imagine. <laughs> it was the, only in the I, fifth inning. I can only imagine the disappointment in, in, in your I mean, in I went back to, I was, in, I was sitting in media, so I went back to media and had some Pizza Nova. Uh, you know, for free, so I can't oh, complain. Oh, okay, well. They do Pizza Nova out there? We, they, they got Pizza Pizza in, Tor- in the, know, the Raptors man. thing. No, I was telling Ali Pizza Con, Nova's I, way better, No, man. I was telling Ali Con, I was like, damn, man. You guys got the good pizza. He's like, that's why you switched over <laughs> organizations? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, we're going to move away from that. But, like, um, oh, man. Okay, so what what kind of, what, what type of dog are we talking about? Let's say, like, a Costco dog. A, Costco dogs are huge, man. They're not that big, man. Those are regular dogs. Who can eat the most Costco dogs? Scotty? In five minutes. Scotty. 
Because Scotty would be all competitive. And Scotty would be super competitive about this. And it will be filmed for a vlog. So, yeah, I think Scotty. This is actually not. Ego the hardest, you know. It's not good for the team, but I would love to see a hot dog eating contest. It's I guess. definitely not good for the team. And they're 100% <laughs> not doing a hot dog Yo, eating contest with the Raptors, that made man. them do that during media day. Faisal's like, hey, instead of drawing this time, we, we oh got you a plate of hot dogs. Shouts to Faisal. Shouts to Faisal. Faisal's man. been tweeting about eating hot dogs with Danielle Michaud That's all day. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said Faisal. He's got more tweets about hot dogs than hot dogs eating, man. Damn. Favorite non-sports. This guy's watching his tweets for dog. <laughs> Favorite non-sports podcast. Uh, shouts to Evil Men. Favorite non-sports. That's, that's the one I'm promoting podcast. right now. I also like How Long Gone. I was a guest on there. If you guys listen to How Long Gone, check that one out. This is so obscure. I've been listening to Escape from Plan A. It's an Asian American podcast. Left leading American Asian Americans. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that's cool. It's kind of like um, like well, not kind of like uh, Jake Aspin Ken's pod but similar maybe in vibe yeah I guess. that's time to say goodbye yeah you see j you see jk has a he's produ- he producing a 30 for 30 on michael chang no that's cool the tennis guy right yeah okay <laughs> you really don't remember, I don't remember man i need this, like i need the 30 for 30 guy. just like just like when you were like hey man you, you, you've seen this new uh documentary on bruce lee i'm like hmm God damn, man. The, the the Jackie Chan lookalike? Or like the, the, the Jackie Chan wannabe or something? Oh, and then I was like, wait, this is such disrespect. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so, but I wasn't around for that. You know, I just no, wasn't that's around fair. for that. That's I mean, all. I wasn't around, man. That's why, I think, I, that's why I didn't know. That was ignorance. Oh, man. If you were to switch careers, what would you be doing? I still want to go to Korea and teach, man. Or Japan. But you know what? When, when, when you're out there, in. don't they want, like, white people teaching them English? Yeah, but I feel I've like seen, there's a bias in that sense, right? It's not a, but I I feel like if you're just English speaking, yeah, like you're strong in English. I know friends mm. who are teaching at those places. Okay. That's what I would be doing. I heard that's what they're looking for. They were looking for like the authentic experience. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> to be fair, Yo, like, what's my, what's oh, never mind. I mean, if you came Sorry. here, you started teaching English. People would be like, hmm. <sighs> I mean, I got it out from the mud, man, from yeah, ESL same. all the way here. You know same, what I'm saying? Same. Yo, switch careers. What do I switch careers, man? I can see you working in a restaurant. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Watching the bear, I'm like, this looks appealing to me. No, There's man. something about that chaos. Oh, even though that show was supposed to be like watching the bear, I'm like, yo, you guys are about to go broke every day, man. What's yeah, going that's, on? Yeah, man? See, that's I'm, man. That's, that's, I'm not trying to live that's life. That's the lifestyle I know. So, if Will and Alex's face were put on money, this is from Assad. Which bill or coin would it be? Um. Hmm. Yeah, maybe a Toonie well, I mean, Assad. Assad, man. The Queen is coming off the bills. Right. Do we have, do we have to give her all our money back or anything? Uh, do they just take it out of circulation? Okay. What do they put on the bills? Yeah, I hope I hope not. Hope my it's actually kind good. of it's kind of wild that like the the just the country of England has just like or the UK has just like collectively stopped functioning for like a month or like a, a week. Yeah, no no Premier League soccer. I'm like, there's, I, I woke up Saturday and I was like, I, I got nothing to do. Like yeah. that's, that's 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 that was a little wild. Um. Put well on the hundred dollar bill, man. Why am I on the hundred dollar bill, man? Put me on a toonie, man. You can't even put. I don't even want to be on hundreds, man. People don't even carry hundreds. I want to be on a coin, man. A coin is sick. Put me on the five, man. Yeah, put them on the five. Yeah, put me on the five. Uh, pineapple on pizza. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah. Just don't make pizza toppings your personality. <laughs> yeah, that's. We should make a list of top twenty things that are not personalities. Maybe not today though. Mm, I was gonna make a joke, but it feels a little mean. But yeah. you did you did a similar thing on Stephen LeBron Radio, where you did one hundred things. Did I do one hundred things? You did. Remember the one hundred things that white people like? 
Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah that and was every, fun. every one of those, I was like, this is kind of cool, but also, like, this is not a personality. Yeah, no, there was this like, blog. Like, Ultimate Frisbee, not a personality. Yeah, there was this blog back in the day, Stuff yeah. White People Like, which, right, is, right, right. which was really yeah. popular, and, and I went through it, but... Hmm. Yeah, so pizza. Well, you you already called no, out your friend Arun for not making pizza his personality. Pizza can't be your personality. Yeah. Ultimate Frisbee can't be your personality. Yeah. Even basketball can't be your personality. That's fair. But don't you think basketball is your personality? Though? Yeah, that's some critique of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to be deeper your than this. Your family coming from wealth shouldn't be a personality. I'm going to try to drop that. That's a, you know, but that's a lifestyle, though. The, yeah. the thing is, personality, you know, I just like to personality be and lifestyle are two different things. Okay, you know, I just like to be upfront about it. Because when we were at the CCYA tournament, yeah, I remember before the game, I don't know what happened. Like, we walked into, like, that that um, just, what was it? Like, a change room. Because we thought we were going to a green room. Because yeah, we were yeah, announcing, yeah. right? And then I think you made some joke to, like, people that were there, like, Danang being like, damn, this is how they treat, like, you know, like, um, us writers. Like, we can't complain because, like, we don't make, we're broke or whatever. And I was like, man, you're doing fine. Yeah, I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but I think we're so conditioned, especially in this industry, to like position ourselves that way. And I feel like if you do that for long enough, like it perpetuates this like stereotype that I don't think we should perpetuate. Yeah, fair. You know what? That's fair. I feel like you fair. should be, if you're in this industry, you should be in it to not only put out good work, but to be financially well off. And everything else that other people strive for to be successful. Hmm. Like, why is it that this particular industry always has that lens, right? That's fair. People always like, oh, I don't make enough money. Or like, yo, like, you know, like, I do this stuff, like, for free and stuff. And I hate that. Like, if you're good at what you do, you got to get compensated for it. Hmm. And I think if we all walk around always being like, yo, like... You know? With our pockets out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's really, fair. like, deep down, if you want the real explanation of why, you know, like, I'm pushing this, that's why. Hmm. And just being honest. I mean, uh, I, I think... People I get... come from privilege, and they should acknowledge it. Yeah. It took me a while. I mean, it didn't take me a while. Like, I think growing up, I knew I came from privilege. Maybe it took me a while to be, like, Damn. public about it. You're like, I can't find my uh, my Game Boy in, in my third bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> This is a real I can't problem that other people can't Game relate Boy to. In my ninth bedroom, <laughs> he's like, "Please get it right. The scale was not right." Anyways, yeah. Do either of you have college basketball teams that you root for? I don't really watch college basketball teams anymore. Back in the day, I did, man. Like Vince Carter, Anton Jameson at like North Carolina, Mo like, Pete, Mateen Cleaves at Mi- Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah, yeah. I kind of like the teams that have Canadians on them consistently. Like Gonzaga's had a lot of Canadians recently. Also, there's a lot of Canadians now in general. There's a lot of Canadians now in general. Oregon has yeah. had a lot of Canadians in the past. Syracuse, obviously, being real close. Yeah. So I, I kind of follow those teams a little but bit. But college but basketball really. fell off, man. I don't care. College basketball is in their flop era right I now. I watch college basketball. I'm like, the basketball sucks. No, yeah, no, that's fair. And it's, it's not like I'm not willing to watch non-NBA basketball, man. I've been really enjoying WNBA basketball. The playoffs so far has been yeah, amazing. And you've been watching a lot of Eurobasket. I've been watching Eurobasket. Like, yeah. that stuff's good to me. When I watch college basketball, I'm like, what is happening It's here? just not good. So disorganized. No, it's not a good product. Were and you guys able to find a Ken Birch propaganda account? Still no. Nope. Still Follow aggressively Wendy no. Sparks. Follow Wendy Sparks. That That is definitely the closest thing. Yep. You answer this in terms of getting more families. How do we get more families and young fans back into the building? Um, this fan said, watching from home, found the crowd to be quite lifeless and disengaged. I think that's a fair criticism. We've talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. As a fan paying to go to the games, I went to probably like five, six. 
in like a span of like four or five years before I started getting credentialed and then going for that. Because I feel like with the Leafs, it's always it's gotten to a point where it's like you just got to know people to be able to get there or pay a really high price. And it feels like the Raptors are getting there too. But I wonder too, if the Raptors ever get bad again, do you think the ticket prices will come down? Because it, that doesn't happen for the Leafs. The Leafs are the Leafs. I feel like it might still switch with the Raptors. Like if there isn't as much fan interest. I feel like the fan interest know. might slip if they go into a really bad phase. I can't see them going into that phase anytime soon. But I think the culture of Raptors basketball or just like basketball fandom in the city has gone gone so strong that we could probably withstand like three or four bad. Like if the Tampa year was in Toronto and they were bad, like I think people still would have been going. That building would have been full. But not for this price though, I don't think. Yeah, the, well, the resale price wouldn't be as high. Yeah. But, you know, that's normal. Yeah, no, that's fair. Have you kept up with this season of Big Brother? I have. Yeah? I hope Monty or Taylor wins. I'm glad Michael got knocked out. There you go. Okay. I still want to be on Big Brother Canada. Can you make that happen for me, Will? Uh, one time in my life I will plug you, but uh, this might be too much. <laughs> this you might did be too plug much. me at Global Jam. You what keep else, saying that, man. What else <laughs> have you plugged me in my life, man? Um, that's a good question. You know, you, you know? talked about this Adam Sandler plug that died. This job? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yo, you know what? That's true though. I ha- I am piggybacking. No, 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 no. No, I'm on, gonna man. find the image on. of when Shaq carried Kobe out of the arena after he sprained his ankle in the finals. No, no, no. Oh. Being able to piggyback is actually good. Because apparently, I think I'm retiring at 50. So no, fair, fair. That's fair. looking realistic for yeah. me now. No, no, but actually, I do endeavor to plug. I'm just not as good at plugging things as you are, man. It's hard for me to, like... You didn't even get merch from Delano Banton, even though he told you he was going to send you merch. Yeah, what am I going to follow up on Willu Fitz and be like, Hi, Mr. Banton, I need your shirt. I mean, I guess I'll do that. If you play 35 minutes in an NBA game, who is more likely to score a point eventually? Alex, he's very active on the offensive glass. It's probably an easier way to score. I guess they would know. No, you are. You're actually a but really good But they would know the rebounder. scouting report right no, away. Like, yo, he lefty. Yo, last time we played, all you did was scream. That's because I was lefty. screaming it, man. I'm not coaching that team. No, that's No, nah, if you were in the game, I would I would say nothing. I would actively root for you to score. All right. For me to score would be a little tougher because I had to get that little sky I think you'd have to, to get to the you'd have to get to the free throw line. Actually, you have that weird sweeping hook. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire off my my sky hook that goes yeah. in five percent of the Damn, time. Damn, man, we're hooping tonight too. I'm so exhausted right now, but we got to yeah. do this for love of the game. Open those wafers, man, please. Um, when is okay. <laughs> when is Will and Alex? Uh, this is from Assad again. When is the Will and Alex one on one happening, um, or a one on one tournament with all of your guests from the show? Um, okay, Assad, I, I know I know you're gonna win this play. tournament. Okay, so Asad, it's, it's gonna be you versus do, like Amy in the finals. Yeah, just do some work during the daytime, Assad. Stop <laughs> please, coasting. We beg you. Or commit. Come through. Come cross over to the sports media industry. That's Asad. an ASMR. <laughs> I've had conver- I've had conversations with you, Assad. I know you want to switch over to the game. No more excuses. Um, please measure Will's head. I also have a big head I want to compare. We'll do this this year. I'll bring in a measuring tape. <laughs> well, we almost did on the we- on the when we played poker. Yeah, I yeah. literally grabbed a cable, like an electric charging cable, or whatever. And I just like wrapped it on my head, and I was like, "Yo, do you have a ruler?" Mm-hmm. You know, what is the best crunchy snack? Are chips? That's chips a really count good- as crunchy, like shrimp chips. Shrimp crackers are pretty good. Shrimp They're number one, though, man. Come on. I don't have a go-to snack You know what I love? Like I love Pringles. Yeah, Pringles are nice. I love Pringles, but only on flights. Oh, yeah? Like I'm the small gonna... Pringles. Yeah, you buy the small Pringles. That was my Yahoo go-to. And only people who know this are Keyshawn and Amit, who traveled with me for the whole playoffs. Mm. 
every single time we were at the airport, because we had the company credit card, I would make sure to buy myself with my per diem mm-hmm. uh, a box of Altoids. Well, I guess not every single time. You, you run through that maybe like in a, in a month, not, a, not every time. But every single flight, I would take up uh, uh, just some Pringles and, and probably some kombucha and whatever. But <sighs> Yeah, crunchy snack. These wafers, wasabi are, peas. These wafers are crunchy, no? <laughs> I feel like the wafers have changed the pace of the pod because we can't <laughs> even talk while we just, while we chew no, through check them. Check this ASMR, man. Uh, John, I believe he's in Paris right now, or Santorini. This guy's been posting black and white photos from Santorini. Why, uh, man? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said too. <laughs> I was like, show me some color, man. Yeah, also, like, he loves his like architectural photos. I'm like, yo, show I, I, me. I more. thought the whole idea was that the buildings are white and the water is no, blue. John, like, John's it's like hard an, to show that John's when it's an black artist, and white. Man. John's an artist. Artiste. He says, "Where do you guys shop?" John, you know where I shop, man. Step up your damn questions. <laughs> where and do you, you know guys where, shop? And you know where Will shops too, man. Why do you think I? You think I'm joking when I when I say it's H and M and SVP? Oh my god, shouts to Lost and Found. Um. I'm also one of those people who listens to the pod at night in bed. Did I dream Alex quoting a Taylor Swift song or did that actually happen? Did you? Yes, I quoted her last time I said, because she said on the song Cardigan, a friend to all is a friend to none. And that was a <laughs> and that was a bar to me. Remember I explained it because like, I don't like people who are friends with everyone. <laughs> Like, that bar really resonated with me. Why is the song named Cardigan? <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. It's so aggressive. But, That's uh, so specific. And, can and- Alex talk more about his appreciation for Taylor Swift? Yes, I got into Taylor Swift very late. Listened to the Folklore album. Was this for really when good. you did the Sarah Jenkins podcast? Uh, <laughs> yes. This is when I did a Stephen LeBron radio podcast with this Sarah guy, This man did 100 episodes. Five de- five episodes per week throughout the pandemic. I was you on the Raptor show. That was amazing. For free. Got me through the pandemic, for real, Alex. That was the last time I worked for free. Um, Yes. So, I... And I also hit up one of our Raptor show listeners, Dana, because she messaged me about yep. this, to get some Taylor Swift songs. So, like, I have a huge playlist of Taylor Swift. Okay. So, that's what I'm listening to. So, I, I listened to the Fearless album, but that was, like, when mm. I was in high school, you know. You, you kind of had to know at that time. No, it was inescapable. Well, songs are nice, man. Sometimes you need something easy. Have you heard her song with Kendrick Lamar? That's a that's a that's a. She has a song with Kendrick Lamar. She has a song with Kendrick Lamar. It's um. Damn. Bad blood. Okay. Oh, that must be a famous song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I probably heard of it. Just don't know the title, but. Yeah, I remember when it dropped. It's um. You can't listen to most stuff and Taleb Kweli every day. You know what I'm I saying? can't tell. I can't lie to you, man. I think Taylor might have washed Kendrick on this. <laughs> <song>. <laughs> yo, yo, did you just say Taylor Swift washed Kendrick Lamar? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Listen to that song. Let me, give me, give me your, give me your feedback on Bad Blood. All right, I'm on it. Who washed who? Okay. Famously, Kendrick is not very good on a feature. We need a Taylor Swift versus uh, Kendrick versus. That's the song. Yeah, <laughs> that would be incredible. Um. Elaine Kwan. Yep. What is your go-to uh, non-Asian food and restaurants? Go-to non-Asian food and restaurants. Swiss Chalet. Oh, come on, man. Any Indian restaurant that the vet <laughs> takes me to. I McDonald's. Thought you were just gonna, I thought you were just going to say any Indian <laughs> Actually, you period. list off some while I pull up my Uber Eats. Um, Gus Tacos. I mean, okay, th- uh, Gus Tacos? Yo, great call, man. Gus Tacos mm-hmm. are really good. Um, what do I have? I mean, honestly, I have a lot of, like, Chinese-adjacent foods. I guess she said no Asian foods? Yeah. No okay, Asian. yeah, no Asian foods. Okay. Huh. 
So I, I don't really eat. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, middle Eastern restaurants are always very good to me. Um, Yo, my Uber Eats orders are hilarious, man. It depends on what, which area of the city you want to go to, right? So, um, Imperfect Fresh Eats, Istanbul Shawarma, Burgers Priest, Wings Up. McDonald's, Queen, and Spadina. Oh, man. Cinnabon Duffer Mall. Oh, yeah, I got Cinnabon delivered. Because <laughs> I was watching Better Call Saul. You're so sick, man. Salad What's wrong days. with you, Taco man? Taco El Asador. Oh, man. KFC, Dim Sum King, Gus Tacos, Hong Shing. Yeah. Four Brothers Pizza. Wow, this is way too many McDonald's, man. What I got? Mira's really good. I like Mira. There's a Hooters. Peruvian restaurant. Honestly, I just go to restaurants that my friends take me to. Barrow was really good. Mm. I mean, like, I don't know. If you want to go the King West kind of route like that, there's there's some there. Mm-hmm. Elaine, just invite me to I don't know, man. No. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm not, like, breaking ground by saying No, Will's got the look on his face where he's been answering food no. questions all summer. No, I'm just scrolling around Toronto. I'm like, enough. this is, these are, these are, these were not places that I feel like I should recommend because, yeah. like, people already know them already. Good Fav- Fork. I really like Good Fork as a good brunch place, by the way. Mm. Favorite alcoholic beverage? Apparently, I can't say Moscow Mule because I got roasted last time we went out and ordered it. Yeah, you basic, man. <laughs> <laughs> you super basic, That was like the first time I've ordered that. <laughs> like, I usually just order a Negroni or if Joseph Cacharo makes it for me at his condo. No, that, that one hits different, bro. And he makes a good Negroni, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Negroni king. Okay, so... Because of my love of Mad Men, I, I really like the old fashioned. Oh, old fashioned are nice too. Old, old fashioned are good in general. Old fashioned and Negroni is kind of my go to. Yeah. I don't really like drinking beer, but I guess I do it. I don't like drinking beer too. Like, beer is very overrated to me. It's just like social. And it's like, man, you really got to pee like every hour when you're, when you're drinking beer like that. Mm-hmm. And sake, just, sake I appreciate, but I feel like it's too easy to drink. Shouts to Andy Lou. That's fine though. That's, that's good for me though. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to Northern Ontario? Is Tobermory considered Northern? <laughs> no, man. No. <laughs> okay, then probably not. Yeah. T- shout out to Tobermory, though, man. I've been yeah. to Tobermory many Stayed times. Stayed at a bed and breakfast there once. Oh, yeah. Marriage era. Mm-hmm. An aubergine. That's not it. That's a that's a <laughs> that's an eggplant in French. Aubergine poppy? <gasps> I mean, it's not Have horrible. you been to Northern Toronto, Ontario? No, I haven't. Why would I? Well, what's up there? Moose? Yeah, I don't know. Hit okay, so up. I feel like you got to be, like, north of Sudbury, right? Like, I think the closest I've come to north is, like, Huntsville. Uh, are there any casinos up north? Hundred percent there's casinos up north. Is Port Perry north? Port Perry is not close enough to be north. Okay. I don't think. Then then not. But let me, let me search up Port Perry, man. What would you wear if you were to dress up as each other for Halloween? I wish you did that. Port Perry is definitely not north, bro. Port Perry's like an hour from here. I told you I don't know my directions. Okay. Um, what would I wear if I was cosplaying Alex? <sighs> Speed hat, obviously. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. No, we're starting to lose it. Okay, good. speed hat. Hell yeah. Um, dirty new pal. <laughs> yeah, this guy really called me a white girl. Man. No, you got. He no, said bro. you look like a TikTok white girl. No, you. you no, I'm they look like me, bro. Uh, <laughs> are you proud of that? <laughs> are you, is that something you feel good about? No, but, this is gonna make me reevaluate everything. No, you look like the ad right there, man. Out the no, window. This I'm bringing the Gucci lovers out this year. Man. You should. You should switch it up, man. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, speed hat. Yeah. 
New Balance like runners. Yeah. Nike. So right now I'm naked right now with a hat <laughs> and shoes. Okay. No, no one's ever dressed hat and shoes first. Uh, green. Yeah. Uniqlo pants. Hell yeah. Corduroy. Hell yeah. Uh, Uniqlo, please sponsor me. Some man. sort of vintage shirt. You know, it could be honestly any vintage, but like I mean, let's I'm wearing say, a pretty fire one. Let's right say there. Michelle Branch. Yeah. Oh yeah, this guy got an Oasis Live Forever shirt with the lyrics on the back. Damn, that's honestly that's heat. That's heat. Hmm. Um, but this is the first time I've seen you wear it, so I can't cosplay you like that. Yeah, it just came in yesterday. Probably like a Michelle Branch shirt. Um, okay. You know, a tote bag. Yeah, Chinatown tote bag. Must have a tote. And the clear glasses that you're wearing right now. All right, it's pretty good. Alex Wong impression. Yeah, show us to the show enter the night gallery for this um, Oasis tea. Well, they didn't give it to me. I bought it. Um, okay. Um, if I were to dress as you, yep. You know, obviously you gotta bring out the man bun. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. A soccer kit, but it's like not a team. It's just yep. an SVP soccer kit. <laughs> it's like, yo, what team is that? Oh, I don't know. It's Puma. No, um, it's always SVP Puma. Yeah, yeah, generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Lavender, lavender, lavender pants. Shorts, By the way, man. I told shorts, you. Shorts. Yeah, lavender shorts. You influenced me. I just bought a pair of lavender sweatpants recently. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, man. damn, this is a good look. You know what it is? I was, mm. I was so unfortunately, I had to. I was it was the blind leading the blind because my brother when I was in Montreal he told yeah, me he's that's like, also me and you when we're in the small and big blind yeah uh, <laughs> yikes damn <laughs> damn that's good the pod um, just started boys and so, girls so I'm in I'm in Montreal mm. last uh, night before I'm leaving and we go to lunch and he tells me you know I got a, a job interview at this lab right and I was like oh this oh you talking about right? your bro right now yeah. Yeah. And he's like, but the thing is, I don't know what to wear to a job interview. So right. I was like, oh, okay, you wear this and this and this. And he's like, I don't have any of those things. All my wear is casual. So I was like, oh my god, my parents, our parents, just left you here mm. as a new twenty-year-old with like no life experience whatsoever. But he's right? twenty though. But he didn't know. He didn't know. Fine. He didn't know. So then I uh, ultimately uh, we pivoted. We we finished our ramen that we had. So yeah. I didn't get ramen with Utah, but I got ramen with my brother. Yeah. Much better. Not I think. an accomplishment. Walk down the street. There's also an Eaton Center in Montreal, believe it or not. It's <laughs> yeah, also I, called I Eaton the, Center. Yo, the yeah. food court's nice there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good food mall, court right? is very nice. So he lives just around the corner from there. Yeah. So we walked to the the Eaton Center, and then we went to um we went to Uniqlo, and I got him like like two sets of like not dress clothes, but like. Right. You know, like yeah, more more formal. Yeah, like more slack slack looks, pants. Yeah. Unicorn is a great button starter pack shirt. Yeah, exactly. It's, I got him that. Great starter pack. And then he's like, "What color of shirt should I wear?" And I told him, "I was like, look, you just take the shirt sleeve, you put it against your 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 hand or your yeah. arm, and you can you sort of see the contrast because there's only certain colors that look wow. kind of good on you." This guy's a designer, fashion. You know, because it, it depends on your skin tone, really. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point, though. Yeah. We so anyway, good, we only look good in certain colors. Yeah. Like no, if I come out here looking wearing a yellow shirt, it, you'd be it, Lee Ben Osmond. It, it would look. <laughs> I would be. I would be Lee Ben Osmond, but also it would be a mismatch. Lee Ben Osmond really just a human mustard bottle. <laughs> Call him Frenchie. No, he's not the franchise anymore. He's the condiment. He's the Frenchie. <laughs> um, and then we will wrap up that fit with a pair of um. Yeah, I see you checking the watch. Don't worry. Hoop no, is no, on no, in two no, hours. No, my, no, I no, still don't. got time to go home and shower. Okay. Um, no nap. The nap is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we'll wrap it up with a pair of free Air Maxes you got. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you said yes to an NBA Canada appearance just to get a free pair of shoes. I mean, you know, I was also doing people a favor and stuff. And, and you know, I like it. You know, it was cool, man. Not hmm. doing people a favor. I, it's just like I, I, I liked working with those people, so it was cool to come yeah, out. Yeah, you don't have to lie. Um, okay. Wong Stradamus, we need more predictions from Alex. I dropped you a few Wong Stradamus, you know. Yeah. Reveal yourself. 
I want to know who this person no, is. No, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Actually, let me know. Yeah, and also whoever runs the loser subreddit, uh, let me know who you are. Or not, it's fine. Yeah, um, actually. Do you ever see the pod having a segment where you two give NBA betting picks for the day? Oh, speaking of, hmm. we do have a sponsor coming up, so look out for that. Yeah. If Alex can recommend three Markham-based restaurants, what would he recommend? Try not using well-known establishments. Man, what is this? Man, wow, no, no Samu Barbecue, huh? No, Samu Scarborough, man. Um, okay, it's all the same to me. <laughs> anytime <laughs> yeah. I, anytime you I cross, also think like, I'm from Scarborough. Every, no, bro, every, every time I'm going east, it's all the same to oh me. Oh, my God. Um, honestly, my go-to, like, I just go to the first Markham food court. There's two really good barbecue spots there. There's two very good noodle spots there. Um, noodle bar is really good on Highway 7 mm. Marathon Cafe is my go-to for the milk tea And they have really good food there Phoenix Restaurant is really good That's like a Hong Kong style place And that's about it I, I, can't, I can't do food questions anymore Love you guys <laughs> <laughs> What am I, man? Anthony Bourdain Oh, man, know, man. Who is it? David Chang um, oh, Yeah, salute to David Chang, man Do you think So this is a question about The Wire Yeah do you think that the Greeks let Marlowe take out Prop Joe so they could wholesale their product to him at a higher price when they were selling to Joe? Yeah, that's isn't that the plot? Yeah, I but I don't think they were happy about it. I think they like I think they, they like Joe. They like working with Prop Joe, right? Yeah, Because yeah. Marlowe was kind of disruptive. But he was, like, kind of cool with it regardless. I mean, he's like, look, man, this, it is what it is. Like, that's the, right. you know, that's the game is the game. Because he's like, is that why Marlowe then said price of the brick is going up when he was selling to the co-op? Mm. This is like a wire conspiracy theory. You I know? thought I thought the price of the brick was going up because he was taking a higher portion of it. Because he took over like the West yeah. Side or something. So you right? could dictate the price, and so he probably got some cut out of it. Yeah, which makes sense to me. Is loving the wire a personality? You think this is from me? Because mm. that was a personality for a lot of people. No, but personalities are like you're outgoing. You're yeah. Uh, you're you're it's, funny. It's not you're what you like or what you eat. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna start building a yeah. list of things. That it's are a hobby, enough. though. The wire is very much a hobby. Yeah. Like, I like, I mean, yeah, I was just self-evaluating. I guess, like, my personality is just, like, uncut gems and, and gambling. You don't have to put yourself down. Yeah. I'm looking at this folder of memes that I, oh, man, it's wrong with me. I'm 30. I'm, man, I'm 38 next month. Oh, I might have man. a meltdown when I'm 40, man. Okay. Um, Why on the show, though? Do you think the NBA refs are the worst in sports? No. Really, huh? No. Soccer? Just straight up FIBA refs are worse than NBA oh. refs. Oh. So not even the worst in basketball, man. Or CONCACAF refs. CONCACAF Every refs Every time are bad. I watch a CONCACAF game, Yo. it's WWF wrestling. Listen, man. I know it was like people are like, "Oh, it's so, it's it's so cool that like we made the the Mexican team play in Edmonton in January on snow." And the, the, what's this guy named? Um, you know, the the left back. He like jumped into a snowbank or whatever, and that's funny. And it's like, oh my god, come on, man. What do you, what do you, what do we look like, man? Let's play, let's. Oh my god, I feel like playing, we're playing basketball outdoors in the snow. Like I wouldn't no, be proud this, of that. This, this is like Chris Boucher and Zv taking on the Cavs, man. Um. What are your predictions for the Nets this year in terms of drama? Who plays more games, Ben Simmons or Kyrie? All right, here's another one for you, Wong Shadamas. One of Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving will not be on the Nets by the end of the year. Yeah, okay. That is my That's prediction. Will, for you, who's your favorite team to slander on a slander pod? Man, probably the Boston. Sixers. Six, Boston? Uh, Boston, yeah. The, they haven't have, had a chance to slander them. Huh? As I was saying, the Raptors haven't had a really good victory over Boston in a while. So I'm still so mad at that Christmas game. Yeah, we had too. so many injuries. That's not fair, man. 
I hated that one. And then they beat us. Because we complained and complained all, like, every year. Finally got the Christmas game. Yep. Defending champs. Yep. And it was a pure dud. No, we got, when we got smacked. And I'm pretty sure that was the first time I got COVID. I got really sick that day. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that was pre-COVID though, bro. It was early. (laughs) (laughs) Was that? I think some reports have said it started circulating in November. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's not the Celtics for you though. No, I think it's the Sixers. Sixers have Sixers. Well, the Sixers hey. are like okay. I'm not trying to say they're a joke franchise, but the last time they made out of the second round, AI was okay. playing. They but here's the thing: it feels good every time you beat the Sixers. Yeah, feels really good because it's they're good enough to be a hard out. Yeah, and also every single player on that team is slanderable. James yeah. Harden slanderable. Yeah, Joel Embiid slanderable. Doc yeah. Rivers is slanderable. Daryl Morey slanderable. It's like it's up and down the list. It's like. This is a lot of targets. But you would get the one more that had satis- Ben Simmons. He was very slanderable. You would get more satisfaction from slandering Boston, though. I would love to slander Boston. We just Boston haven't one had day. the chance. It's just the Raptors need to beat Boston in a really good way. <sighs> Full teams head to head. Boston on a ten game win streak. Snap that. Yo, imagine Guaranteed. this season if they play in the playoffs and the Raps upset them. Yeah, but I don't mm. want that to happen. Although I think the Raptors are better equipped to guard the Celtics than almost any other team. Yo, Raps are gonna be sick. Which team have you not done a slander pod on that you'd love to? I guess Boston is the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I guess it just goes back. To Damn, the Celtics. Unfortunately, I think. Okay, so one time the Raptors. So after the Raptors lost on Christmas, they played them in a rematch on the twenty eighth, and they beat them. And I think I did a slander pod there, but that's it didn't a, really feel a, full. That's hearted. a Pat McCaw game. That's a Pat McCaw game. 18, went 18, off, 18 right? seven and eight. Yeah, no, that's. I had a whole Ben Simmons. The Toronto Boston rivalry is interesting, though. Like it's it transcends sports. It's just the two cities. Actually, yeah. no, it's it, more it's hockey. All than the it. sports. It's all the sports is what it is. Is there a big baseball Red too, Sox, man? Jays rivalry. Well, I mean, nobody nobody thinks about the Jays because like they really. Well, haven't no, we won. beat with the Texas Rangers. Remember when the we beat them at Fenway Park all eight times this year, eight and zero, oh. and we beat them twenty eight to three one time. But is there still a rivalry? It's kind of a rivalry, but it's more Jays. Jays are like, we are rivalries with the Yankees and Red Sox. And they're like, okay. Yeah. They're like that Mad Men. Thing <laughs> they're <again>. like, we <laughs> don't even think <laughs> yeah, about you yeah. at all. Damn. that's. They're like, uh, check how many championships we've won in like the last 10 to 15 Damn. years. Yo, this is a debate that I, ha- that I was having too. Because like, sometimes I, like people online will give me a hard time if I'm wearing a baseball hat. That's not the Jays. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, that's, I have that's a White so Sox hat me, on man. or like a Yankees hat. Yeah, I'm not supporting those teams. I don't understand how people I don't just understand like this. The colors. He is not identif- His hat is not a GL tag. It's not a G- <laughs> it's it not just, drop a pin. It just matches my Uniqlo shirt it, for the day. <laughs> no, like it's really that simple. But the one hat yeah. I would not wear is Red Sox. Uh, yeah, because it's I, a trash logo as well. Uh, yeah, the Yankee hat looks cool. The I think it was a subreddit. It was giving me a hard time because uh, I think one of the fans posted a photo of us at, at um. Ball don't stop run. Yeah, and I was wearing a Mariners jersey. That's sh- that was and hard. They were like, and they were a like, Ken yo, Griffey. They were like, yo, Jays are in a wild card race with Seattle right now. <laughs> How could he do him this? wearing the jersey? Does not mean hey, I support this team. Hey, th- him wearing the jersey. It's, it's, it's a, a very. Fit. I don't know if it's a very Toronto thing. Mm. I feel like in Toronto, especially though, there's that fandom. I'm sure it exists in other places. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I also can't just be wearing Raptors you know what? gear. Every I say day. this though, it's not like I can't. As a Liverpool supporter, I'm not going to walk into Manchester wearing a Liverpool kit. No, that's fine. Actually, maybe I'll do it just but for the vibes. But would you wear other but NBA gear? Like, that's not Raptors? Yeah, I wear the Raptor NBA gear. I wear, I wear the Yao Ming jersey. Like, would you wear something in division, like Atlantic division? Like, who's your favorite player? I wear an AI jersey. Who's your favorite current non-Raptors in the division? Non-Raptor player. Non-Raptor player inside so of the Raptors. So, Knicks, Rap- Sixers, Nets. Who am I missing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing another team. 
So you don't have a favorite player. You don't like anyone on Boston. I don't like anyone on Boston on principle. You don't like anyone on Philly. I don't like anyone on Philly on principle. You don't like anyone on Brooklyn. There's Bro- no Brooklyn one, just doesn't have a lot of there's no one good on standable players. And then there's everyone on the Knicks kind of sucks. You'd be like RJ Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. No. no. Yeah, my problem is I have a lot of vintage. NBA oh, I guess Tyrese Maxey is probably the closest. I like Maxey. I have this sick vintage Milwaukee Bucks shirt that I can't wear because they're a rival. They're not a rival. I can't wear that on the show. I mean, you could. <laughs> I guess you could change for that one hour. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I know. Anyways, these are these are the problems that, that you deal with when you have no problems. Yeah. Maddie, um, fan of the show, Blue yep. Jays fan. Yep. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. fan wants us to rank our top three Gary Trent Jr. outfits from last season. So cardigan. Does the cardigan the, uh, the other side of the cardigan <laughs> is number two. And then um, those uh, those uh, is it Gucci shoes that he wore on Media Day? Oh, um, with the that, with the spikes with yeah, the Bowser yeah, yeah, spikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What it's really hard to that? describe Gary's fits because like it's nothing that either of us would ever wear, so they're not yeah. very memorable. Well, he had the all green at one point. He right. also had like the. He went hard in Tampa, is what he, he went did. really hard in Tampa. Because the first, I remember the first game he showed up in, or the first time we saw him, he was wearing the Bape shorts. Yes. With, like, the mouth on the front? Yes, yes. He wears a lot of bape. I like a lot of that stuff. Remember, yeah. remember when he wanted to wear that white poncho? Yes, the poncho. That sheer poncho. Yep. Then he had the pajamas look. Honestly, he had a lot of good looks, man. Hard yeah. to rank all of them, to be no, honest, because I'm not Gary's, fashionable Gary's at all. top five, man. Okay, here comes a panda pod one. Okay. Poach an egg and ramen or add a boiled egg? Oh, this is Eddie, right? I don't know if it's Evie. This is not Evie? <laughs> Does it sound like an Evie question? A hundred percent. Wait, she's, what? Am I imagining Evie, this? She's Evie Asian. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, I'm sorry, Evie. Name. Her name's Evie uh. Asian. This might be from IG too. I'm not sure. I mix them up. Okay, hold on. Um, Poach an egg mm-hmm. or add a boiled egg? Poached egg. Go with the poached egg. Have we done ramen versus pho? I feel like we definitely have. Poaching egg is hard though. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, like, you're, are we you're like going out though. You're going out. Are we talking about instant noodles, or are we talking about ramen? ramen. So go out to a restaurant, eat ramen. Of course, a poached egg. Yes. A, bo- a boiled egg. Honestly, eating a boiled egg outside your house is a little weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it feels eat, like sickle behavior. Yeah, actually, <laughs> eat that thing in your own house like a velociraptor. <laughs> no, I know other cultures eat boiled eggs a lot. You know, yeah. shout out Nigerians. But like, you know, yeah. like honestly, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> boiled eggs is like. Eat at home as much as you want. My grandpa eats a boiled egg every morning. It's it, he's like eighty something now. Yo, boiled eggs are works, sick, man. But, but you're right. Boiled eggs is a very like home thing. Yeah. So I'm with but you. I'm very much a boiled egg inside of making your instant noodles because I don't just crack instant noodles and just make the noodles. Yeah. Also, by the way, people who just pour hot water into an instant noodle cup bothers me to no end. Especially if you're how, at home. But that's how they eat, though. No, if you're on a train or whatever, if you're on a plane and you give you the the ramen cup or whatever, oh. it makes total sense. At home, yeah. Get yourself a pack, put it in a pot, boil right. a pot so on you the want, first you, Okay, you want it boiled it's, on it's a pot. It's a hundred percent better, even if you don't add any extra things to it. No, that's fine. I'm thinking of the cup noodles. That's, that's the cup noodles. You pour the water straight into. Yeah, that's but the whole only, if you're only if you're outside your home, if you're inside your house right. and you have access to a stove and a pot and water, okay. and running water. So instant noodle snob. Yeah. I am a hundred percent instant noodle Yo, snob. Noodle snob. That should be your new name. Damn. Um, how do you and Alex feel about the Sunset Grill franchise as a breakfast spot? I don't think about it. I don't it. think I've ever even gone to that because it sounds like food I don't want. Actually, I think I went with Doug Smith. Shout out to Doug. You went with um, Doug Smith, eh? Just started studying nursing at McMaster. Will, what, what were your top things to do in Hamilton? Uh, August 8th. <clears throat> it was a dim sum restaurant 
in oh, do they have downtown that? Toronto or uh, down to Hamilton? Do they have that? There's an August eight close to uh, Rolson. Yeah, in, yeah, in I've Elspedina. been there. They got it's tacos not. There it's way better too. in in Hamilton. Okay, it's way better. Okay. Um, what else to do in Hamilton? Honestly, they have some pretty great parks. Yeah. Um. Well, it's Hamilton. Go to see the waterfalls. McMaster is in Hamilton. eh? Yeah, there's some trails to go, especially if you're in McMaster itself. You can walk the trails. You see lots of deer there. Like, they just pop up on your walk between two, like, there's, like, two quadrants where the residences are, and the walk in between is, like, close to the forest, and there's just deer that regularly come up to you. Do you have any McMaster merch? Yeah, I have some, yeah. Damn. It's kind of sick. The Marauders with the Eagle. It's pretty sick, man. They got a good football team. When I want Marauders? That's a sick name. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I need to get some UFT. Pitch. What's the UFT? What's the UFT logo? It's the Blues or something. So what? What the is it like? Varsity Blues. What is it like? It's like literally a T with like a leaf. Does it have like an animal on it at all? I don't think they must have a mascot. I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. The school man. spirit is incredible. Why do you always make the peace sign in photos, Alex? I don't know. It's just a thing that I've always done. What are you supposed to do with your hands in a photo? Yeah. You don't... You, like... Put it in your pockets. That looks weird, Put your two hands at the front. You know that IG pose? Also looks kind of weird. Yeah, that's fair. That's if, why I like to do, like, either the peace sign or, like, a soccer celebration, you know? Yeah. Shout if out you to could, Jesse Lingard. What? If you could pick one... Does he work at Sportsnet? If you could pick one... <laughs> He's gotta be. <laughs> SN Bets. If you could pick one player besides KD to play on the Raptors, who would be? Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi. Yeah. And that's KD regardless. I mean, you know, the, the levels to which we're down bad for Kawhi is actually hilarious, but he really was that good, so. Yo. He was he was really him. Uh, favorite moment of last season uh, when Will punched the wall in the radio booth when <laughs> Russell Westbrook hit the three. Yeah, to be Yo, fair. Westbrook I, was shooting like 19% bro, from three after all The break. shot before sending it to overtime, he hit the side of the backboard on an open three off a kickoff from LeBron. And I just remember screaming oh, Westbrook over and over and over again. Oh, my God. I was very emotionally invested in that game, and then they lost. Favorite devastating. Moment, favorite moment was the one week when we thought Raps were really going to come back from 3-0. That was pretty great, though, when you think about it. Yeah, that was fun. Because we should have won game three. That's the game the Raptors should have won. Precious went to the line after James Harden fouled out on a he, play he that— missed both? He missed one both, two? pretty oh, sure. Both? Yeah. Nobody blamed him for that because he had a great game. Yeah, so you can't he was closing him. the game. Yeah, and then we came in at 10 a.m. and then Oren Weisfeld groaned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, need uh, to, we need to get the groan groan on. Nah, a, when on they do an x-ray of Oren, they're going to find an oboe in his, <laughs> <laughs> instead of an esophagus. <laughs> Yo, that's they're going to find a dog in him <laughs> that's groaning. Oh, by the way, sorry, a couple more messages I forgot to pull. Oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Tony V from St. Albert is the one who came up with Luminati. Okay, yeah. So, so he wrote Give in to let us credit. know. Thank you, Tony. He said, he, I wasn't really feeling the losers. Um, and he's now in his mid-40s, moved from Montreal to Toronto in his 20s, and worked at a bank in the mailroom. Um, that's why it wasn't always the Sprite Zone, because remember you made fun of him for getting Sprite Zone tickets because mm. he said he worked in the financial district. Mm. It wasn't always the Sprite Zone, but definitely 90% of the time since it's cheap. Keep up the good work. Yeah, fair enough. Were we talking about eggs? Oh, because we're talking about breakfast. Yeah. Hey, eggs are an excellent source of melatonin, which helps improve sleep. It would actually make more sense to eat them at night than first thing in the morning. Eat a boiled egg before sleep, then. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. Just, just, just do it, man. Oh, my God, man. You know what? That's fine. Eat an egg. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. 
Shouts to Lisa Louie as well. Shouts, uh, man. Yeah, finish City the fan. last banter pod. I feel like it's actually very cute and hilarious that Will has become this reluctant idol to slews of awkward Asian fanboys and girls. It has to be hilarious to watch. It's it's a little hilarious to embody as well. But I, re- uh, I replied, I Will actually it, secretly loves it, but doesn't know how to deal with it. I mean, who wouldn't, man? <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, Sienna. Literally, it's been hard for us losers out here. No Raptors basketball, no mm. banter pod. Listening from Sudbury, Ontario. You guys make me want to move to Toronto every day. Damn. We just got our first Osmos. It's terrible. Uh, it's only, okay. It's terrible here too. <laughs> I only eat it when I hate myself. My background is Lebanese. Oh just yeah, it's got to be especially but bad. Just wanted Damn. to send some love from up north and can't wait until Tuesday. The leaves, the leaves are already falling here. Winter is coming. Also, shout out to Assad. The slander pod mm-hmm. makes my life. Yep. Uh, love the show. Just here to add another data point. I'm 36 from Bern, Switzerland. Oh, that's where they have no. That's CERN. Oh yeah, you're talking about okay. Yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. yeah. So burn, that. burn's different. Okay. Psychologist working at a correctional facility. Cool. Keep up the good work, Roger. Uh, speaking of yep. uh, Raptors players as Chinese bakery items, you already know Fred is egg tart. <laughs> I feel like we've done some variation of this. Why is he egg tart? <laughs> Who's the hot dog bun? We've done. I feel like we've hot done hot dog this. bun. Mm. I don't probably I, Scotty. Yeah, no, Scotty's like the donut man. Nice little treat. By the way, how did the selection at the Chinese bakery become what it is? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's not normal up? for uh, not normal, but like it's not like the standard selection you would assume. Oh, there's like all but these like the evolution of it. Like I understand right. how egg tarts got there because the British and the Portuguese had Hong Kong and Macau as part yeah. of colonialism, and they brought those hmm. over. Um, so I understand where that came from. Yeah, I understand some of the influences with using coconut milk for things like pineapple bun because they're regionally very close to vietnam and you know even just like just a regular cooking ingredient there and also a lot of it's been brought over to like the southeast asia as well like the islands so i get why coconut milk is used in so many ingredients or just used as like a topping on so many things but how the hell did the donut get in there man just and just like a plain donut with powdered sugar i think we just realized i mean hopefully there's a real explanation but i think we just realized like that was a good compliment like that was a good addition because yeah. everybody loves donuts. Yeah, no, nah, a donut and a Vita soy. I know, like a donut and a coffee is already pretty good. Mm. Donut and a Vita soy, oh, it's man. different, man. <clears throat> you ever drink the Vita soy hot? No, but oh. that sounds like a good idea. You got to do that, man. That's... We're talking about like the actual milk, right? Yeah, Not yeah. That... yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. all right. All right. Like, because in Hong Kong, in some places, they sell it hot. No, hot soy milk is actually quite good. Man, I agree it's with you. Sick. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there, guys. Dog, man. You, Goat you, talk. You, you fading, man. <laughs> Goat talk. How are you and Will always so unapologetically Asian? I mean, there are so many Asians, my younger self included, who want to seem less Asian, Mm. especially in front of a white audience. But it's amazing that you and Will aren't like that at all. Have you both always been like that? Is this something you've evolved to become or is it something you make a conscious effort to do? Again, I push back. I don't think I'm really that unapologetically Asian. I mean, what's unapologetically like? We're not like shying away from talking about it. Uh, Then I would accept that. Because I think, like, that's... Yeah, it's it's debatable, man. Also, Hong Kong Bakery Island Dim Sum House. Man, this they, they changed this thing. Man, it's nice in there now. Lock in on this, man. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking <laughs> about dim sum items now. And, and, and No, I Chinese haven't bakery. always been like this. So I, when I moved here, I was in Markham, 
And I grew up with like 80% of like kids who were same background as me, came from Hong Kong or mainland China. And for the longest time in my first couple of years here, I desperately wanted to have white friends. Like I desperately wanted to fit in more. Like specifically white or just like? Just non-Chinese. Non-Chinese. Okay, non-Chinese. Yeah. Specific- that's, that's why I asked. Yeah. Because there was a huge divide at school, obviously. Like all the Chinese kids, we got together. Yeah. And I desperately wanted to be more than that. Like I don't know hmm. how else to really describe that. Like I wanted to feel like I was fitting in okay. with the bigger crowd. I get you. So I don't know. Like that's one thing that I remember. I don't... I don't know, man. I feel like I used to get mad at more Asian issues more than I do now. Like I used, I, I, I used feel, to be I the, feel person. the opposite, man. I feel really? the total opposite. I used to be the person who, like, you would catch me on like Twitter or like catch me on these places, just like talking about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like I don't. Maybe it's because I'm very turned off by people who are just like using those platforms to just be performative about it. I just wanted to see you do something about it. Yes, it's really turned me off now. Yeah, that's fair. I so guess now you're... I just use money, like whatever, you know, generational wealth, like contribute to causes. And even us when we do live shows, I yeah. know we've only done one, but like. So like you're more think, cynical about it now, essentially. Yeah, I'm more cynical. I'm more, I'm more like I don't feel like the best way to use my platform sometimes is public. It's to just like actually have conversations and try to affect change behind the scenes or help Asian people be in positions, um, put them in better positions to succeed. Mm. However I can with my connections in this industry. That's real, man. How about you? I think I come from a different background because I was born in China and then like I lived there for at least enough time in seven years. And I've gone back a few times and stayed for extended periods, but like, I just, like, I knew who I was. So when I came here and I saw that I was different, that I'm like, that's fine. Most people here are different, at least, mm. like, the areas I grew up in in Toronto. Yeah. So I was always, like, pretty proud to just, like, not proud. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not even trying to ascribe judgment to it. It just felt very natural to me mm. to just, like, stay within sort of what I was. Now, I was always happy to explore different cultures and different customs and even just, like, different forms of art, music, you know, food all the other stuff it's like that was cool to me i love learning about it i still am very curious to this day but i knew very firmly central to myself what i was and who i am mm. so the only certain times in my life where i felt like damn i i feel really out of place you know like and and in canada and that was mostly when i went to like university and like i went to a house and i didn't really know the people there but you got to find some people to live with so i did and 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 I'm not even outing this guy because I don't think he's actually racist or I don't think he's actually prejudi- you know um, you know prejudiced or anything like that. It was just like a genuine piece of like ignorance where he was just like we were sitting down one day and I I don't know I had made a joke about eating dogs right which is like mm. I don't even eat I don't eat dogs I know that's part of the cuisine in, in some Korean cultures and some Chinese cultures mm. more northern like near where Korea is but like you know personally i don't do it and you know whatever but i also honestly i don't even look down at people like if you farm it or whatever you know it's fine right i guess it's fine right but like i made this joke as like a you know haha like you know this is uh something that maybe maybe it was a little of an edgelordy kind of joke but made the joke and then he was like but you guys do eat dogs right like you don't he like he was dumbfounded that i was joking yeah and i was like well i i guess i'm just different like i guess you guys really don't know and so for me, I was like, I guess I could teach you this, but also I don't need to bother with it. Like, if, if there is just like a like an actual gap in ignorance, I don't even blame you. Like, there's especially when you look at like reporting around a lot of things Chinese, it's just like it is genuinely like very very slanted in a way that like doesn't actually hold itself to truth or what actually happens. So I'm like, you know what? If this is what you get, 
like it's not like I read, you know, the Toronto Star, the New York Times or whatever newspaper. And I'm like, I'm not questioning every single thing I'm reading. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, this is what happened. You're reporting to me. I understand it now. Cool. But you, when you so also see the other side of it, you're like, well, okay, this is actually not necessarily what's happening. And this is sort of a, a perspective that's being offered to you. So I'm like, okay, now I understand this now. And I understand sort of how other people are. So to me, I'm just like, look, I only know what I am, like what I am like relative to my culture and that's yeah. just who i am like i didn't really question that pretty much at least in terms of like my chinese identity i don't think i've ever really questioned that in that way i've explored it but i've and i've thought about it uh, in great depth but probably not like in a way of like am i not this or am i not that and so the way i present is just the way i present like that's just it's been who i am for the longest time so i'm not really worried about it um obviously i've been in spaces where it's like you know schools that were or businesses that were like primarily white obviously honestly it's like we we complain about this as well it's like this is a country that largely populated white people we weren't surprised when our parents came here that, that we saw this mm-hmm. right um so again like i'm not surprised to be in this kind of spaces but i also understand like vis-a-vis like where i am in these spaces and you know i have really no other choice to be myself and if other people sort of accept that as like outwardly asian then that's cool to me if they don't accept it and they just like he's will he's he's chinese it's like okay that's cool as well you know like whether it's like all my personality or part of it it's it's really just whatever people receive but i am my i am who i am at all times yeah i think coming here too like one of the things of wanting to fit in is like you feel like you need to fit in with that particular crowd like you know the the white crowd and like you, you whether it's at school whether it's at work you always feel like like that's the standard that you're trying to meet or being held to. And I think I reached a point in my life where like I don't feel like I need to become something else other than just myself. Yeah. And yeah. the thing like the thing that I like is very important to me and the thing that I don't like is I think there are people who look at what we do, like look at what you do and look at what I do and they still ascribe the fact that like oh like it's you know it's not just will is doing such a good job covering the raptors some people will look at it like damn like you know i can't believe there's an asian that's really good covering the raptors like they're gonna have to put that label on it where it's like wow it's so different what they're doing and sometimes it's like no like don't put that label on us like if will's really good at what he does he's just the best at what he does you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, like, I get that feeling I'm, for sure. Like, I'm like, if you think I'm really talented and all that stuff, I'm not talented for an Asian. Like, I'm just more talented than you. You know what I mean? But they try to put us in that particular box sometimes. That's yeah. The way that people look at us, you can't change that though. Yeah, no, I got hear you on that. It bothers me. But I also understand why that would be significant to other people, right? Yeah. Like, we even receive feedback in that sense. I so love the significance of it. But I right. just wish people in industry, like, uh, yeah, would just look at us, damn, bro, as just who we are, who we, what we create, and not just be like, oh, it's crazy, it's two Asians doing it. Yes, that's part of it, but we're also just better than people. Like, okay, straight yeah. up. Well, we also, uh, we also <laughs> do. I mean, I was thinking about: are, are we? Do we come across as aggressively Asian? And we do say "panda pod" like a few times for episode. Yeah, not so. we, uh, just me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well, you don't, you don't need to, you don't need to get involved in that. But that's just me and you talking, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's no, me. I, 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 like I, I, if I, I, you busted out a panda pod with Michael Grange, 
Actually, I think it. actually Granger would be more likely <laughs> to say for, that. For, 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 oh my god! By the way, the first time I ran into Granger was at Asian Legend. I don't know how that ties into here, but yeah. Um, but oh yeah, he was with his family, and you're like, "That's Michael Grange. I'm a yeah. fan." <laughs> yeah, this no, is like you going from Stan <laughs> to to someone who has stands is is, is oh, crazy, man. man. But no, I think I don't know, man. There's yo, there's a lot more people raising more Asian awareness than us. Which is why I'm very. I often kind of push back when people say these things. Like I'm glad. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Being Asian's cool, you know. Yeah, we also don't have a choice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that part. <laughs> All right, two more and we're out. Oof. Are you guys doing another live show event before the season starts? Yeah. So we've been trying to organize with Chris Boucher for an event. So we'll see what happens. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. If not, then maybe we got to. It's more logistics, not like an agreement kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just logistics. The the enthusiasm is there on both sides. Yeah. Would you guys ever host a watch party of a game at a cool venue with fans of the pod? I think this would just be a logistics thing because you you always have to work. Yeah, that's actually what I'm busiest. Um, So I would have to find exceptions. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool too. Yeah. I think that's it, bro. That's it? Yeah. Damn. How are we doing on time? Pretty good. We are over the four-hour mark, but oh not, my God. Not, not over the longest banter pod mark. Yeah. Um, there are a few questions that we did not get to. Oh, sorry. So I don't know if you want to get to these. Um, Read th- them if you want to get to them. Um, basically, there's a question on Twitter that was like, we had Matt Thomas, we had, then we had Svi, who would take over the role of the three-point specialist who struggles early and loses a rotation spot, but I have blind faith that they'll get it back any game now. We don't so, have that guy right now. So who, who is – you don't have that? So basically I was going to ask who is Alex going to stand next. I don't have a stand. I'm not standing this year. Mm. I'm objective reporter, Nick Nurse hater, and Bobby Webster supporter. Okay, fair enough. That's the current push. Um, the other question, out of 10, how cl- – Oh, hold on. Um, Saint Hubert or Swiss Chalet? Did you get to eat Saint Hubert when no, you were in Montreal? No, I did not try Saint Hubert. Do you know Swiss what I'm Chalet. talking about though? The the one, with the chicken joint. With yes, the but chicken I've never on, tried yeah. it, so I can't speak on it. Okay. But Swiss Chalet is a ten ten out of ten for me. Okay, well, Swiss, well Saint Hubert is twelve then. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk. And then finally, this is just for myself. I'm, saying, I'm literally lopping it off the glass to myself. Please. What is your TIFF pick for this year? Or do you see a film premiering at Ugh. TIFF winning an Oscar? Alex is lying <laughs> down on the couch, feet on the couch of a company couch on his first official day as a Sportsnet employee full-time. Oh, my God. Um, what did I just saw? Um, decision to leave was very fun. Yeah. Um, Hot dogs better. Okay, all right, man. Damn, this guy talking about the Asian Reel Festival. <laughs> Hosted an event for them once. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. No, the social league was very fun. The cinematography was really cool. Um, the way it was shot was very beautiful. It was obviously in Korean. Um, also in Chinese as well, because the main the, the main actress uh, is Chinese and Korean. Um, so she speaks both. Um, so it was nice for me, because I didn't need to read the subtitles for like a third Damn, of the time. That's pretty sick. Life it's hat. Mandarin, though. So <laughs> unfortunately, oh, you're going to have to read the subtitles 100% of the I can, time. I can, I, I can tell what Mandarin is. <laughs> Tell what Mandarin is. It's crazy, bro. Go. Goat talk. Um, what else did I see that was fun? Oh, the blackening was really fun. It was like a black satire. It's a comedy. It's a horror comedy. 
Um, I didn't know you were a big Tiff head like this. Bro. Yeah, man. I, I love Tiff, man. It's one of the best things that I happens in the city. I know you were Patrick Patterson. I'm not Patrick Patterson, <laughs> man. What are you doing to me, bro? Scene points. Oh, God. <laughs> More scene points than basketball points. Yeah, come on. Uh, no, the Black Knight was really fun. What else? was? I, I saw at this place. It was premiered. Uh, it, it was a cool movie. It was very Toronto-based. A lot of important conversations that was had. That was that was nice to see as well. What else have I watched so Did far? Did you hit Tiff? up a Midnight Madness? That was the Black Knight. It was super oh, fun. The people sure. who were there, it was at the... Um, the Royal Alexandria Theater. I never been in there because I don't only like watch shows like that. Yeah. Like I don't watch like the Rat Theater. The Royal Alexandria Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, you. you <laughs> oh, I gotta take a photo of you, man. You struggling hard right now, man. My God. And um, no, it was just a beautiful venue, man. So maybe I'm kind of wanting to watch some uh, some more movies or more events in there in the future. But uh, I honestly didn't know you got active for TIFF like this. Yeah, no, I, I mean, obviously people are way more hardcore about this, but, yeah, uh, yeah I mean. I did TIFF for a few years, you, and then I realized some of the movies just come out two weeks later. Not to expose you, but, like, it's a very convenient way for you to take on the festival, you, you know, vis-a-vis your address. I like hot dogs, man. Hot dogs better. Okay, all right. You like hot dogs and hot dogs. <laughs> you, you, really you, got the, you got that dog in you. You got the dog. Yo, they're going to and see a DVD copy of Jiro Dreams of Sushi Holy. in the X-ray. <laughs> All right. Well, <sighs> we have reached the we have reached that point where yeah. the show is over. Thanks everyone for sending in questions. Genuinely, if you're carrying still the here, content oh man, this week. we forgot to promote the email. Info at stevenlebron.com. I mean, people know by now, man. Keep writing in. We might do a banter pod next week. Figure it out. I'm always in tough shape after these. No, you're toughish right now. If you if you are listening to this, go to my my Twitter account. <laughs> I tweeted out with no context, just a photo of how Alex is posed up right now. Man, he's he's struggling. Man. I have you're... been banned from one of the floors here at, at one Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Your first day of work, huh? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, anyway, well, no, I appreciate it, man. Thanks all for listening. Shows Happy you're back, man. Alex. Yeah, it's a great way to make your announcement. Um, yeah, it's too bad you lost some money in poker, but listen, you gained some money in life, and yeah, uh, it's all good, man. Yeah, we'll be back with more content on the show. I'm gonna try to make make something happen for Friday. If that doesn't ha- happen, then look out for the pod next Monday. I'm trying to get back to a more regular schedule. I know that uh, I'll also be going away again, so there will be breaks in the show once again, but uh, we'll be gone on the media day, bring you some interviews. Alex obviously can carry some episodes as well. I'm sure he's thrilled, and uh, yeah, everything's good. So thanks everyone for listening, and check back in when we have the next episode.